welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Jason Thomas. And now strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody. Tuesday, August 23rd, 2016, 6 o'clock Pacific time. Coming at you, the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. We are live on a Tuesday night, a special Tuesday show. I was up in Canada at the final round of the, well, it wasn't the final round, but it was the final race up in the Canadian Series at Walton. So we're coming in hot on a Tuesday. We thank everybody for listening. We really appreciate it. Chad Reed's on the show. Chad Reed is on the show. We are going to catch up with him, see what's up. Bud's Creek 250MX winner, Wacko Zacko Osborne, will be on as well. We'll talk to Zach. First career win for the Rockstar Husky rider and a show regular. Uh, Donnie Emmer Jr. will be on, FMF's own Donnie Emmer Jr. Great guy, uh, big part of our show, and we want to talk to him about what's been going on with uh, all things FMF. And uh, Connor Fields will be in, BMX Gold medal winner from Rio. He'll be in a little bit. Uh, also wears fly racing uh, to talk about the historic run for gold that he made. That was awesome. It was uh, it was awesome to see. And, of course, he was in here uh, maybe two months ago and wasn't exactly sure he was even going to Rio uh, due to an injury. But he went and he kicked ass. Yay. BTOsports.com, fly racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Hot Cams, Gear Alloy, Works Connection, Michelin Starcross 5, Atlas Neck Brace, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, KTMPartsExpress.com, Roost Graphics, and Two Under, all on board of this, NitroCircus.com, coming to a city near you, uh, still out on tour, Travis Pastrana, Bilko, and those guys, NitroCircus.com, please go check it out, uh, I saw it uh, a few times now, and it's simply amazing, so like I said, we've got a great show, a great show set up for you guys tonight. Reed, Osborne, Emler, Connor Fields. we got a uh, BTOsports.com tweet at Travis segment. we got a gear ally cold call. The NFAB question of the day slash NFAB JGR check-in with J-Bone will be coming up. Uh, also, Race Tech emails, uh, X-Brand tear-offs, and, uh, and you. 702-586-7857. You can call anytime and uh, let us know what's on your mind. Uh, talk to us about uh, Bud's Creek, about uh, next year, about anything. Uh, I'm Steve Mathis, of course, with me in studio. He's a regular on our show, but not in studio very often. But it's awesome to have him in studio uh, from Fly Racing, former German Supercross champion, former top privateer, former Montreal Supercross champion, Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Not too much. I want to welcome you back from Canada. Thank you. I'm glad you made it back. Yes, it was fantastic. How'd it go? How did how did that go? Uh, me bone Canada or the race? What do you mean? Which what, how did what go? You going to Canada? Yeah. You going to Canada? Seeing your homeland? Yes. Yeah. The all race. that. Okay. Uh, great. Yeah, it's great. Um, got you know five or six people thanking me for coming up to cover the race. I expect the same treatment in Indiana this weekend. Um, it was Walton. Good track. They got a shit ton of rain, and they did, had to do a lot of work to it yeah, to that. make it make it all right. Uh, turnout for pros were so so. Um, a lot of injuries and some guys that didn't show up that thought they, they thought they were going to show up. So why was Walton? Hold on. Why was Walton not a points race this year? Like Walton's always been. Yeah, going yeah. back. I don't yeah. even know how long. It's no. been the final round. Uh, big shootout. 
Asshole Mark Stallybrass, who runs the CMRC. Okay. Uh, That's a strong start. Yep. No, it is. He, uh, he runs a series up there in Canada. The owner of Walton and the owner of Sandalee yep. got together. They were a major components behind uh, getting a, a national promoters group going among the tracks in Canada. Which spells bad news for Stallybrass. Thank you. Right. Uh, coincidentally... Uh, they lost their nationals uh, one year after forming this group. That's very uh, strange coincidence. <laughs> really strange. Uh, Stally Brass from the CMRC said that Rockstar uh, really wanted to be closer to city centers. Mm. Uh, strange enough. DeChambeau is really close to, you know, downtown Montreal. is 30 minutes from Ottawa. Right. And strange enough, Walton is a far drive, but strange enough, Rockstar was a huge sponsor of Walton. Well, Walton's also so, in the most you know, populated province in Canada. Mm -hmm. Most dirt bike riding, probably, I would assume, yeah. as well. Yeah, So um, they booted. They were booted out of the series. They are kicked off the island. Uh, terrible decision by Mark. Um, I don't know all the details, but it yeah. seems like a bad decision. Walton's, <laughs> yes, Walton's yes. a pretty strong place yes. to be. Uh, thankfully, CMRC tried to do their own amateur nationals, and it was kind of a flop. Walton kept their amateur week, and they were down 40 entries over the week. So, wow, that's good uh, for them. So great for them. Um, so I hope this thing keeps going. It's fantastic. Uh, a bullshit move by the CMRC. But what else do you expect from them over the years? Literally, that's all they do. Bullshit moves, one after another. So it was great to be there. Uh, uh, I had some poutine. Yep. So that's fantastic. Right. Um, I had a coffee crisp. I don't know what that is. It's a chocolate bar. Okay. That's the die for. All right. Um, and yeah, so it was great. It was good. Um, and so it was fun. Uh, right up to Bud's Creek, too. So you know you know how bad I want it. I left right above Bud's Creek, straight to the airport. I thought that guys like Clayson and T-Dags, I thought that they were going to pull the double header, like you did. Yeah. I knew they would have to drive. So when I saw those guys on the entry list and in the motos at Bud's Creek, I'm like, oh, man, that's, that's really cool. Like, that's yeah. something yeah. I can tell you. In my own humble racing career, that's something me and my dad would have done. Yeah. We would have went to Race Absolutely. Plus Creek, and then we would have been driving all night you to got, get to Walton. Frank would have said, it, oh, there's some really good money. We're there. We would have done it. I, <laughs> I guarantee you. We'd, I did that in Europe, even. I went to Madrid, mm -hmm. raced Saturday night, yeah. got someone to take my bike to Barcelona in the middle of the night. I hopped on a flight to Barcelona with my dad the next morning. We raced in Barcelona the next day. Yeah. Same thing. It's just yeah. like, that's... No, it's 10 hours between Buds and, uh, and Walton, and you're right. I thought... Um, Bobby Canari raced back to back. Yep. Kyle Chisholm's raced back to back. Um, this money, this race paid really good money. So, and it wasn't the deepest field. Right. Uh, there was a super final. They combined the two fifty top two fifty guys, top four fifty guys, and uh, and put them in a super final. Paid big money. I forget the numbers now. And uh, yeah, Kevin Benoit took it all home. Um, Why did Medaglia not go? Tyler. Yes. I don't know. His title sponsor was the title sponsor of Walton. Right. And that, they were not happy. Yeah, I, I would assume so. But forget <laughs> it. Why would he choose to go to – I mean, I guess he, he just he, wants to race a U.S. national. That's exactly it. I think he just wanted to race uh, a U.S. national. Because he gets second, I would think. Maybe he doesn't uh, be Kevin. He hasn't yeah, yeah, Kevin yeah, all yeah, summer. Yeah, but. he gets second. Yeah, exactly. So I just think it was uh, you know, a process of um, um, not really making any money. So yeah. Or uh, down in Bud spending money. I mean, he got he went DNF nineteen. That's four hundred dollars at a national. Not good. Spent all that money. Yeah, it was great to see him. I talked to him for. I a mean, long I'm time, sure he yeah. like he did pretty well at Indiana last year. So yeah, I, he, he can't go to Indiana because he's in a wedding. Oh, okay, yeah, he's not going. Can't go okay. to Indiana. Okay, so uh, uh, he's in a wedding. So that that was that. So um, um, yeah, it uh, it was interesting. It was great and uh, great to see everybody. And thanks thanks again for uh, being so welcoming. Appreciate it. Um, and I just again, people get on me for. Well, they get on me for a lot of stuff, but uh, this trip, I didn't have to go to Canada. It probably cost me 
an extra seven hundred dollars to go yeah. that race. When you go to but I went. when you go to Canada, like we're we're you have the motocross the nations coming up, which is our annual trip, you and I going over there. Yeah. You're gonna Europe, be angry. Europe you feel different. It's just a different feel. Yeah. When you wake up, when you go to bed, when you go to breakfast, when you go to the race, yeah. everything's different. Uh-huh. Do you feel that when you go back to Canada? Now? No, no. It just feels like normal. But I, I've talked to Americans who go to Toronto, and they tell me it feels totally like another country. It feels like you're in Europe. I've heard that from Burner. Burner's like, yeah, it feels like Europe. Yeah, I, I'm losing that because I've been there so much. I've spent a lot of right. time in Canada. I don't. I, it just feels like Canada to yeah, me. To I me, it, it yeah. feels fine. Uh, hey, by the way, uh, producing the show, holding things down over there in the corner, uh, taking your tweets at, at @pulpmx show. He's running the Instagram, and uh, uh, he's building the app during the same time, so he's double dipping. T Dog, Travis Marks. Hello, what's up, T Dog? How are you? How are you? Good. Uh, everything okay there? You're on the. You're I got looking... no snare in my headphones. Oh, you got no snare? <laughs> no, I got no snare. Why? What's going on? I don't know. I think there's a disconnect somewhere over there. Oh, I'll, shocker! I'll deal with it. I'm later. sure a Bassett ran around. Yeah, probably. And, and it's did okay. It. Um, but uh, everything good? Yep, everything's good. All right, fantastic. That's a great little combo you guys had that accomplished absolutely zero. Good talk though. Yeah. Great radio. Great radio. Yep, knew it was coming. Uh, Connor Fields, Fly Racing Zone, won a gold medal in BMX. Here's the janky part, though. He can't wear fly, really. Uh, the Olympic Committee does not really allow advertising. So he right. wears, he's a fly rider, mm-hmm. which is awesome for fly racing, BMX line. And then he's got to wear, like, just USA stuff. Like, that sucks. Yeah, it's not ideal. The, US, uh, the, the Olympic Committee is me, just so crooked, so sideways. They're just... You know what? I understand that the having all USA, because it wasn't like one brand sponsored the event. Everybody ran that one brand. I can understand having everyone look like they're from the USA. I get that part. The worst part for us as a brand was when Connor won, obviously we're thrilled. Like everyone at work's running around high-fiving people. Like it's obviously a Friday, so everyone's pumped anyway, but literally people are running around high-fiving. Like we're emailing, you know, the, the owner of our company and everyone's pumped. Like it's a big deal. We can't even post like social media stuff. Nothing. We're not allowed to really? post. Yeah. You can't post the word Olympics. You can't post Road to Rio. You can't post Rio. You can't post anything. I didn't U- know that. US- USOC will basically chase you down and send you a cease and desist letter to your. Like, it's crazy. Like, it's absolutely out of control. Meanwhile, Fly Racing and Monster and these other go- companies are all funding these athletes 364 days of the year. Yeah. Except it's, at the Olympics. It's rough. Yeah. I mean, that's, it, that's a joke. it's really. I understand the side of it where they want the Olympic sponsors to get some privilege yeah but at the same time we're promoting your event like don't you want people eyeballs on the olympics <laughs> yeah. in general you know I was yeah just like, i know uh they're all, they're all crooked dude how about that ireland guy that got hauled off right before the game started for taking a bunch of bribe money yeah so so yeah. what we ended up doing we just made a post and we're like can't tell you what this is or can't tell you where he is but this was pretty awesome you know what i mean just like kind of making fun oh, of you it know what? So i silly. saw that yeah why well, that was like my idea is like because myself and matt basley who was very instrumental in our bmx program and and good friends with connor was like we've got to do something here and i'm like hey, why don't we just do this like post something and let's just poke fun of him like we yeah. won't break any rules yeah but everyone knows how ridiculous this is ford you know ford the yeah. motor company i was doing some stuff like yeah. the same kind of thing like like we're not going to just ditch our athletes. Right. Like we, these yeah. are a huge part of our marketing campaign. Yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. Silly. Uh, how is everything at flyracing.com? Uh, 2017 gear in dealers now, flying out. Yeah, it's, it's actually really good because now we're starting to see some numbers come back of how it's doing, and I couldn't be more happy. Um, a lot of work, and mm-hmm. you go into the, the first half of the fiscal year really not knowing what you're looking at because yeah. we're about to end our year and and you know this launch is a huge part of it and and i couldn't be happier with the reps out there they're doing such a great job our you know retailing partners are 
doing everything we could ask for. So I'm overwhelmingly happy right now. Yeah, it's that's really, good. Good to Really, hear. really good time. Uh, flyracing.com. Please check it out. All the new gear is there. Uh, they're proud to launch it, and uh, they continue their dedication to innovate, develop, and improve the future of racewear. Invaluable insight from athletes, both amateur and pro alike, fuel the constant goal to improve. Uh, Sector Boots are killing it. Eight, uh, the Seven Deuce Deuce, Weston Pike, Andrew Short, Benny Bloss, also repping Fly Racing out there, and Connor Fields, gold medal winner. He's coming in studio. He listens to Pulp Show. He, li- he likes Pulp Show. He's coming in with his medal, hopefully. Yep. What do you think the odds would have been? Do you think he listened to Pulp maybe right before the gold medal? No. Oh. Do you, what do you think the odds would have been that Benny would be our number one like marquee <laughs> outdoor guy at the end of the series? Yeah. Seriously. No, like, I, I don't I, know. No chance. Right. No, right. Chance. no chance. No. No, absolutely. Uh, hey, don't forget you can get, get this uh, show on TuneIn app. You can, if you're making an Amazon purchase, please go to Amazon banner on PulpMex.com. Make your purchase, and uh, we get a small slice of that, and we're able to uh, uh, pay T-Dog's uh, salary over there. And, uh, yeah, thanks again for listening. Really appreciate it. Uh, it's going to be a good show. Chad Reed's on. When's the last time you talked to Chad Reed? Mm, yesterday. Oh. I don't know. Okay. I don't think today. Think yesterday. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I kind of ruined everything. Uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, it should be interesting to uh, to get talk to Chad. Uh, Wacko Zacko finally broke through. Finally, yeah, broke through. Long time coming for that guy. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, Donnie Emler Jr. Of course. And uh, yeah, got your emails and your voicemails also. Let's get to some phone lines before Chad Reed comes up. Uh, first up, raining yellow. Seven gear, best gear out there, bro. Mm, but, uh, yeah. wrong, wrong show, bro. Wrong show, yeah. Jerk off. <laughs> oh, I thought I thought it was. Oh, you guys are right. But uh, hey, first and foremost, I apologize to Travis for calling him Talon on more than one occasion. When, like, when you call in? Uh, I think during the show I referenced him last time I, I called in. Okay. All right. Well, we'll, we'll all get over it. Yeah, we'll get over it, but. Uh, so I got to know, obviously, my guy's not not racing uh, next weekend as well. Is, is he going to show up at a straight rhythm, say, on a different bike? or? Dude, your guess is as good as mine, for reals. Uh, he'll be a straight rhythm, right, JT? I, I can't mean, see how he's not a straight rhythm. On some kind of black bike or, you know what I mean, like a, a non-logo bike or something. something. Like, it's, he, he'll be a straight rhythm. I Monster mean, that's, Cup? The, that's Red Bull's marquee event. Right, Monster Cup? Eh, uh, I if he has things ironed out, I would say sure. But yeah, I, I I think but you know from now until Anaheim, he's got a lot of things to sort through. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, yeah, bro. I'm I'm thinking if I'm him at the moment, I'm done racing the series. I want to be on the bike that I plan on being at Anaheim at for as yeah. long as possible. Absolutely, well, if yeah. he if he can get them. I mean that the new bike. If he's riding one of the new 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 bikes, they're not even out. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, you, you talk about a Honda or whatever. Well, yeah. yeah, I, mean, yeah. I don't think the Yamahas yeah. are out either, or a Honda, or right, you right, know, right. anything. I think yeah. no, the only thing out is a is what the is anything out? Any of the new ones out? Um, yeah, Yamaha's out, isn't it? I don't think so. Oh, Not the okay. seventeen. I wouldn't know because my wallet wouldn't let me know. Yeah, I don't. I don't okay. think anything. No. I haven't seen anything anyway. Yeah. Um. Oh. Uh. Well, yeah. It's it's a rough dude. It's rough. I mean, he needs to be in the gym. And get back in fighting shape and find some. I think he's going to have to be forced to do his own deal. I think he, him and Mookie are going to have to well, do. Well, have you seen team. Malcolm's been tweeting uh, or uh, putting on Instagram l- lately a lot of pictures of the two of them? Well, they're our brothers. It almost seems like a cryptic type. Oh, I know they're trying to put something together. 
I, I, okay, well, so I don't know that, but I have heard that. Or? I think their dream scenario would be to, to find funding for them to go racing together, you know, on right. good on good equipment. But that's it's not always easy to find that much money. I mean, it's expensive to go racing. Ask Chad Reed how that goes. You know, yeah. it's, it's yeah. tough to get enough money together to do it right. Just uh, just keep praying. Any yellow? Absolutely. So uh, I figured I'd check in with you if anyone knew anything. So no problems. All right, buddy. Uh, Tyler, what's going on? Welcome to the Pulp Mech Show. What's happening? Oh, hello. Is this me? Hi, Tyler. Oh, hi. Um, I was wondering what happened to Joey Savachi in the second moto because he finished thirty fourth. Yeah, he pulled out. He DNF'd. Uh, same thing kind of happened to him at um, at Unadilla. He's got some sort of illness, virus, sickness, injury going on, and. Um, he he pulled out. So uh, unfortunately, yeah, not not so good last few races for Joey. No, nah, all right. I got another question. All right. Um, what happened to Moose Can in the second moto? Because I was watching Frankie clean off his bike, and there was a hole punch in the side of the swing arm. Mm, I don't know. He finished third or fourth. I mean, so well, yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, maybe it was the swing arm cap. You know, they took the cap out where the link where the linkage bolts to the swing arm. Uh, no, it was like right in the middle, on the side. Yeah, I don't know, man. Good, good for him for finishing fourth with a broken, the hole in the swing arm. Yeah, really. So, all right, man. Oh, I uh, got to talk to you at the uh, after you interviewed Dean, and I just want to say thank you one more time for the uh, fly gear that you gave me. Oh yeah, no problem, man. Yeah, fly gear, best out there. I um, hope you use it. Hope you like it. Keep and when it wears out, with well, although it barely ever wears out, buy new stuff. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Right on, man. Okay. Thank hey, you. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, let's go to uh, Chris. What's up, man? Hey, how you doing? Good. What's going on? Good, good, good. Um, I was wondering, uh, I don't know if y'all have heard talk. Do you think that the bikes probably in the next 10, 15 years might go to uh, diesel engines? No. No, not at all. Okay, okay. Uh, do you think? What's the? What yeah. do you think will be the? I can't handle that call. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. What Justin, do you have against diesel? Nothing, Justin. What's going on? When that's you start off with diesel, it's going down. If it that's was going the, to Dungey. If that's going from diesel to Dungey. If diesel fuel in motorcycles is your number one question, what's the second best? Right? I mean, it could be terrible. Yeah, you All never right. know. It's a wild what's, card. What's up, Justin? Um, how much are you today? Good. What's going on? Uh, so you're saying we can't roll coal on our bikes in the future? No, no. I think I think diesel really lacks the explosiveness that you're going to need to get over jumps in uh, in motorcycles. Uh, <laughs> Ten four. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm just jumping into the show a little bit late. I heard you guys talk about the Stewart brothers. Uh, did you know that the deal was going to be for Husky for both of them, and Bass Pro is going to be the sponsor? I heard Bass Pro. I think a while Bass Pro's ago. out. Oh yeah, I heard okay. Bass Pro's out. Yeah, they are. They, they are. They're, I heard. I heard the deal fell through, and, and the Mookie, the the Geico bike, has been spotted at his house recently on testing. So he's in, and I heard Bogle's searching for a ride now. Mm, I don't think Geico's going to do a team a 450 deal with Mookie, but you know they always say that. <laughs> That's what they always say. They always say that, yeah. and then they go ahead and do it, and they help out their own. You know, they help out Tomac, they help out Bogle. So I could see well, that. I, I guess. I think I think Mookie 450 Supercross, and then J Mart uh, Outdoors 450. All right, I'll go with it. But thanks, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Chad Reed coming up here on the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing Michelin Starcross Five. If there's one 
uh, guy who knows tires, JT, it's Randy Richardson at Michelin. And uh, he helped develop the off-road and motocross tire for Michelin. Michelin Starcross 5, pushing the boundaries of off-road performance. Hard, medium, soft, or sand Michelin Starcross 5. Completely redesigned casing, a more aggressive, self-cleaning tread design. Whatever you thought of Michelin tires before, then Starcross 5 rules. Kicks ass. And uh, MichelinMotorcycle.com to learn more about them. 21 sizes, and uh, they offer excellent performance over a wider range of conditions and terrain than they ever did. And we thank the folks at Michelin for, for coming on, and I guess they're selling pretty well. JT, WPS sells them and, and doing well with these things. I talked to Randy a little while ago, so uh, people have embraced the new tire for Michelin. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, in my last few years of racing, I ran both Michelin and Pirelli, which luckily for me, uh, WPS sells, and I was really happy with Pirelli my last couple years of racing, but I felt like Michelin hadn't developed a lot of off-road tires recently, mm-hmm. uh, but they have definitely jumped back in the game. So uh, I was happy to see it because I, you know, I, everybody thinks the world of Randy and having a, an updated model kind of gets them back in the game as far as really relevant motocross tires and off-road as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Chad Reed's coming up here in 10 minutes. Let's talk a little bit about Buds. Webb won the title. Was not easy. Uh, falling twice in the first lap in the first moto. Second moto, uh, bad gate pick or bad start, came back. Uh, he won the title the hard way. Um, but still, you know, with two motos left, he wrapped it up. And Roxon dominated again. Roxon's last four motos, um, I should have looked this up before the show. Has he led every lap? Of? Last four motos? No, Andrew led the first one. Andrew lap led the bus. first one, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I didn't know if they made it all the way around. You know what's crazy? I was thinking about this earlier. Um, If you look at how their seasons played out, for them to both wrap up their titles on the same moto is crazy. It shows that the inconsistency difference right. of the 250 versus the 450. Okay, yeah. Because if, if you put Roxon in the 250 class and put Webb and you switch their seasons, Roxon wraps this thing up like a month ago. Yeah. Like yeah. being that yeah. good, winning well, 18 of 22. Yeah. With you have Amart and Jmart and Savachi and these guys DNFing and yeah. crashing and all this stuff. And then you have Tomac going two, 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 three, two, two, yeah. three. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's just crazy when you really break down the seasons, they wrap up the same moto, but it was completely different in how their seasons went. Yeah, really, right? When you think about it, you're absolutely right. I didn't think about that too much. But um well it's always been like that though. And also too, the four fifty class ravaged with injuries, you know, nine yeah. out of the But t- I mean top 20, once Dungey's yeah. out, Tomac's getting second or third, no matter what. He's if, just that's just how if it's going to If Jason go. Anderson races all year, does he start beating Tomac? At times. At times. I think I think he's I, the only guy. I think Tomac's still second points, though. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. But I think I think Anderson gives him a run. Yeah, uh, well, there's yeah, motos. Yeah. Tomac didn't look good. Right. You know, and, and Anderson's going to have his good weekends. I mean, he already was getting, you know, he got third and he get third in a moto at Hangtown. I know he was really close. Yeah, I um, think so. So, yeah, I, I think absolutely. But I think Tomac over the last 11 races would have probably been a little better consistently. Yeah. I mean, he won two races. Yep. You know, that's tough to contend against. Uh, when you look at the guys, look, look Dungey would have been great. He probably would have got second. Tomac would have maybe got third. They would have gone at it. Anderson, like we said, would have done uh, pretty well. Canard, uh, disappointing. Um, better Dun- outdoor guy. Dungey had Just... Tomac covered, though. Dungey had Tomac covered. You think? Yes. Okay. I mean, he beat him I, four out of four, the first four, um, and then he crashed out of the, you did know, he beat him six every moto. moto for, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, and Kennard, uh, I would have thought I would have saw more for, from Kennard uh, from the start and just never really got yeah, it going. He just never had it. Just you know, you, really you think back it. two years ago when he'd caught fire in outdoors and it couldn't, couldn't be touched, you know? And yeah. sure, maybe the level's gone up a little I bit. I really think, I really think Trey 
has been looking ahead to 2017 all summer. I really do. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, he's never ridden anything but a Honda as a professional. And it's kind of a, it's kind of a new beginning for Trey, I think, in 17. Speaking of new, he got worked at Walmart. He did. He got uh, But I just think he's looking at that as, hey, I'm going to start over and try to turn this thing yeah. around. Uh, right. And I just think he's been – obviously, like right now, I think Trey could – quotation race right now but i know he hasn't been riding because he's trying to get his head better but i i really think his heart is set on this change that it, he's about to go on it would be the first field. factory guy to pull the pin a little early when well, he's switching teams yeah i think he's i <laughs> think he, his biggest fear is going out and doing something stupid and really putting himself behind training testing with the new team and new yeah, bike you know yeah. if he's if he stays off the bike lets his contract run out, and then starts this new program i think he can really try to do it 100 percent healthy do you think he goes with alden baker no, I don't think so not. either. No, yeah. I don't. I, yeah. I have heard from multiple people that he's not doing that. Right, right, which uh, should be interesting. Um, okay, so Webb's moving up. We know that. So next year, Savachi, Osborne, Forkner, AC, J-Mart. Early 2017 outdoor prediction. Early, mega early. Is J-Mart? I'll take J-Mart. Goes on a Geico Honda. Yep. Refreshed, re-ready, ready to go. I'll take J-Mart. Take J-Mart. Yeah. That would I mean, be something, yeah. He was the worst we've ever seen him this year outdoors, and he still was in contention. You know, he was still yeah. was a top three guy. Yeah. So yeah. I have to think he comes in healthy next year. Cooper's out. Um, I don't know how you can go. I mean, Sabachi is going to be good. Yeah. But I think J-Mart is, on paper, he's the easy pick. All right. If he gels with the Honda, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I think I think those there's enough guys that have been successful. I mean, look at – Barsha and Tomac and yeah. all the, these guys have all won on yeah. a bike that's not that much different. And Christian Craig won on. Yeah, this year, the bike know, yeah. I think is yeah. plenty capable. I mean, they they have a really strong program. Uh, Gear Ally Cole call tonight. You got any ideas? <sighs> I, I like yours. I, what's what's Bowers? Where's Bowers going to go? I don't know. What's he going to do? I think if we call the bear, he might say some crazy shit. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let's call the bear. Later. But I, yeah. I'm more interested in what his plans are. I just want to see the bear say some outrageous things. I think, unfortunately, I think he's going to have to stay on a 250. And could he go to arena cross? I mean, I guess he could. Why not? Right. I don't know. I don't think money he wants wise. To do I don't that. think he wants to either. But money wise. But I think I think if he gets on, if he can find a deal, the problem is the spots are filling up. There's not a lot out there still. Um, if he can find a good bike because he's big and he needs a really good bike, yeah, he's a potential race winner, title contender, absolutely, if he's yeah. healthy. No, I agree. Um, and I, I think the Superstore guy should look at him long and hard. If if they're going to be the official factory Suzuki 250 right. team, which is what we've heard, yep. they should get Tyler Bowers. The biggest thing— They can't show up. No offense to Kyle Cunningham no. and Jimmy and right. Osby. They can't show up with that. Yeah. If you want to be taken seriously as a top flight team ready to win races, mm-hmm. you need— you need top flight riders. Yeah. And that's not a that's not yeah. a dig at like Kyle Cunningham was their no, best no. guy. It's a nice secondary but dude. It's Kyle's, uh, a, Kyle's a secondary guy. Yeah, I mean he's a top ten legit yeah. guy, but he's not gonna win races. Yeah. That's just that's just how and, it is. And even the bear can win heat races, which is something. Yes. Well the bear the, can win races. No, I know, but let's say he doesn't. He did let's he say, won heat races this year no, and he I know. was terrible. No, I know, that's what I mean. Let's yeah. say he doesn't right. win you a race, but he can win some heats. He will get and you have a big their team, right. which is Motorcycle Superstore. That's why they're spending big money yeah. on TV. And that's what a, they want. And you have a big yellow S on your chest, and you're good. Uh, J- JT, you knew this would happen. Uh, oh, guy hung up. We had two Stewart calls on the line because you know how it works. James, the Stewart brothers called. No. Oh. 
questions about was it raining yellow again? <laughs> no, it was not. Right. Questions about the Stewart brothers. It always happens. Uh, what they're doing, what they're going to happen, Polarizing. what's happening. Polarizing um, guys, right there. You know, Malcolm's been fe- he's been featuring James a lot on Instagram. <laughs> There's been a, a lot, lot of family of, portraits, <laughs> a lot of shots of James and Mookie together. Right. Super weird. Like, go ahead, draw your own conclusions. Uh, KTMPartsExpress.com. Use the code PulpMX when you go there. KTMPartsExpress.com, the number one online source for genuine KTM parts and accessories. A warehouse is stocked with huge inventory of genuine KTM parts, the power parts, and the power wears accessories as well. Uh, these guys have been tremendous for our listeners with uh, service and shipping, and they've been in business for 35 years. So great prices, and, uh, and like I said, great service. So PulpMX is the code if you have a KTM or a Husky. By the way, that or reminds me, JT, we're doing future headlines tonight. Oh, which, I'm dreading Which it. you love. No. I, I've come up with them. <laughs> I, it's your favorite segment. Do you want me to send you a definition of the word love? It's a favorite can. segment. Chad Reed coming up here right away. But uh, real quickly, uh, we'll get it, before we get into Chad, uh, we have a gold medal winner in the house, in the studio. Connor Fields, what's up, man? What's up, guys? How Thanks for you? having me back. What's up? That, that's your medal. That's right there, man. You, you know, JT, you don't, you don't, like, met. We just met. We just met. Jet lag right I mean, now? I feel like I know him. I listen to him all the time. <laughs> I know. Were you listening to Pulp MX right before the, the run? I was not. I can't say I was. I'm sorry. But I did, I did want to tell you, you had three guys in the final. There's three. Will, po- there's Willoughby's Willoughby, a big, is a listener. Myself and the Canadian guy. Oh, he listens? He's a, he's a huge fan. We're oh, actually, that's awesome. Him and oh. I, we're in a fantasy uh, motocross league together. No we're way. We're one and two, yeah. I didn't know the Canadian guy. Now, you you were in here two months ago, three months ago, broken wrist. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had to kind of use an exemption to get into Rio, right? Like there it was, was d- one discretionary spot. Okay. So I got the spot based yeah. on results. But it was, it yeah. wasn't for sure. Like no. it was, like you said, it was a little, little sketchy. I Yeah, just... You know, I right. worked out. I got there, and I just made the most of the chance I was given. He Dude. got in like locked. He got out. Yeah. Super yeah. sketchy. Not really sure how <laughs> you know how it went down. I was still drunk when I talked to NBC. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He uh, talked to uh, uh, what? That, um, was it Matt Lauer? I know no. everything. Seven a.m. He talked to what's the Bush guy? What's the? I don't, I don't know. Uh, whatever. Dick Cheney. Seven a.m. Uh, Bush. <laughs> I don't know. Chad Reed coming up here on the show. Connor Fields, is there anything in studio that we could trade you for that gold medal? No, but I did bring you a jersey this time. Oh, you did? I did. Oh, nice. Yeah. We were talking before you got here about how you're a fly guy, but USO, uh, the Olympic Committee and everything mm-hmm. else, you can't. You got to sort of run generic stuff. I had fly which, gloves on and a fly helmet. Uh, yeah, but yeah. but no logos, right? Uh, you're allowed one logo, and there's like sizing, you know, rules. It's got to be yeah. three inches by three inches. Uh-huh. Um, USOC, they're super protective of all that stuff. Yeah, but we, we sneak well, around it as much as we can. Do you? Yeah, 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 we try to get our sponsors some love, dude. Well, we'll get more into that. Chad Reed's coming up. I want to talk to you. I got a lot of questions for you. I watched the final, of course, uh, and uh, um, you took the lead on the last straightaway. Well, not kind of before Third that straightaway over, yeah. that, over that over that tabletop. Um, you got your teammate over that thing, mm-hmm. and then, uh, dude, what when you crossed the line? You just it was, I mean, like honestly, it was shock a little bit. Yeah. You know, I, my, right? It was a, it was a really cool moment because my training partner, um, my coach, and our program director—they were all right there at the finish line. So it was just a really cool moment celebrating with them. And then maybe a minute later, it kind of it kind of came over yeah. me, it hit me, and right. I fell to my knees. I could I just couldn't believe what had just happened. Yeah. And the whole rest of the night, I just I wore the medal. I kept looking down, thinking, <laughs> "Oh, my, this, this is real! Like right. someone wake me up! This yeah, is no yeah, way yeah. this is real." Dude, but, that's a Amazing. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, we've had Ryan Villapoto's been upstairs here. Uh, Osborne's been in the studio. JT's got German championships. I don't know if anything's been greater than the, my four Manitoba titles. I was going to say, don't, you know, don't those, yourself those reside here. <laughs> the gold medal might be cooler. It might be. Than cooler than my four Manitoba right. titles. We'll go with might. 
<laughs> it's Connor Fields, everybody. Gold medal winner at, from Rio uh, in studio here for a little bit. And uh, But first up, uh, we haven't had this guy on for a long time. And uh, I saw him in Italy at the GP. He's been on family vacation since then. And uh, he's kind of getting back at it. A little bit, and uh, we'll talk to him a little bit. But first, Roost Graphics, Pulp Nation saves you 20%. Go to the uh, Pulp Nation section on RoostMX.net for a full Pulp MX swag and everything else. And you can go on there. And if you don't want any Pulp MX swag, I get it. No problem. They still have a wide range of custom products from T-shirts, sticker kits, and more. The Cycle Trader Rock River guys use uh, RoostMX.net for uh, their graphic needs and uh, anything you need, custom stuff, and they'll do it. 48-hour turnaround. RoostMX is pleased and proud to bring you our first guest of the show, uh, besides Connor Fields, of course. Uh, Connor Fields beating down the Australian for the uh, gold medal. Chad Reed, what's up, Chad? How are you? What's up, guys? How you doing? Got a gold medal winner in studio from USA. Uh, uh, he's lucky my boy was off his game a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> um, well, wait a minute, I'm though. Kidding, I'm kidding. Wait a minute, though. The Canadian was fastest. No. Well, Cooksey was saying the Canadian was fastest. Hey, but you're telling me the guy in there has got a gold medal around him. He's not. Canadian. Yeah, no, no, the Canadian was not in the, in the running, but was he not winning the heats? He was winning some of his heats, yeah. Oh, okay. But there was four heats. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't have the fastest time, though? I don't remember. Oh, okay. Who cares? You yeah. get the medal. Hey, <laughs> Never mind hey, practice. Hey, who cares? <laughs> uh, that's, that's great, too. You, you got to win when they give out the medals. And yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's uh, fantastic. Uh, hey, Chad, so thanks for coming on the show. Um, what have you been doing? Uh, I saw your Instagram. You've been back out uh, doing some... Uh, Supercross riding a little bit? No, motocross. Oh, was that motocross? I thought it was a supercross background. Interest GPs, remember? I know. Yeah. That's why I was going with this. I'm like, did you nah, ride supercross? Okay. Motocross. <laughs> so getting ready for the two GPs, which I'm sure you're super excited about. Stoked. <laughs> Everybody loves motocross in mid-September. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, how was your uh, your trip to Australia and everything? Just uh, relaxing, right? No riding, no anything. Uh, nice to get away no, from I everything. Did a little, I mean, I did a little bit of riding, but it was just fun. You know, like uh, actually, uh, local dealership um, Yamaha dealership hooked us up with a couple of uh, TTI 110s and 50s and stuff. So it was cool. Got to go and take the family for mm-hmm. a. Uh, you know, trail ride through the through the woods, bush, and that's something that I you know I grew up doing that a lot as a kid, so mm-hmm. it's kind of fun to do that and share that with the family. Um, yeah. Even uh, even Ellie got out on the bike. So. Whoa! Yeah. Um, and then I did a little bit of riding. Um, just a friend of mine has a track uh, right by the beach, so it's mm-hmm. super sandy, and I enjoy riding in the sand. So I kind of go there every time I'm there and have my have my play in the sand. So that was fun. Oh, okay. Um, other than that, it was it was good. Like the first week i was there it was really really cold um like abnormally cold like colder than i ever remember you know as a kid being there so <laughs> yeah so we pretty much packed family up and headed north um to uh you know went on vacation for a week and when we got back it was nice the weather was was a little better and more tolerable and yeah but uh yeah i mean it was nice to kind of chill out a little bit but it's nice to be in your own home i was gone for two months you know a month yeah. in europe and a month in Oz. so yeah um yeah it's nice to be home a month in Europe, good God, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. A month in Europe? <laughs> a month in Europe. Eh, depends on what you're doing. Dude, I love it. I don't understand, like, what the... It's... It you must go to the wrong places. I like the thing, Europe. The first thing you do... Hey, the first thing you do wrong is you go to all the major cities. Like, dude, you went to Venice, which is, okay, it's cool for about an hour, and then you can't wait to get the hell out of there. I mean, dude, you... Wherever the 
everybody goes, you stay away from. Right, it is tourist packed. <laughs> You're absolutely right about that. Um, I love Europe, but in small doses. It's I find it inconvenient. Europe is inconvenient. JT, it is, but yeah, is not a word that. But, like I think that if you've been there, or if you you know, like for me, like I enjoy, you know, I really enjoy Italy, mm-hmm. and, and I think that once you know certain things, it's. Yeah, I mean, it's like going to California and Florida. I mean, in Cal- in Florida, you got Publix and Rur, and you go to the grocery store and it's awesome. And then you go to California and you got to go deal with Bonds and Albertsons and it totally blows. So, <laughs> uh, no, no different than getting on a plane and going to Europe and have relearned. Right. All right. Yeah, I guess. Okay. The only thing well, I don't like about Italy is they don't have the right. It's all espresso all the time. That gets a little bit old. I don't love that. I mean, yeah, you can get what? cappuccino, I guess, but I just get sick of everybody trying to push espresso on me all the time. Espresso shots. Uh, I kind of become a bit of an espresso fan. Yeah, but well, don't you think that Europe in perfect. general, like, like it, Europe in general, it's really difficult to get a real coffee. Like, it, everything's yeah, an espresso. Yeah. Can we get some ice in, at the races? Is that possible? Can we get some ice? <laughs> at the, at the yeah, I, I had some in my motorhome. You should have come grab some. <laughs> oh, dude. Dying, dying yeah, so in the ice part is uh, the ice that's a bit brutal on the ice for sure. Yeah, I don't get it. Um, so yeah, you're back riding. You're get you're getting going a little bit, um, and then you'll be doing Charlotte and Glen Helen, right? Both of them. Uh, yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, and then, uh, so what's it like getting, getting back riding? We'll, we'll, we'll go with yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, don't pull a groin or, or a hammy. Okay. Do don't not. Hold your, don't, don't hold your breath. <laughs> uh, I know. I no. know. I no, it's all good. I'll be there. Yes. That's what I get when I walk around the pits and I say, hey, you doing the GPs? I don't really want to. I will see. <laughs> Fights are booked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'll be there. Um, Whether I'll be on a dirt bike or not, I don't know, but we'll be there. Yeah, no, uh, it'll be fun. Good to see you back at the races. And you got the Australian race coming back up. Are you doing anything else or just the Aussie thing? Uh, as far as overseas, yeah. Yep. Just the only plan right now is, is Aussie. Um, you know, we've got the – you know, the, my next race really being Monster Cup, mm-hmm. and then uh, and I think a month after that, then it's uh, you know the Aussie race, which should be cool. I mean, you know, RV's doing it, mm-hmm. Cooper's doing it, and then obviously that it's on a tight you know track down there. So you know, the Aussie guys are are quite uh, familiar and good at those conditions. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I think it'll be fun. I mean, who knows? You know, you never know what RV's going to show up, and um, well, you know, got my teammate coming down there, so that'll be that'll be fun and. So, yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. RoostMX.net bringing you uh, multi-time uh, Supercross Motocross Champion Chad Reed. 702-586-PULP. you got a question for him. we got some people on hold. Questions for, uh, for Chad Reed. But uh, we had RV on last week, and I said to him, I'm like, look, don't – like, you're not going to beat Chad and Webb, and, and you're not going to – there may be some other dudes, you know, who, who have you covered just – Please, you know, take it easy. And then Way was on the line and said, "No, no, no." The first time Chad chirps him, uh, you know, on the podium, uh, he's going to be like, "Oh yeah, you you, you want to watch this?" <laughs> so please say something about, you know, RV's just relaxing, and then we can see what this guy. We can get him all mad. We can make, get him mad. You think? Yeah, get him pissed off and be like, "Oh, I'll show you." <laughs> oh jeez, I, I don't know that I want to stoked that fire i dealt with that for four years you know? <laughs> yeah, I, know, I know i know he's been riding once a week he says if, it, if it's past I think the I, might, uh, I think i might get him a beer and 
tell him that I'll take him shooting or something like that in, yeah. in, in Oz. <laughs> yeah, really, right? Uh, probably not a bad idea. Uh, I'm surprised, though. I figured the guys at Lille or Geneva would, would hit you up uh, with some, some cash. Yeah, to, I mean, obviously there's a bunch of options and stuff like that, but... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, the the bigger picture being, you know, I really just need to be, I want to be good at Monster Cup, you know, like I feel like the three years or the two years that I've raced, I think three times I've done it now, uh, Monster Cup, like every time I show up, I feel like I'm, you know, like I'm just coming off a vacation or just coming off of some time off and, and I'm literally showing up just because I have to. Yeah, um, no, I agree. You're you know, all- like, I'm <laughs> every I'm year, always, you know, 20 pounds overweight and just, suffering through the weekend or last year in the case of last year you know like i think i rode the bike maybe once or twice before it so i'm i'm excited to go this year i really want to be in shape and 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 be you know be ready to go and throw down for you know three races for the first time at monster cup so um that's the focus right now you know just with my you know we're taking two months off although i did those two races in europe i mean it was really just some time off for me i didn't uh, mm-hmm. i didn't put a whole lot of effort into it i just seen the results but um i just took time off you know after two two motorsports and and you know three kids it was just it was yep. time to to well, take a breath and uh, take or even time the, away and, the st- and get a <laughs> get ready well the stress for, of, of uh, waiting you know you didn't have a ride till late the yamaha monster deal came yeah, together exactly. late all that you know, kind of like, stuff like that was yeah i think the writing was on the wall you know like i started off okay and then i just fell apart you know i just mm-hmm. think that i was pretty smoked mentally and i needed some time off so uh yeah i feel good about where i'm at and you know made a lot of changes um for next year so uh yeah it should be you know, it should be a fun year and, you know, just trying to be more organized than I, than I have, you know, like last year, like you said, it was all late yep. and before that it was always two, two. And I wouldn't say that we weren't organized, but it was a lot of work, you know, trying to figure out sponsors. And so your effort went elsewhere. Um, this year, you know, I signed my deal in what April or something yeah. like that. So, um, yeah, just kind of let's let me kind of take the break that I really needed and, you know, breathe and, refocus and make plans that you know that i needed to make uh you know that far in advance because uh you know anytime you go changing up your program it it's not like a, it doesn't happen overnight you know it's something that takes takes a bit of time so yeah. i'm excited to to do uh you know team playing all those and see how we work out for months ago uh jt do you see chad's uh instagram with the electric the electric start button uh i did yeah so yeah. is that something going to be on your bike chad you think next year that was launch control, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, going from zero to launch. Yeah, exactly. Well, you have you do you have launch control, you have mapping, you have e start. Uh, what else on these bikes these yeah. days, right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, it's nice. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously I posted a picture, but I don't know when they're gonna. Oh, did they? I, I don't know when we're gonna officially race it. Um, did they get mad at you for that? Uh, no. Oh, no, okay. In trouble? No, not yet. Anyway. Um, okay. Yeah, you know how it is. I mean, who knows? <laughs> yeah, but, I know. Uh, yeah. I mean, I you know, I I was riding it at a local track in California, so I mean, anybody could have taken a picture of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's awesome. I mean, it's so nice just to be able to press a button. Um, <laughs> but it's going to take time. I mean, you know, for thirty years, I've been you know my instincts being to pull a Kickstarter out and start a bike. So um, definitely have to, uh, relearn that. And then the bike that I had in California, I just got it in Florida today. So, um, yeah, we'll ride that tomorrow and, uh, you know, get up to speed mm-hmm. and just kind of relearn that. I know the plan was to race the GPs on that 
system and, and web to, to race the nations. But um, for whatever reason, I believe it's being pushed back a little bit. So, oh, okay. Um, yeah, we have it on my practice bike, but um, not on – I would assume that the, the earliest we'll, you'll see it us racing with it will be a monster cup. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, just checking. Well, we've got a question. Megan's been on hold for a long time. Megan, welcome to the uh, Pulp Mech Show. What's your question for the 2-2? Oh, hi. Uh, first, I just want to say I'm your biggest fan, and I was wondering if you're ever going to ride nationals again. Ooh, maybe like a race here and there, but I think, uh, yeah, I think the the nationals full-time for me, that ship sailed. Um <laughs> For, for me, it just kind of comes to a point where, you know, like I feel like I burned the candle at both ends and, and I don't have, right. you know, I'm not no spring chicken anymore. So uh, right. for me, taking the summer off and, and enjoying it with my family and my kids is is important. So, uh, yeah, I, I really want to kind of race two or three more years in Supercross. So I think that I had to make that sacrifice. And, you know, motocross was probably the least of the, you know, priority list of them. uh megan do you do you live near a supercross city or is it only outdoor cities for you i don't i live in pennsylvania so there's really not much here oh you got a yeah, high point uh, yeah we got high point yeah well maybe chad will show up at high point yeah. he does like that track yeah i do like okay. high point it was yeah. my first win for 250 yeah. and also first win for 450 it's not a not a bad track yeah all right thanks megan all right, thank you. Thank you. you. Megan. Thank you. Um, hey, Chad, I, I'd love to get your take on a few uh, other industry uh, stuff. Uh, you're always in the mix, and uh, and you seem to know a lot of stuff. So, uh, number one, uh, what what what, what, num- <laughs> what number should Coop take? Permanent number. I say two, and you can be two and two two next year. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, for the team, I think that'd be cool. Um, what would you do if you were him? 17 because he won everything on 17 like you did i i mean yeah i think that you like two's not i mean i don't you know like when i think of number two i don't think super you know so okay but that can change quick you know yeah um where i think like number two like it wasn't like rv like just chose it i mean i want i want to say it was like maybe three years in a row that he was number two at the nations and and so like the two you know like he mm-hmm. kind of like he he didn't just show up and he was number two. I feel like he, he, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, it was like he grew into it almost, you know, like he kind of like everyone became familiar for donations. And then mm-hmm. it was a kind of like a smooth transition. Right. Um, I think for Cooper to take number two would be a little, you know, it'd be weird to see, you know, JT, um, what do you think? I think, uh, if it was me, I would take two just cause I like the number two. And I think it's, pretty uh glamorous number to have I, I mean i don't see what else he could take unless he has a number he wants like 75 or 175 or something like that i mean that's a pretty strong number to have as two when you look at its history a single digit too yeah i, yeah. I, I would what pick else it, is I mean, it isn't eight, uh eight, eight, eight and nine are available yeah right? eight and nine are available i don't like either one of those for some reason i heard for some reason i heard that he was interested in eight but i don't know if that's true or not okay well, yeah, I'll do that. Uh, second question. I don't know. I okay. haven't, I haven't yeah. talked to him about it. So. Uh, second question. Uh, your old mechanic, Oscar, do you think he goes to Honda with uh, Kenny Roxon? Well, I mean, you're asking somebody who knows. Oh, you, okay. Oh, you actually, I didn't know if you knew. I don't know. I don't know. So is he? I would think so. I would be the I would, I would, I would assume so. Okay. Yeah. I would think so also. Yes. I, I, but I'm just checking. I don't know. Um, Okay, now are we doing a uh, um, a points uh, a chase series next year? What are we doing? 
So are we talking about can he go on a Honda now? Uh, no, Supercross. Is that is that is, is that something that the industry's talking about, or are we just going to forget about it? <laughs> no, Kenny's going to Honda. We know that. We've known that forever. Uh, I know. Oh, I just oh. watch it on TV, and it drives me nuts that everyone's like, oh, yeah, we're not going to talk about it. It's just this. Yeah, well, you know, the NASCAR guys do the same thing. They sign their deals early, and then no one really talks about it in NASCAR either. They like, talk about it. Yeah, they do. N- you mean the announcers or the drivers? Yeah, like every sport in the world they talk about, like, going. I mean, look at Lorenzo, dude. Like, Lorenzo announced his Ducati move in February or April, uh-huh. or, you know, May. Or, I don't even know when it was. When was it, J.D.? Like, it was early. Yeah, it was, it was race, well, pretty early. Race. I saw an interview with a NASCAR guy like that, that was driving for, like, Hendrick the next year. I don't know much about NASCAR, but he, he already signed his deal for the, some cup team, and he said, I'm not talking about that all year. Like, obviously, all the announcers were talking yeah, but about they, it, but, but the driver said, I'm out. Like, Chase Elliott, like, they announced Chase Elliott, like, a year ago. Look at Clint Boyer. Clint Boyer, they announced that he's going to Stuart Haas a whole year. Like, he's not even on Stuart no, Haas this year, but, but yet they announced it last year. Like, just our sport's so lame like that, I think. Oh, I know. I've asked Kenny directly. You know, he's like, yeah, he's like, I, don't wanna, I can't talk about it. I'm just I like, wrote a whole article today talking about the move. I'm not scared. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not scared. either. I've been saying it for a long yeah. time. We were so. talking about yeah. it months ago when we were off air. Yeah, yeah. Even no, before no, it's, it was it's happened. Someone told me in front of a bunch of riders in Florida, Kenny was like, uh, yeah, the Honda's going to be great next year. Like <laughs> like a bunch of dudes that, yeah. like, like, not like AC, but like. Does Kenny strike you as someone who cares? No, no, no. <laughs> I think so, he may care, Chad, yeah. and he may care the least yeah. of anybody. I yeah. think it's going to be interesting, you know, like, why are we talking about I think it's going to be interesting, you know, if there's any corporate company out there that has a pretty corporate image, it's obviously, you know, Honda and Yamaha being the two big ones. But uh, <laughs> I'd like to know who's going to clean up his uh, social skills. You mean talking about saying he got shithoused? Oh, <laughs> on Saturday well, night, or he, that, that that being one, and then today he threw out an f bomb, and it just oh yeah. I yeah. mean, I'm good with it. That doesn't bother me at all. But no. like, I actually think it's kind of cool because it's like it's just you know, I mean, he's it's German, real. so English is not his first. Yeah, but it's what he thinks, and he yeah. just the only thing I don't like it, about right? it. The only thing I don't like about it is like little kids read it. That's the only thing yeah. I, don't, I don't love. He he, and he told a guy on Instagram to suck his nuts or yeah, something stuff like that. Yeah. I can handle it as an adult. I think it's funny. Yeah, but little kids that are impressionable read it. I'll be really surprised that he can get away with that when he goes to Honda. You know. Yeah, I know. I, I um, that they're gonna tighten down the hatchet. I did uh, some press releases for Shorty years ago, and he went and he gave me a quote about how he crashed hard in the heat race. Got a shot at the Asterix truck and felt much better for the main event. And I put those quotes in the press release. And Honda freaked out. Honda's like, yeah. "Can you just put aspirin? Just put aspirin." I'm like, "It's the Asterix truck. Like, it's fine. It's legal. They're real doctors. Can't we can't do that? We can't say shot. We can't." Just like, all right, okay. You didn't say he took a shot. He got a shot. Yeah, I got a shot. I, I, can, <laughs> I can put aspirin if you'd like, guys. But you know, um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so uh, are we doing uh, a chase format in Supercross? Do we know? I believe it's been. Yeah, I mean, I actually, I personally don't know a hundred percent, but from from my talkings and everything like that, I believe it's going to come. Yes. Yeah, I think so too. It makes me. I'm not that. I don't love it, but I'm not that against it. I hope that they do. My hope is that they do a minimum of eight races. Like I. I from yeah. what I understand, it, it's going to be like a five race shootout. I heard I, five I too. Love, yeah. I don't love that idea. I think that, like, 
over 17 races is going to make it a five-race series. Five's too I, short. I don't love... Too small of a sample size. Well, I think... I think minimum should be eight, you know, like... If you have one mistake in five races, you're done. Yeah, Dude, one mistake and you're done. No, look, it's a 17-race series, so take half. Go seven or eight. I mean, that's not exactly half, but you know what I mean. And you can tell the difference. I mean, if I I, I know that you're not a NASCAR guy, Mathis, but, like, dude, the way that those guys race is so lame and boring these days. It's pretty boring, you know, like they... Mm -hmm. You know, once they're in the chase, once they get that one win, it just like all the focus turns to three months away when they're, you know, like look at Jimmy Johnson, you know, like the team's just going through this massive, you know, testing procedure and like turning the car upside down, basically seeing what they can find. And he's like totally sucking it up for the last two months. But yeah, but when we go racing, you know, drop the green flag for well, you know the first race of the chase he'll be right there you know well so maybe we don't make don't it know. maybe we don't make it if you get a win you don't get in like that doesn't make it yeah you know I mean? I, and i yeah. don't know the procedure right, i don't right, know right. what they're gonna do you know i don't know if they're gonna do something like that but just i hope it's a minimum of eight i really do yeah. you know like I, I would i'd be bummed if they they cut it down to five the way our sport works anyway if you win a race you're gonna be in anyway pretty that's, much yeah, unless you're some, there's not some weirdo guy that no. wins a race you know that's the only thing would be like like canard comes in wins a couple of races then gets hurt unfortunately well it, injury is the only yeah, exception yeah, yeah. you don't get the right. outlier guy that right. just happens to catch the lucky dog and get in there and then has it you know gets yeah. tires at the end or whatever yeah no you're right that about that happen. um so that should be interesting um i had one more uh coops number uh great radio right here uh, just go over the notes on air if you could <laughs> I, had awesome. I had one more i can't remember uh but actually travis has a you didn't you didn't write it down uh, no he came to me just when i was, he was we counting talking. on his fingers like he had a i have it written down and then i had another one came to mind <laughs> but travis has a question for jt and it pertains to to uh, uh chad so travis what the, a, a guy tweeted us this question this tweet was from randy uh, uh it said jt did you and the rest of of the crew and chad get along right away when you first started writing together were you Team Ferry or were you Team Reed, JT? Uh, I mean, I didn't really know Chad, so I'd known Timmy forever. So, right. of course, yeah, I mean, I you know, I was just lucky to be riding with Chad. Or, you know, Timmy started riding with him a little bit, and yeah. I kind of just tagged along. So, of course, yeah, I knew Timmy better. And then, luckily, it just worked out. And, and anybody at that level needs – you need people to ride with. You know, like, you, you can't go out and just moto down by yourself all mm-hmm. the time and expect to do well. So – you know, my when, I was, Ch- when Chad and Timmy weren't speaking when they were mad at each other, where did you ride? That was before Chad had moved. I think forward that was all. Oh, was uh, it? Yeah, but I think no. It was kind of like, but I think that you were riding with Seb then. Oh, he was Team Seb. Uh, <laughs> Seb was already kind of done. Well, depends when you when you were living with Timmy. Yes, you're right. And then yeah, but I, I want to say that because uh, me and Timmy kind of had. I wouldn't call it a falling out. Well, ah, a little, little bit. bit. Yeah. It was more just like, I mean, it was just everything was too close. We lived together. We had the same trainer, same gear, same team. Like, it was just all too much. Well, and you're trying to beat each um, other on the weekend. Well, I think Timmy Timmy felt like he showed Chad a lot of things, and then all of a sudden he started getting beat by Chad. Well, that's that's why <laughs> right. that's why you get guys. Like, there's always, you know, the, the lead B. guy, yeah, yeah, you know, and yeah. then hopefully you have guys that are decent enough that can push you on some level, but they're not competitive with you, and you can all work right. towards the same goals. Where yeah. Timmy and Chad, uh, yeah, Chad was winning, but Timmy was – Envious yeah, of that position, yeah. you know. Yeah, absolutely. In Timmy's defense, like he kind of got the short end of the stick a lot too. You know, like, uh, you know, like I came in and obviously I was the new 
the new guy, but like I had options where he didn't really have options, you know, like I think that at that point in time, Mm -hmm. you know, we've talked about it before, but like the bike was really scary and, you know, like I had options to try it. And then like the first day it bogged, I was out, you know, where the first day, you know, it bogged for him and (laughs) it happened all the time, you know, like, but like I, I jumped off it right away for Supercross. And and I think that that really drove him crazy, you know. Like I think that that mm-hmm. I don't think that like it like I was able to do things that that he really wanted to do but wasn't able to do maybe. And and then when he did do it, it didn't really work out the way it was planned. And um, no, I think that was really it. But um, I, my first memory of JT is like I want to say like like oh four or five. Like don't like I think it was past the whole me and Timmy incident. Oh, okay. All right, yeah, I wasn't sure how that went. Oh, yeah, down. I didn't really start riding with Timmy again till like '04. Because you were Team Seb, yeah. Team Timmy, Team Chad, different compounds. <sighs> no, yeah, I, I mean to Team Seb because me and Timmy had a bit of a falling out in '03, and then we were all good after that. Yeah. No, I, I mean Timmy. I remember when uh, Timmy came back and you got yelled at by RC at Salt Lake? Yeah. Um, yeah. That was kind of like the beginning of me and Timmy. Right. Well, it. and then he, he saw he saw Spencer wearing a 22 hat, and he's like, what the F? I pay Spencer, and he's wearing a 2-2 yeah. hat. You know, now he's mad at that, and he's just very angry yeah, at a lot of yeah. things. <laughs> mad yeah, at JT for uh, putting a rut in his practice track one time. <laughs> Wouldn't speak to yeah. JT for, for weeks. So. A month. No, it was a long time. A month. It was a long time. <laughs> yeah. I was calling, I was calling at a payphone in Europe. Leaving voicemails. Mathis, do you remember? Uh, were you there when we were testing and I uh, something was wrong with the bike? Uh, and, and the bike and the bike dropped into gear. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's that was the final straw. Houston, that was Houston. No, no, no. At, at, in, oh. in Florida, we were having problems with the trannies uh, engaging uh, when you revved them and they, they vibrated. And Chad came in and went inside Timmy's garage. Oh, yeah, and it burned out. And it burned. It went, yeah. It locked yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, thing, yeah, the thing jumped in the gear. And <laughs> yeah. Off. Garage yeah. floor was the a touchy mark, subject. Hey, the mark's still there. Awesome. And, and Gothic was so – everyone was mad at Chad. And Timmy was mad at Chad. Chad was mad at the bike. Everyone was so mad. The tensions were so high. Gothic took a Sharpie because it was – remember, it was a um, it pebble-like uh, layer. Yeah, yeah. Gothic took a Sharpie. He was like, look, it's good as new. It's good as new. <laughs> He's trying to, like, like smooth everybody, everybody over. <laughs> <laughs> Gothic, it is not as good as new. Um, yeah, I was there. And then uh, he was mad, too, because there was a Thor photo shoot. I wasn't there for that day, but there was a Thor photo shoot, and everybody's waiting on Chad. Chad <laughs> and everybody's waiting. The track's prepped, and Chad rolls up. and they're... Chad's on his own time. Chad, <laughs> yes. t- Chad time. Chad time. Everyone knows us. Exactly. So yeah. he was all mad for you making everybody wait, and then you ruined his garage floor, and then that was it. That was the end of it. So... <laughs> Um, but when you first bought your place in uh, in in Dade down the road there, um, was Burner around then or no? no. Burner was on in you know, Georgia still. Burner was still in Cali. No. Cali, I think. okay. Yeah. yeah, no, Burner was. Yeah, when I first, yeah, Burner was probably still in Cali. I don't think yeah. Burner moved to Georgia until like maybe because oh, okay. he didn't meet Danny till oh. Club Club Two Six, wasn't it? I want to say oh eight. Oh okay. It was six or seven, I thought. Was was Club Two yeah, Six? Yeah, maybe you're right. Club Two Six, the Daytona. Right, right. Nine, something like that. But yeah, um, Berna moved down here in eleven, I think. Ten, eleven. 11 That's 11. why, like, talking about the Timmy and Chad thing, like summer of ten. I always thought Roxon and Villapoto would butt heads that one year. I'm like, that's not going to work. Yeah. Well, I think that was 
that was inevitable. As Roxon improved, I think they would. Yeah, and then RV was just out, pieced out, and or yeah, Roxon yeah. pieced out first. Yeah, uh, but I was like, that's not going to work. Those two guys. I think it would. You know, yeah. look at where Kenny's at now. Right. Kenny was the new kid coming up, yeah. and I think in that short time frame, it worked well because RV was the guy. Kenny was coming. They built off each other. You know, and that's what Alden. I think Alden kind of wanted, but. Mm-hmm. You, if you took those two guys now, if RV was still racing there, there's no way they could work together. No, 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 no. Yeah. it doesn't work out. Yeah, I so. mean, I even, I don't know how true it is, but you even hear a little bit of rumblings of the whole stew and I mean, uh, Dungeon Anderson, not necessarily yeah. on that whole situation. Yeah, yeah, I've heard the same thing. Again, I don't know how true it is, but yeah, that it just happens, yeah. right? So, um, well, hey, yeah. Chad, uh, thank you for coming on tonight. Appreciate it. Um, nice always to catch up with you and, and talk, uh, whether what, whatever you're doing, talk about that or talk about the sport or anything else. And uh, we'll see you. Uh, I'll be at Glen Helen, and I'll, I'll see you there. So, All right. I'll see you there. Um, and, uh, and, yeah, have fun. And uh, thanks, buddy. Thank you. Later, boys. Right, see, see, you. see you, Chad. Uh, Chad Reed, everybody, uh, on the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Uh, brought to you by RoostMX.net. RoostMX.net. Use the code Pulp Nation to save 20% on uh, on that. And uh, always a good interview. Yeah. Right? I mean, I will, I think Connor contributed the most to yes. that. I did, I was, I'm in shock. That was so cool. That's Chad Reed. Uh, <laughs> well, he was he's, not, he's not that cool. He's, he's not, not that cool, no. no. And, no. He was, and he was kind of talking no, shit on you. Right. Yeah, yeah. You well, know, Willoughby, Willoughby yeah. issues. So. They're, well, they're friends. They've met each other and stuff, sure. so. Now, Willoughby tweets me every now and then, so he's a listener. Yeah, Sam's into it. Yeah. He, like, DMs me on Twitter and stuff. Uh, we're, we're cool. And then the Canadian – so, yeah, Pulp Mech Show with a big big presence in the men's oh, yeah. individual And not, not only Pulp Mech, just motocross in general. Move the mic closer to you. Um, um, He'll do what he wants. He has a gold medal. You <laughs> no, show, I know. You, you show didn't. your face. <laughs> Moto in general? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. You're right. Yeah. Actually, just take the whole show. <laughs> um, no, uh, Marvin Moussians, his best friend yeah. is the French guy who uh, won the seedings. Um Oh, you is know, it Daudette? Daudette, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're best friends. Oh, they are? Yep. Oh, yeah. And uh, most BMXers are huge fans of moto. I mean, right. BMX was, I mean, the, orig- the original reason there was the sport is it was yeah. kids trying to copy the motocross guys on their bikes, on their stingrays. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so most um, of us are still fans. Track looks sick, was it, or no? It was the first time I've ever ridden anything green. So the first day was a bit weird, okay. you know, getting, like, the, the vision part of it down. Yep. But after that, it was great. Was I loved it. Depth perception different? A little bit, yeah. yeah. They had to paint white lines on the um, tops of all the lips and everything like that so oh, we could kind of okay. see. Um, um, but, no, the track was great. That step up, at a, I mean, the video probably doesn't know justice. It was huge. big, right? Yeah. yeah. It, it was some big jumps out there. Uh, was that one of the biggest things you've seen on, on a course? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. The course was downhill, so they were able to make jumps bigger. Uh, and the crazy thing is, is they could have made them even bigger with how much speed we were carrying yeah, yeah. out there. Damn, it was cool. Gold medal. <laughs> oh, you were you're downplaying it all day. Like, yeah, gold medal. Big deal. Um, big deal. I'm like, hey, dude, you're so right. You're getting the, does, you got the does, words right. I don't the, know if you're... Does the goal? Does this make you a ton of money? Like, is your is, is your whole thing like no? But I mean, is it a massive thing? It's like, the biggest thing in our sport. It's a, it's uh, it's huge. It'd be like U.S. U.S. Olympic team pays you right yeah. for, for for it. Like you get a bonus. Yeah, right? You get a bonus, then you get taxed on it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, um, Ralph Warren has some money open. I'm just. I saw in the news Ralph Warren has some money open. <laughs> I'm so sponsored by them. Oh, you already are. Oh, yeah, Dial. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, you need to get a raise because yeah. they just fired yeah. Ryan Lockheed. <laughs> Speedo. How do you feel about Speedo? Um, <laughs> I might need to get a tan. A mattress company. What about a mattress company? They also let him go. <laughs> they did. Yeah. They did. He lost everything, man. Yeah. Uh, were you with him that night or no? No. <laughs> I was not with him. I was not. Uh, that was what I heard. You know, yeah. You know, it was it was crazy being in the village because uh, there's no TV there, so we couldn't catch the news or anything. Yeah, yeah. And you, so you would just hear rumors kind of floating around through what was going on. And, 
Yeah, it was it was nuts. Apparently, it almost became an international incident between you know Brazil yeah. and the U.S. and they had to get governments involved. Oh, jeez, did you? It was nuts. Did you see Usain Bolt in the village? I didn't this time. I saw him in London. Oh, okay, but he, I don't think he stayed in the village this time. Right. The track and field was about an hour and a half from the okay. village. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they stay I think closer. stayed closer to that. Yeah, you should have got on the NBA boat. That's where it's at. That's yeah. where the party was. Yeah, yeah. yeah really, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm sure it was. All right. <laughs> hey, right into our next guest. Chad Reed, of course, was on, and we thank him. Uh, hot cams. A lot of privateers in the pits use hot cams uh, for the, getting the extra power they need. Uh, check out uh, hotcamsinc.com. Check out, type out hotcams2016. Unleash the power within with a set of cams, or one cam if you got a Honda. Uh, the leader in design and development of, of dirt bike camshafts. This guy's cams were wide open at Bud's Creek, and uh, he took his first uh, AMA national win. Wacko Zach Osborne. What's up, Zach? What's happening, dudes? We got a gold medal winner in here. Connor Fields won BMX gold at Rio, and he's in studio. I know. I was. I saw uh, he retweeted the the tweet that we're all going to be on the show, but I clearly didn't read it right. And uh, so when I saw that, I was like, "Dang, dude! Connor Fields just retweeted that. Like, that's sick." And, uh, <laughs> and then I found out he's in the studio. Yeah, so, he's in studio. Yeah. yeah, it's uh, you guys are fly athletes together. Oh, sick. I'm trying to get him to leave the gold medal here, like exchange for a jersey or an old JT chest protector, but it's not working out. You could just give him the deed to your house. Yeah. I actually looked it up the other day because me and my dad were arguing about it. Um, my dad was trying to tell me that they're real chunks of gold, and I'm like, Dad, come on. No, an, I think there's no, an ounce, right? I, no, so what it is, the gold and the silver, they're both primarily made out of silver, but the gold is just coated with a little bit of gold. It's like 2% gold. It's just the outside. Oh, wait a minute. I if they it made, was gold. If, no, well, if, yeah, they made, uh, if they made it full gold, uh-huh. it would be like twenty five grand a yeah. metal, and they've got to give out a bunch of them. Whatever, bro. Yeah, what <laughs> it's like 1,500 an ounce like or something was, for gold right now. 25 grand worth of metal, and I was like, no. I think it's like maybe like five hundred. So I think I closer, but I think that the gold, gold metal, it doesn't even matter what. It is. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. <laughs> well, here's here's a funny thing. The gold, is, I think it costs about eight to nine hundred bucks to make. The silver is like six or seven hundred, and the bronze is four dollars. Oh no way! It's just pure <laughs> yeah, copper. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is four dollars. Jeez. <laughs> Nick, um, Nick Long's probably like, I'll take whatever. Yeah. I'll give you four dollars right now. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hey, Zach, congrats on the win, man. Uh, a great ride. Nice to see you win. We talked about it after the race, but and you talked about it in the Racer X interview, but literally, it's funny, like 2006 Bud's Creek, you know, you get the big lead, uh, you get tired, you drop back, Pingree starts the snack pack thing, and then you come 10 years later and you win the national there, and, and hey, and you rode to the front in both motos. It's, uh, I just think it's a nice little symmetry thing. Um, yeah, just, just great. Good job, man. Congrats. Thank you. Yeah, I mean it was um it was cool. I I actually almost won the overall there last year with the 3 uh, what would have been a 3-3, but I lost my goggles and went 3-5 for fourth. So, um I was close to it last year and I was like, "Man, that would have been really cool and mm-hmm. you know whatever, but to to do it, you know, kind of emphatically this year with a win in the in the moto and yeah. um and kind of pull away there at the end was pretty cool. It's cool to see, you know, especially after the, the bad bad luck with the bike problems and all that stuff going on. Yeah, like weeks five ago. five DNS, I think you've yeah. had Zach, and uh, and your lowest point was probably Unadilla. You know, the two DNS for sure. And, I mean, I had, I had a meltdown at Unadilla. I'm not gonna lie, I was <laughs> I was bummed out. Um, that was, you know, those two motors were my fourth DNS in three weeks, and um, yeah, I mean, and it wasn't even anything that. 
anyone could answer or, or, you know, give me an immediate, this is what happened for, mm-hmm. um, I mean, it was just, it was frustrating for everyone involved. So to come back and win after that was, was pretty awesome, um, way for the te- team to rebound and just get the ball rolling back in the right direction. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's really funny how that works. I just the whole thing about and like you said, you're at the, you're at the lowest moment, and then you win the next week. Um, if you you know if you really give yourself some points from uh, uh, those DNFs, and I mean ifs, buts, and candies and nuts and all that stuff, but if you give yourself points, you're right in the mix uh, for second place in the, in the in the title. Yeah, I mean, I I'll always hindsight twenty twenty and. You can look back and say what if this and that and the other, but I've I've been in contention, you know, at the front quite a bit this year, and um, it, it is what it is at this point. I mean, can't go back and can't can't take those points back. So, um, yeah, that's a little bit of a bummer, but at the same time, I've had a very positive year, and um, and I feel like we're on the up and up now. Hot Cam's bringing you uh, rock star husky Zach Osborne. Hotcamsinc.com. Um, please uh, check them out and uh, use a discount code 702-586-PULP. you got a question for uh, Zacho about, uh, about this Bud's Creek win or um, perhaps some off-road questions. Go I've, ahead. I've got a question for him. Yeah. How, how is he going to keep the momentum rolling here? We're finishing up the, the outdoor season. A few months from now, Supercross starts. How are you going to keep that momentum rolling into Supercross? Uh, we got a lot of races planned for the off-season. I know Steve's going to be really surprised and excited with that, but... Um, <laughs> Obviously, Monster Cup, and then I'm doing the the Manufacturers Cup in Germany. And, and, um, and just to be hopefully. clear, just to be clear, Zacho volunteered. I want to go to Germany. <laughs> Only Zach Osborne would be the guy to be like, "Yeah, I'll go. Sure." Why I would. I would have went. I would have went. Yeah, for sure. JT would have been there all day, dude. Wow, they might have paid ten dollars. JT chases do- chases dollars. I would have went for less than that. <laughs> would you went for four dollars or a bronze medal? Definitely a bronze medal. Yeah, <laughs> for a bronze medal. Um. Yeah. So, uh, what else are you gonna do? You gonna do anything else? No. Um, actually, I'm I'm gonna make the move to Florida this year. Whoa! Um, in the off season, so um, that's gonna be pretty pretty big and uh, kind of a you know a big change for me. So, um, just gonna try to keep where, keep things headed in the right direction, like you said. Where are you gonna live? Who are you gonna train with? What's gonna happen? I don't know yet. I can't tell you. All, I can't tell you all this. Sounds stuff. like he's gonna be Baker Factory. Yeah. Congratulations on the Baker Factory. That's good. What? That'll be fun. That'll, that'll be fun. What? Um, say that. You're not good at this game, Zach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, you're really not. Go ahead. You're fast on a dirt bike. <laughs> um, I can't lie. That'll be good. No, yeah. Um, uh, um, because the KTM Husky thing always has an yeah. alliance. There was some talk of Al- Alex Martin doing that. I heard, but then now you know, kind of got ratray a little Who bit. Who talked you into that, that Roxon? Yeah, he, he he called me. He was like, "Roxon's like, it. you got to get on this program." <laughs> JT, you got to stop it. Why? He's, he's pissed at you. That's fine. He's pissed at I'm you. I'm allowed to have an opinion. Jerk off. Yeah, he's not happy with JT. Who's pissed, Kenny or yeah. Alden? Kenny. Kenny's pissed that JT keeps bringing up that you know leaving Alden was a terrible I, move. I've tweeted about Conor McGregor. I didn't even mention Kenny. It had yeah. nothing to do with Kenny. He was waiting. Bro. Well, I think the he's like know, a the 30, 30 beers he had that night probably you know influenced his. Tweeting, but he that's like all right. A, he was like a he was like a puma ready to pounce at any hey, comment by you. I, in honestly, I would have had double the beers he had if I ever even came close to winning a title. Yeah, but he, I think he's very sensitive to him leaving Alden. I'm sure he took heat for it, uh, but 
man, I mean, what more do you want? He went out and stomped everybody this year. So he should be the one having the last laugh right now. So he can rest easy with that. Um, yeah, I think that stuff's kind of, I don't know, like a little bit trivial to, to be arguing on Twitter over, you know? Like, I agree. Yeah. Especially in the, in the way, like in the way it came about, like you said, tweeting about McGregor, like just who cares, you know? I definitely well, didn't mean anything towards Ken Roxon when I was tweeting about <laughs> oh, Conor <you> McGregor. <laughs> you didn't have an ulterior motive? No, me tweeting about UFC had nothing to do with Ken Roxon. But honestly, I mean, again, and I've been a guy that's been like, ah, whatever. I'm not as, as pro Alden Baker as JT. But at the same time, if you want to count the scoreboard, uh, four titles up for grabs since he left Baker, uh, three of them to Ryan Dungey, one of them to him. So if you do want to point to the scoreboard, yeah, and I don't think I don't want to, but I don't I'm think just those saying. are attributable right. to each other too much. But whatever, I mean, it yeah. is what it is. You know, like Kenny, Kenny made the best decision for Kenny, and that's all he really needs to worry about. And Zacho so. made the best decision for Zacho. Right. Everybody has to make their own decisions. Right. No one can tell you what's best for you right. other than you. Uh, Zacho, back to Bud's Creek. A uh, little sandy this year, huh? Really? I thought in some turns it looked pretty sandy. I I felt like it was. Mm, less wet than other years. Yes, and maybe a I agree little with more that. Hard. I agree with that. They don't. Uh, they didn't walk. Like, remember how buds? Like the last few years, I don't know if it's rain during the week or their prep, but it is so ripped up, watered for the first practice. I've ridden in every way yeah, possible. It's like yeah. Typically, I mean, most all of the tracks, even if it doesn't rain, they're going to be muddy, at least for the first practice, if not throughout practice. And this year. I was kind of a little bit nervous that it was going to be really hard packed because when we went out in the first practice, it was mm-hmm. like really, really good, you know, which is kind of not typical. I mean, you can look at the times from, you know, normally the second practice is, is going to be faster. Yeah. And this weekend, um, I mean, it was like a, a couple tenths faster than, mm-hmm. than the first practice, which sometimes it's four or five seconds faster in the second practice. Right. Can't help but notice, Sacco, uh, you won your first moto at High Point. You won uh, Bud's Creek. Uh, you didn't do any off-road stuff in the off-season. You didn't go to ISDE in the jungles of Africa. You didn't do GNCCs. You didn't do any of that stupid stuff. You focused on motocross, and now you got wins. And so this sort of validates my theory on you. Of course you would notice that. I'm just saying, bro. You concentrate. When you're done and retired, you can do all that dumb stuff, and then, uh, uh, you know, so. Come on. I mean, I just, you know, you paid to race motocross, and now it's paying off for you. You're winning. I'm um, paid to promote Husqvarna. Hey, so you signed for two years with them again? Uh, we're still working on it, most likely. What do you mean you're still working on it? I thought it was done. It. Uh. JT, is their fly deal done? Uh, are they going to be back on fly? Uh, I would assume so, yeah. Yes, uh, okay. it was a three-year deal, I think. Oh, okay. All right. How's, how is Maybe the fly stuff? Do you like? No, you're right. How do you like the fly stuff, J- uh, Zacho? I really like it. Um, we have had killer luck with the gear. It's super durable, and I mean, yeah, I don't have any complaints other than Rockstar makes us wear the same gear all the time. Yeah, we have. Some, we're working on that. I think you're going to have some more options for next year. So yeah, yeah I, nobody nobody wins like in that scenario. Plenty of good looking yeah. stuff that we don't get. To we're not we're now. not pumped on that either. Trust Perhaps me. Rockstar could make their logo just a little bit bigger. <laughs> just a little bigger. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I don't think it it's big enough. A little bit bigger. I, I would feel like it was. Different more often. I don't know. The space shuttle called. They can't see it, so maybe make it bigger. <laughs> you know? Um, hey, let's get to some phone calls here. Uh, Fred, what's up, Fred? You got a question or a story uh, for Zacho? No, first off, uh, just congratulations. It was really great to see him come through. Preach. That was really 
really awesome. There was that. Dude, I don't think, hey, Fred, I don't Thank think you. anybody, like, is there anybody besides Amart and maybe AC that was like, fuck, Zach won? Was anybody like that? They were mad about yeah, it? Yeah, they were mad about Zach winning. Like, maybe Ping? I think he's let it go. <laughs> I think Amart was probably bummed he didn't win because they tied. No, I said Amart or oh. AC. Besides uh, Amart and AC. Webb, because he's always bitter. If he he's always, win. yeah, he's just yeah. pissed at no matter what. Yeah, yeah. Pissed at life. Kenny, probably, because he, now he's going to Alden. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? It was a really good win. I think everybody was happy for you, except for those guys that, that finished right behind you. So. Yeah. yeah, I felt yeah, like... And I, and I, I had a little story about his dad at the very first uh, Muddy Creek National. Okay, let's hear it. I was, I was happy to be standing by him in the second moto, and Roxon and Tomac were kind of going at it or whatever, and I was kind of like cheering for Roxon. And then all of a sudden, this guy beside me just... Hits me in the shoulder. I'm like, okay. And he goes, cheer for the Americans. I'm like, what? And it was Zach's dad later. He, apologized. Oh. he goes, man, I'm sorry, but it was it was funny. He was he was really into it. Yeah, these colors don't run. We got American. <laughs> it was cool. I thought it was great. We got American gold medalists in studio right now. There you go, bro. Um, it was great. Thanks, Fred. Glad for Zach, man. Think it's super, and y'all have a great show. We love it. Take care. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Doesn't your dad owe me some money, Zach? Zach, you there? We lost Wacko. Great radio. <laughs> He's gone. You're asking him about money. He's out of here, bro. He's gone to Baker's Factory already. <laughs> He's already taken off. He's on the road bike. Yeah. Try to get him back, Trav, if you can. Um, um, anyways, yeah. It, I, like I said, though, I think it was a real feel-good victory. Like, everybody was pumped that Zach brought it home. Well, yeah. You know? He's one of the guys that everybody can't help but cheer for, I think. Kind of, Always right? does the right thing. Always says the right thing. Yeah. Tries hard. Been doing it a long time. Right. Yeah, I remember last time I was here, we were doing a pre-show for the motocross season, talking about the outdoors, mm-hmm. and you were you were preaching that Zach was going to win some races. You're, you were I was, saying, yeah, I've been saying you know, that every year. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you were right this time. To be fair, uh, welcome back, Zach. Um, yeah, sorry about that, but my dad told me actually Fred's story, and I'm like, Dad, you can't you can't just do that to like any random person in the crowd. Like you're going to end up because he's all about that. Like everyone should cheer for only Americans. So I'm like, Dad, eventually somebody, you're going to come across the wrong guy and he's not going to agree and you, he's going hey, to give you a pound. Uh, how do you say Kenny's dad's name? Hiko? Heiko? Papa. Heiko. You, you hit Papa <laughs> on the shoulder and say that. He looks like he'll throw down. Papa looks like he would throw down. You think so? Yes. I don't Papa yeah, with, the, sure. short, with really? the short shorts. Yeah, Papa will throw yeah. down. All right. um, doesn't your dad owe, owe me money, Zacho? I don't think so. Because Hurlings did not win Lomo. I think that was the bet. I don't know. Hit him up. He crashed. Well, he was fast as hell. You're not getting any money. You're not even American. Beat it. <laughs> yes, that's not going to pay me. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Connor, uh, what were you saying? We right might before? tell you to oh. go back to Canada. I know. I got to get my citizenship. I got to work on that. I got everything. I'm you working still on have it. citizenship? No, I'm kind of working Aren't on it. Aren't you married? Yeah, but you still just a green card. Um but before, Zacho, before we got around, Connor, what were you saying? I was... Oh, I was just saying, uh, last time I was on the show, Zach, we were doing a preview for the motocross season, and just, you know, they were just talking about who they think was going to do well, and, and Steve was backing you. He was saying that you were going to win some races. Yeah, Steve's typically a, a supporter of everything I do, except anything that's um, not motocross or supercross, which I don't really do that much anymore. So no, nope. and that's a pretty why. big fan, and that's why you're good again. To be fair, <laughs> to be fair, he also he also said that Tim Ferry was going to win supercrosses this past season. <laughs> yes, that's a good point. Yeah, some of it, some of his uh, 
credibility is questionable, but right. he is a Zach supporter. No, I am. I, I've been there for you. If Steve Dixon never brings you to Anaheim for those three races or four races or whatever you did, do you think you come back to America? Hmm. I don't know. That's a that's a really good question. I mean, uh, I know it is. That's um, why I do this job. I'm good at it. <laughs> uh, I I can't answer that. I. I don't think who who is going to call you. His dad, uh, come back to America. Who's going to call? Like if they don't, if you don't show up in Anaheim and put her on the box in one of those races, no one's going to be like, you know what? I need the Turkey GP winner over here ASAP. Actually, believe it or not, um, that before at the end of 2011, I had lined up a deal with um, with Dave Gallen, which was then Rockstar Suzuki, um, to come back. And Steve, like, stomped his feet and cried and made me stay. And then during that time, as part of not leaving, I made him commit to the the four races that we did. Oh, clever. I'm pretty sure that I could have done it, but it definitely made it easier to sort of showcase my skills. Right, right. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, there's a question of, you know. That bike was fast. Uh, yeah, Zach was, Yamaha, Yamaha? Oh, yeah. was fast. Oh, yeah. I remember there was like an on-off that guys were kind of struggling with, and Zaka was like, Rah! yeah, over, later, you know? Um, but, uh, yeah, it's uh, – it's, uh, are you going to look for revenge this this fall in the two-stroke nationals or no? Two-stroke race? No. That's over no, with? That, okay. Yeah, that's over with. Remember Zacho showed up on a two-stroke at Glen Helen uh, for two-stroke nationals? No. That was, Who beat him, Sleater? Uh, supposed to be a really fun day, but it turned out to be really not fun. <laughs> <laughs> you were what immediately regretting it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Zach Osborne. Hey, Alessi was really good that day. Like, like Mike Alessi from the Super Mini Days was there. I'm telling you. It was pretty dang crazy. Speaking of Alessi, I got a crazy phone call today from... Someone's like, dude, I think Stewart's going to Moto Concepts. Was it Tony? I was just no. going to say, was it Tony? <laughs> no, it was not Tony. <laughs> you had me at crazy. I just remembered it. I'm just like, what? <laughs> Stu to Moto Concepts? Which would be so genovic. I just get a Didn't Braden go in there? No. He's not going there. Well, it's not done. Yeah, it's not done. Well, I thought he was going there, though. What about Stu? I, I, that, that is an implosion of epic proportions. It's so Genova-ish. Big James, little James, Genova, and Tony Alessi walk into a bar. <laughs> and just you just go with you go just from go there. With it, you right. just go from there. Exactly. There's no way that that's possible, is it? I think it's possible. That's a very Genova-y thing to do. I'm going to write yeah, a check, motherfuckers. I I mean, I could see it happening. They right? have Hondas. Stu wants to be on a Honda. Genova has money to burn. <laughs> <laughs> be, be epic. Yeah. Hey, Crazier things have happened. Hey, after all these DNFs, uh, uh, Zacho, me being a former top tuner in the sport, um, how's Feeney been holding up? Because these things aren't his fault, and he's your mechanic, and Feeney's been in the job for a long time. How, how's his sanity? Uh, good after the weekend. After Unadilla, I was concerned maybe he should have been on Suey Watch, but right. he's back now. And um, yeah. That's good. good. I think he's doing good. He's seen his fair share. And actually, uh, my win at the weekend was his first outdoor win, too. So that was pretty cool. Really? Feeney never won an outdoor? Yeah. Wow. I'm, yeah. I'm surprised. I couldn't believe it either. Like, he's yeah. been at it for like 69 years now, and yeah. he's still, you know, 
Only one one outdoor. I know. I need to do a podcast with the guy. I gotta catch up. He's done a lot. Um, and he's I, got some good stories, dude. Yeah, I don't know if you could tell a them lot all, of on, a, on a podcast. He worked for Factory Phil. That's alone is enough stories right there. <laughs> right. Um, in the box van days. Right. Yeah. Exactly. No, he worked for Phil for for a number of years. So, uh, hey, Indiana this weekend, and then um, both GPS for you. Neither GP. You can. He's riding four feet. He'd have to ride four fifty. Remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. He's not a, enough time to test. Yeah. Never mind. I asked you it's that. Your own interview. I know. I forgot. Um, Indiana, good track though, right? Looking forward to it. Yeah. It's a yeah, Zacco track. It's a Zacco track. It really is. It it really is. Um, I I can compare it to mm, a little bit like Redbud. Um, kinda. I mean, I know that it's not that awesome uh, as Redbud, but it definitely the soil is kind of Redbudish and. Um, Gets rough, rutted, which is my forte. Right. So yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. I, I did decent there last year. I don't, I don't remember what I got, but dude, this, um, I feel like this, my form's good. And um, dude, I this think, this think win could be, be the this win could. You guys are all such mental cases that this win could really open the doors for you. It it could. <laughs> uh, Chris, welcome to the show. Uh, Zach Osborne brought to you by Hot Cams. Chris, what's your uh, what's your compliment for uh, Zach Osborne? I just want to tell Zach that he's uh, he's one of the most overlooked riders in the in the two fifty class. I mean, looking forward to seeing him seeing him tear it up next year. Thank you very much. All right, thanks, man. Anything else? Uh, no, that's it. Thanks. Okay. All right. Yep. No problem. Uh, yeah, Zach. I was really a Brady was gonna say like overrated, but he <laughs> overlooked. I was like, yes, we. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're like you're in. Zacho, who's gonna win between Hurlings and Cooper at Charlotte? Good question. Is Cooper racing the two fifty? Two fifty at Charlotte, <laughs> four fifty at Glen Helen. I think is the plan. What I was told anyway. What? Um, I I don't know. Probably Cooper. Because of Hurlings' injury, or just because the track, or what? What do you think? Um. Maybe a bit of both, but mm-hmm. I mean, in my opinion, Hurlings is only exceptional in the sand. I mean, he's ridiculously exceptional in the sand, but I mean, on other soils, he's, you know, pretty human. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, hey, Zacho, uh, thanks for coming on the stand, show. Oh, in the yeah. stand, there would be no it's over. contest. Yeah, I, yeah. I would. Not um, even a question. 100%. Don't even sweat it. Yeah. Uh, before we let you go, uh, Zacho, make sure you tell Marty I said hi next time you see him <laughs> at Indiana. Oh, yeah. Do you, do you want to do a podcast with him or something? Um, I asked him to come on the show through a, a friend, through a mutual friend. And, let uh, me find out. I got really the. Oh, he said no. Never mind. Okay. All right. Shocker. <laughs> Hey, uh, Zacho, thank you. Good luck. Uh, congrats on the win. Yeah, congrats, man. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, Connor, congratulations. That gold medal, that's something to be proud of. Dude. Uh, probably better, Appreciate probably it, man. better than Bud's Creek win. Tell your daddy's American. <laughs> Tell your daddy's American. Yeah, yeah. Connor yeah. Fields is American. <laughs> yeah, he's, American. <laughs> he's American. Tell your dad to back it. Stand down. <laughs> so, all right, thanks, buddy. Congrats again. I'm happy for you. Thank you, guys. See you later. All right. Uh, Zach Osborne, everybody, on the uh, Pulp Mech Show. Um, can you stay longer, or you got to yeah. go, or what's your deal? I, I don't have anything He's to do for quite a while, Who's going to tell him what to do? You flew in today. I arrived about <clears throat> 10.30 this morning, 
And uh, when did you leave Rio? Uh, well, okay, so we left the village yesterday at like 2 p.m. and it was it, it was six hours early at the airport and it took us four hours to get through security. There was over a hundred thousand people leaving Rio. Oh, it was nuts! Oh, man. oh my god! So it was that it would was, be the definition of hell on uh, earth. It was Brazilian terrible. security. And, well, and, and not only that, but it was just a bunch of hungover athletes, yeah, and nobody yeah. wanted to be there. Like, I've never been so excited to get on a plane, but then we got on the plane, and it was a three-hour wait in the runway because there were so many planes taken off. Oh. So, <laughs> but I got a gold medal, so I, yeah. just, I was just hanging out. I was all good. Honestly, you should just wear that every day. <laughs> never take it off. I'll just Walk yeah. around the mall, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Always. Um, so okay. I can stay. Okay. Are you going to yeah, let's go to commercial. Uh, we'll come back. Uh, we got no more guest schedule except for Donnie Emler uh, later on after eight thirty. So I want to talk to you about more about Rio, more about the race, everything else. Uh, let's talk some moto too. No, no, let's talk about the gold medal right. and and the uh, and everything else. Um, all right, everybody. Uh, Jason Thomas in studio. Happy to have JT here, as uh, of course. And uh, we'll be right back after this commercial break. Hey, this is the voice of Supercross Guy, and you're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Braden, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and, of course, your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulpamex. Pulpamex Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulpamex Show. Use coupon code Pulpamex when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 
through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica J.P. Money Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. For your Jeep, truck, or SUV, Gear Alloy is the choice of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC off-road racing team. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Race Tech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Racetech. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Michelin tires are back, people. MichelinMotorcycle.com. Michelin Starcross 5, brand new, available in hard, medium, soft, and sand. Uh, their off-road tires are some of the best ones out there, and they've revamped this whole lineup. There's no one who knows these tires better than our own, Chris Kiefer. When they're calling it comfort casing technology, what are they talking about? Is this a fancy marketing term or what? No, it's actually the carcass of the tire itself, so how much it flexes or how you know sidewall stiffness that you have when you come in the corners. And... What's cool about this tire is even from the previous version of the MH3, it gives more. So when you hit square edge or you're coming out of a corner with some bumps, it has some give to it. It's more comfort, so it doesn't feel so rigid. A lot of that has to do with the, the CCT. So you're telling me the comfort casing at the end of the day, maybe it helps you a little bit to have some suspension in tires. Yeah, obviously it's flexing a little bit, but also, too, when you come into corners, you don't want it to roll on you. So they've got that dialed in to where you come into a corner and you still have enough stiffness where it grabs and bites, but yet straight line, you have comfort. Hey, as a former factory mechanic, Kiefer, I know all about mounting tires, um, so no problem for me to mount anything. Right. Well, maybe not a moose. Uh, you found mounting these new Michelins uh, pretty easy, actually. Yeah, I'm a great test rider, but my mechanic skills are novice at best, so mounting the tire wasn't too bad. They sent me a bunch of tires to mount before testing, and I was out there busting in the garage, and normally you got to put some tires in the sun, let them soften up a little bit, but this... 
Um, the bead rolls on really nice. I didn't have to struggle. No curse words were, were sworn in the garage. So uh, it was a lot better for me, you know, putting these on. Four versions of this tire. They cover all the uses, key for reduced weight, comfort casing technology, mounting traction handling. They do it all. Starcross 5, MichelinMotorcycle.com. Thank those guys. Check them out at the local dealer people. These guys know tires and they know what they're doing. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition, all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest-growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brakes. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. X-Brand is continuing to focus on low cost and high quality in the new year. RCH Racing's Brock Tickle and Freddie Noren are on board with Matt Michalia, Daniel Baker, and a host of others to make up a motivated group. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct to the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW16 to save 30% now. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lee, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's unleash the power within works connection is proud to be a sponsor of pulp mx because just like you they're passionate and dedicated to the sport for over 23 years now they've been producing innovative products like their pro launch start device and the 123 easy build elite perch line just take a look around the ama pro pits and you'll see works connections proving ground for products under the canopies of yoshimura suzuki rch racing star racing and other top teams plus they now stock hints and clutch components peg armor arc levers and fasco products too Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Do you own a KTM like Anders Schwartz? Then listen up. 
can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience. We'll process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Hey, 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 hey. W-Wheels. Now that I got your attention, let's talk about wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo brakes. All the W-Wheels are built by the same guys, that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or XL. WUSA, used by Reed, Rocks, and Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF Racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. 
Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of JS7 and Chad Reed in the 2016 Supercross Series and rock a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, blue, black, silver, and now green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 and get 40% off your next order. 800-440-3559. VortexRacing.com or email Jake at VortexRacing.com and mention the PULPMX show. Hey guys, it's Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Motor Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimira Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm, <laughs> Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with factory riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PULPMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys. Like the tone of your trumpet, come on and spill some paint. Let's raise a glass of milk to the end of another day and to the kiss that's still intangible. And the kids are alright, just unmanageable. They won't do a damn thing, you say. Yeah. Jet lag? Are you jet lagged or no? 
Uh, I'm all sorts of stuff, man. All I've been doing since the race is partying and, yeah. and not sleeping. Do you so. fly business on the way back? Nope. Oh, you're jet lag for sure, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're much. jet lag for sure. Yeah. The Rio's one hour ahead of East. Yeah, so it's four hours ahead. Yeah. So, uh, Connor Field's in here. A bunch of people met you at the airport today. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, a hundred local BMX kids out there. It was, yeah. it was really awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. That, 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 that's cool uh, to see. And uh, we've had the gold medal here in studio. Pookie put it on. I put it on. JT touched it. We're not letting Travis touch it because he's just creepy. But uh, <laughs> the gold medal has made the rounds in the Pulpamex studio, and uh, it's been fantastic. So Yeah, you like that? We do. We do a lot. Fly Racing Zone, uh, Connor Field. So. Uh, we were talking during the commercial, Connor. Uh, last time you were in here, you had a cast on. Uh, mm -hmm. You had broken wrist. Um, the navicular. Navicular. Yeah. And uh, I was trying to think how you did it, though. You told me it was a. I major. just I, I overshot a jump. Lost yeah, the balance I saw the video of it. That's put my it. Hand I saw the video and, of it. It was yeah. gnarly. And uh, and so you were talking a little bit um, about how you got a wrist brace. Kind of you saw it at Cooper Webb. Yeah. So. Um I went out and I was watching the, the finals at Sam Boyd, the mutter, and I, I knew that Cooper had broken his wrist before that, and uh, I, so I knew what he was feeling, and I watched him that whole race, just floating around in 10th place, 11th place, 10th place. And Dude, he almost lost the title. Oh, he was yeah. going backwards. Oh, you yeah. Know? yeah, yeah. I, I was watching that, that triple, that, uh, you know, the one that everyone was 2-1 in, and mm -hmm. he would jump, and uh, he would land, and he would take his hand off almost when he would land. Yeah. You could just tell how sore he was, but... You know, it was really inspirational to me, you know, not to get too cheesy or anything, yeah. but I, I saw that and I was like, like, you know, like I could do that too. And, but, um, so I saw the brace he had. And so I had my agent, uh, get in touch with Bobby Nichols and, uh, the guys over at Mobius and they made me the same custom wrist brace that, that they made him. And so I did just like he did, I started riding him and it was still broken. And, um, you know, I followed followed the season, the motor, motocross season, and I I'm the biggest Cooper Webb fan around now. You know, riding with a broken wrist, that's no joke. Yeah, I know you understand that. I'm for super sure. happy how for much, him. how many, uh, how how much on the bike before Rio did you have? Was did you feel like did you feel 100 percent or did you? Yeah, yeah, I, I was cleared to ride on uh, June 16th, so almost two months exactly. Bro, before. that's not that much time, or is it? Uh, no, I mean, no. I mean, I just, if you tell me Cooper, <clears throat> you know, Cooper Webb broke a wrist and he's two months before Anaheim won, I'm like, I don't know, I don't know, like. It's enough time, but it's not 100%. It's not ideal. No, it, no, yeah, it's by, not by ideal. no means was right. it ideal, yeah. but, um, you know, I just had to make the most of every day. Yeah. You know, every single day was Olympic-level intensity. You know, I was, I was not a single start, not a single lap was was relaxed. You know, everything was full gas because I was playing catch-up, and well, I, it was hard. Like, yeah. you know, I don't want to— You I'm knew not, the guy from Canada was coming. Oh, uh, Tori, yeah. He yeah. was one of the favorites. What's his name? Tori Nyhog. Tori Nyhog. Yep. From the West Coast, probably? Uh, he's from Coquitlam. Yeah, West Coast. West yeah, Coast. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's from Manitoba. Nobody. No, just you. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> like, oh, yeah, he's from Manitoba. Like, we don't have anybody. Nothing. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. It's not, it's not a good, <laughs> not a good draw. You guys not. Not. Um, so, uh, take us through the race a little bit. You, uh, we, uh, we talked a little bit before, uh, Chad got on, but, um, you had said like the guy who got the, your teammate, the, the guy who got fourth, mm -hmm. uh, good starter. Great starter. So, so that's great his starter, that's strength. his skill. Yeah. Um, that's the most important thing in the whole race. Oh, yeah. It's like moto probably times 10. Oh, I mean, it was, our race is at 30 seconds. So yeah. it's, it's the same as basically if, if you go to a Supercross round and you say, all right, you guys are going to do one yeah. lap. All right. Oh, unless he would be Supercross champion. Oh, yeah. JT, how many titles would he have? If he had one lap? Yeah. Ooh, depends on how big the whoops were. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, and I don't think my boy Cooper would have ever won a race. Yeah, I know, I know. So you kind of saw that guy, and you're like, okay, I think I can get him, like, at some point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I mean, it goes by so fast, and you are not, you don't think you're just reacting out there. But, right. um, you know, I just focused on hitting all my lines and hitting the jumps as low and as fast as I could. And, 
and there was just there's a moment when I came into the last turn and I realized I was winning. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and I see the finish line, yeah. you know, a hundred, couple hundred feet away and and that was the longest rhythm section of my life, man. It, it looked like you almost pulled away, though. I, yeah, 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 I got yeah. it perfectly. Yeah, perfect. But I, I just, you know, I was on tiptoeing, you know what I mean? Because right. imagine just throwing it away on that last second. It would just, it, yeah. it would not be good. So, yeah, but then it, just that moment crossing right. the finish line, that was so just crazy. what happens now? I mean, obviously, like, orgies and stuff, but besides <laughs> that, like, what happens now? Um, what, what's your next deal? Do you just relax now? I mean, look, you got a gold medal. I mean, I'm going to chill for a bit and... You know, enjoy it. And I'm going to try to use this to promote BMX racing. You know, it's uh-huh. such an awesome sport for kids. And uh, I hope that, you know, winning an Olympic gold medal, I hope that we can kind of get more kids out to the BMX tracks, yep. you know, and I'm going to try to do that. But I'm still going to race. You know, my next race, I'll probably race in October. Um, Dude, everyone's going to be like, I got that guy. I got to get that guy. You know what I mean? The gold medal winner. Oh, it's a big target. Up. Yeah, yeah. It's a big target absolutely. on the back. Yeah, you know, everybody's going to be like, yeah. yeah but, I beat the gold medal winner. Like when, when someone's like, how'd you do? I got third, but I beat the gold medal. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. or whatever. Be, you know it's what like I mean? it's like yeah, yeah. you know. I used to do when I was a kid. If you get one photo, you know, you're with the gold medal guy, or yeah, you're with yeah. the world champ, and he yeah. ma- he messes up his start, and someone catches a photo of you in front of him, and yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be that guy yeah, now. Everybody's yeah, sure. gonna be well, doing that. You know what the coolest thing to me, and I've seen it from other guys. I felt it not on their level, but and a lower level. The coolest thing I would think is that no matter what happens the rest of your racing career, no one can ever take that away. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Like everything else is like, okay, yeah, that race sucked, right, whatever. Right, yeah. I still got a gold medal, so F you. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah, like, just something that can, will never go away. Like summer cross. Yeah, your race can be the worst weekend ever. Still got to go. It's like winning a championship or anything at that You're, level. Forever. Yeah, Super You're Bowl winners. Forever. Like they're just like, yep. I, you know, and that's validation for so many different sports is like you get that one yeah. thing, it never goes away. Like right. the rest of your career, that's what you will be known as. Yeah. Like gold medal winner, this, Super Bowl winner, that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Supercross champ, yeah. this. Always. Like it's yeah. Yeah, like right. you have that title forever. It's pretty mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, did you, uh, the whole real thing, uh, obviously we talked, we laughed about Lochte a little bit, but <laughs> did you feel unsafe? Did you, any of no. that come to, any come fruit? I mean, that was, just, that was all media. Yeah. If you, if, uh, I mean, if you're going to go to Rio and act like an idiot, then. You might get into some trouble. Yeah, if you act an idiot down in her strip, you're going to get into trouble. Exactly. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, I went out. You and, went out, no oh, problem. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just I kept to myself and my group, and yeah. I wasn't an idiot, yeah. and we Zika, had a great bro. time. Zika, Yeah, what about Zika? I didn't, I mean, I'll, I'll find out, I guess, if I have a kid with a small head in a few years, but as of now, no Zika. Yeah, and uh, and what about the water? Uh, I went swimming. What? It was beautiful. The media man. told us you can't go swimming. The media is going to blow up every yeah. story. Man. I saw honestly, no one likes honestly media. before Sochi. Before Sochi, <laughs> it was like, oh, yeah, oh terrorists. Yeah. It's, everybody's going to die. Terrorists. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then nothing happened. I did see a girl in the in the canoe racing, which I guess canoe racing is new to the Olympics. I didn't even know it was a thing. Like I've seen people canoeing, like in you know the lake. Canoeing is that canoe. Olympic? Yeah, yeah. Are you thinking canoeing. of rowing? No, no, no the, canoeing. There's rowing, and then there's it's whitewater canoeing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh well, that's different. Whitewater. Well, it's whitewater. A girl hit a couch. And crashed. Oh, I out of heard her. that, but was that <laughs> true? I saw the. I mean, we both heard it. I'm yeah. assuming it was true. Right. I don't. I don't know how it makes national news if it. I, I don't a girl know. hits a, a couch in the water and crashes. Made national news that Lochte got held up with a gun to his head, but he didn't. I know. Well, um, I don't think she lied about the couch. That's all I'm saying. Uh, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. It was just a chair. But you never felt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you never really felt More of like, like a chase no. lounge. Yeah. Well, I mean, and where we are. Um, 
you know, we're so protected by security yeah. in the village and stuff. And then the U.S. is uh, so interesting fact. Um, there's two countries that get a security delegation at the games: the U.S. and Israel. Yeah, we're the only two. And uh, so every time we went to the BMX track or any time we left yep. the village, we had security detail. It was a State Department security detail with oh, us. Cool. Yeah. So I mean, I felt safe as, right. and I felt fine. Uh, Connor Fields Fly Racing. Um, you won the F. You wear the F2 Carbon. I do. I race in, in uh, the new one, the MIPS. Oh, the MIPS. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, let's give one away. Let's do. Can you sign one for us if we do? You got to ask JT, man. Yeah, yeah. No, this is all pre-planned. Steve, let's give Steve's a red, white, and blue one away, yeah. uh, and you can sign it. Yeah, done. And, and I don't know how we can get we can get the cooks. We'll, cooks we'll to give it to you. Yeah, we'll yeah, figure we'll, it out. We'll figure it out. Uh, let's give one away. Uh, Pulp Mech Show uh, contest at pulpamechshow.com. Email us. Uh, we'll 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 do it next week. One week uh, from tonight or next Monday, I should say. Uh, a signed uh, fly racing red, white, and blue uh, F two helmet, just like the one that Connor Fields wears uh, when he wins gold. Bitches. So uh, he'll sign it for you. And uh, thanks to the folks at flyracing.com. That's awesome. That'll be com- that'll be stoked. So uh, we'll pick a random email from contest at pulpamexshow.com. And uh, we will do that for you guys. Uh, gold medal winner Connor Fields in studio. So, all right, let's get into uh, some emails here. I got, I got one story to tell first. Uh, Real quick. Do you need time? Are you stressed about th- We didn't have any guess. What are you worried about? All right. All right, never mind. Go you're, ahead. you're bitter. It, it's, no, it's, go ahead. It's like no. we're dating and you're upset. No, like, yeah, what genius. are you mad at me for? What did I do? Are you upset? Go ahead. This interview is over. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a funny story about, so telling it, he was talking about having security detail. So, oh man, 2010, me, Seb, Everts, Villeman, Damon Huff, and they had like that race in Mexico. Remember we all went down there and did yeah. that race? Yep. Great so, radio. That's him. We all had, uh, we had security detail everywhere yeah. we went. Car in front, car in back, sirens, the whole thing. So DV being DV, he's like, so what happens like if they go to kidnap us? Like, what are these guys going to do? He's like, you guys have guns? They're like, no, we have nothing. <laughs> and they're like, so you guys are just drawing attention to us? Or you're like, yeah, yeah. like what happens if people come? Oh, they take you. It's just like DV. It's just like, you guys need to beat it. All you guys in front and back you just need to beat it. Yeah, that sounds like DV, right? <laughs> yeah, totally. It was yeah. awesome. Like, I was just dying laughing. We have no guns. We have nothing. <laughs> go ahead. Take the Americans. Yeah. They were just dudes in cars. Go ahead and skin them. Uh, are you looking to get the most out of your bike suspension? Get Racetech's proven lineup of suspension components and services done at Racetech, H- 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 yeah. Racetech headquarters in uh, Corona, California. Racetech.com. It's revalve in a box with their gold valve kit. Uh, we thank the folks at Racetech for uh, coming on the show. Get your suspension service, people. Get the oil changed. Get something. Turn your air forks into spring forks, too. Racetech will do that, too. Uh, Chris Kiefer, very happy about that. All right, here's some of the email is emails uh, of the week. Uh, this is from Dubers. Dear Steve, your media work is getting stale. He spelled your wrong, so this is where it comes from right off the bat. Your media work is getting stale. Whenever I read your observations, it seems it could have been cut and pasted from the previous year's race at the same race facility, minus the race results and rider comments. I don't feel like you're teaching anything new to us readers. And why in the hell do you keep interviewing the same old insignificant riders? You need to freshen up the list of guys you get interviews from. I'm sure there are cool privateer and factory stories. Tonus, Taft, Charbonneau, Clout, Harrison, McConaughey. Instead, we always have to listen to a whiny Kyle Chisholm, a bad attitude, filthy Phil, and the same old Jimmy Albertson. Just because you, the media guy, are bros with him. Don't get me wrong, I listen to your work, and I like how you're honest with those delicate flowers, but please change it up. You're leaving a hole for other media guys to come in and scoop your listeners. Thanks, Dubers. You know well, what the great part is mm, for you? Mm. Is that Filthy Phil and Amart are so relevant now. 
Yeah, so, I know. Like, I know right? right in your wheelhouse. Well, first off, hey, Dubers, uh, screw you, bro. Uh, Chisholm, I talked to Chisholm after Unadilla. That was the first time all year. Well, since Super. No, all year he's been out. So one Kyle Chisholm interview in the outdoors and one Jimmy Albertson interview. I interviewed Jimmy after uh, Millville. So, yeah, you're off on your on your deal. So Seems like a real good guy, though. Who? Dubers? Dubers, yeah. Very high strung for the name Dubers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Your media work is getting stale. But when you spell your wrong, like Dubers, you, you, you don't even know. So, um, you don't even know, Dubers. Don't listen, man. Uh, well, I just can't believe people take the time to send that email out. Uh, you won't believe some of the emails that we get. Uh, Jason JT can attest to that. <laughs> uh, Matt said, uh, with Designations approaching, curious what you guys think is the most dominant team we've ever had. I'd have to 07 with Carmichael, Villapoto, and Ferry. 1-3-1-4-1-2. Dropping Timmy's fourth with a team score of eight. Pretty dominant. Yeah, I mean, that, that one was good. 96. No, no, 86. Yep. 86 Major. 86 they Major. They went perfect. They went, they, they went yeah, 1-2 they, in every race. Yeah. Uh, 96 Spain? Yeah, Jerez. I think they Jerez. went. Close. Seb won. Close, yeah. Yeah, Seb won got in there. But, but yeah. yeah, 86, 96, or Buds. I almost don't count the, the Buds race. It's an American track and everything. Like, you know, they're, of course they're going to be so dominant, yeah, you know? So um, I think Ricky, well, Ricky wasn't even anywhere near his best by then either. He was pretty sick. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Ed sent this in. Uh, what's up, four time? Uh, I want to start off by saying thank you for the great stuff. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Funny story is I never into reading for fun as I catch myself. Uh, this uh, is great for the listeners. This better. I'm trying to get to the point here. Uh, he's, he's, he's giving me lots of compliments. So I'm, I'm, okay, I have a question how it is that you guys find out stuff from Silly Season. Obviously, someone leaks it, but it's so hush-hush. How does it happen? I read in Racer X that Team Honda manager said something along the lines that he was upset at how you guys found out about Roxon signing to Honda. My question is, how does this happen? Uh, thanks, Ed. Um, Ed lives within a mile of my house, and he knows where I walk the Basset Hounds. He says, don't worry, I'm not stalking you. I'm very observant. Jeez, Ed. Okay, uh, Ed's got a point, though. And Dan Bentley told me, he's like, he called me over and he's like, "Hey, what do you? Where are you getting this info from?" Like, I had the whole deal down a while ago. Yeah, he's like, you know, a lot of stuff that you guys talk about affects my staff. You know, they want they start to wonder what they're what they're doing with this, and I'm like, I get it, Dan, but you know, I said, look, I'm not out there. Like, I'm not. I'm getting told this stuff. I'm not going in and eavesdropping on conversations. Yeah. You're not blackmailing people. I'm not blackmailing yeah. people. I'm not tapping phone lines. Right. Agents are a big deal, JT. Gear guys are a big yeah. thing. Like it, it, it's out there, man. All this stuff, well, right? Like what happens is these guys will all leverage each other. What happened to my mic? I got issues here. No, I hear you fine. Um, but these guys leverage each other, and you know, if if one guy hears a, you know, his rider's going to another team, they'll go to that team that's leaving and say, hey, you're going to have an open spot. And it's sometimes that team doesn't even know their guy's leaving yet. Yeah. You know? So yeah. And, all and, that stuff gets. Talks Agents around. are a big deal for sure because they're oh, going to course. gear companies and you know they're they're saying in the gear companies, hey, uh, this guy's going here, I need this, and then gear guys are like, you know, so agents are a big part of that. You know, can you not hear? No, I have no, no snare in my headphones. Okay, we'll we'll fix that. Um, so that's really where it gets out. Agents and gear guys and, and kind of, I mean, honestly, like, don't you feel like these deals are just? Yeah, it's we're not. It's like Ping always says, we're not curing cancer. Like these deals are going to get out. It never. It doesn't change the deals that are going to happen anyway. You know, it's whatever. It, it's no different than any other major sport. Guys right. are, but it's exciting for us as like, I'm course. a fan, yeah. And I too. love, I love 
reading the articles. I go to racetracks every morning with my coffee, mm-hmm. and I read the articles. And I was reading the one I think about a week ago, two weeks ago, the four fifty silly season or the silly yeah. season, yeah, and all that. I mean, I, I think it's great. I love well, I love that stuff. I I, uh, I I get more reaction to those, those kind of columns and those kind of emails and things like that than anything else. Fans love it, and these teams and gear guys and re- they need to realize that those are people that what they what they care about. And too bad, uh, like kind of what Chad was saying earlier. Yeah. You're not too bad about rock. I mean, it's every yeah. sport, though. Yeah. I mean, that's Adam Schefter and Chris Mortensen. That's that's what they live on. Right. No that's their job. Just, yeah. It's, it's just to figure out the rumors. But, but in our in the pits, people get really upset and pissed. And yeah, you're just do. like, yeah. beat it. Yeah. Whatever. But I feel like it would be, I mean, at least on the BMX side of things, it's not the riders who get pissed. It's the the companies, because if if the company hears that this guy's going to go there, you know, they can possibly get them for less money and that, that type of thing. Yeah. Whereas the riders, it might actually be better if all the riders knew where everybody was going and what was going on, because then they would be able to make sure they got good market value. Right. And they kind of do, yeah. you know? Yeah. They kind of all talk, you know? Yeah. I'm so. surprised that they don't have a rider's union. Or <laughs> some, some, sort of, some sort of thing like that. <laughs> JT, uh... <laughs> Oh, There's like ring inside of MX Sports. Yeah, there needs to be. There absolutely needs to be. What? It's back? I'm back. Okay. Uh, all right. Last email, JT, uh, for you. Eric, please ask JT what kind of deal Vice Principal Gandhi got from Fly. What would he have to do to get some sectors? Did the 722 grab everything over a size 9? <laughs> so this is the Vice Principals on HBO, yep. Danny McBride. Uh, we've been getting some tweets about it and, and everything else. He was in a full Fly outfit. Yeah. Uh, Talk about that deal, how it came together, where it was, and everything else. Uh, so basically, I give you know the initial full credit to my reps, really, uh, in the area. They had friends that knew about the project, um, and really, what it comes down to is, I think, I think we have the best reps, and a they knew the track owner where this was going down. B they knew some of the people involved. So when those people reached out to the industry for help, they came to our guys. So I give them the credit for that. They immediately called me and said, hey, here's your opportunity. Um, I know, you know, I, I'm going to pass this off to you. And I kind of took it from there and dealt with uh, mm-hmm. the production crews from there. Um, and this was a, over a year ago. This was July of 15. Jeez, when all really, this went huh? on. Yeah. Wow. So I, it was crazy because I completely forgot about it <laughs> until I started hearing rumors about the show going to come out. Yeah. But yeah, they were awesome to work with. You send them basically a ton of product. Um, you talk with them about you know where you want to place, how to use it, and, and you're just hoping they don't screw it up and make you look foolish. <laughs> uh, because it's really you don't have any say. You don't know what the script is. You don't well, know what the show is going to be. Hey, you don't... Fox is always in that stuff. Like I don't know what they do. Yeah, they got just, Bieber. But it's yeah, just brand just... recognition. They reach out to them. Yeah, somebody reaches out to Fox For a lot sure. of times. You think? Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's no different. They reach right. out to us and say, hey, do you want this? And I'm yeah. like, yes, where do I got to go? Yeah. Give me an address. You know <laughs> what I mean? And we just send them an arsenal of stuff. Yeah. And they, you get Danny McBride sizes. You get everything they possibly need. Right. And it's how much, awesome. How much extra stuff do you send them? Do you send them like just... Really, they give you a list. Yeah. They say, this is what we're looking for. And I usually just pad onto that and said, I'm going to send you some more options. I just want to make sure you guys yeah, are yeah. completely dialed. If the setting's not right or the light's not right, you're going to have everything you yeah. possibly need. Because you can't buy advertising like that. No, that's good. Like, you're going to really get good, that yeah. much advertising on HBO? That's crazy money. Yeah. So, just some product. It was a home run for us. Did you want to go out there? I, I actually asked them if I could, but I think they're a little nervous about content getting out and yeah. an outsider coming in. I was right. like, okay, just please, if you have any questions about how anything's supposed to be done, just call me a day or night. But they nailed it. I mean, yeah. you know, maybe the visor was a little low and right, right. stuff that we would notice, yeah, but yeah. the average person, yeah, cool. no idea. Did you see that, Travis? Yeah. I like that show. It's a good show. 
Great, thanks for that. Yeah, <laughs> great uh, radio. <laughs> yeah, it uh, it was cool. Yeah, it was awesome to see that fly getting. I was in there, just so. hoping it didn't like get left on the cutting room floor or something silly because it was a great opportunity. But it made it. I mean, it's only been there was four motocross episodes basically, and I think there's been one or two so far. So I, I think it's gonna yeah. Be sweet. I haven't watched the whole series. I need to. Yeah. I'm very busy with the night of. Well, right it's basically now. just a storyline that will eventually go yeah. away, you know. Um, but four yeah. episodes on HBO with yeah. basically we're the featured gear. I'm all in. Yeah, no, exactly right. Uh, so that's awesome. So there you go, people. Uh, that's how the Fly Racing got in, and that's the Race Tech email segment. Um, Racetech.com. Uh, please get your suspension looked at. Look, I, oh, I don't need revalving. I don't need it. Okay, fine. But get your oil changed, get your spring rate done. Uh, Racetech.com will uh, hook you up, and we thank the we thank those folks. Uh, Donnie Emler Jr. coming up from FMF uh, shortly here on the Pulp and Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Uh, uh, let's get right to the phone calls. This guy's been on hold for a while. Kyle, you have a Tim Ferry question. Absolutely. I can answer uh, it. What is it? First off, happy anniversary, 2003, Buzz Creek. Thank Tim you. Ferry. Thank, Thank you. And Ricky Carmichael. Yes, 13 years ago. It was a fantastic day. Who can forget it? Exhaust packing everywhere. Um, <laughs> an asshole. <laughs> what, on, there on was. Fire on TV. <laughs> anyway, my question. <laughs> yeah, back in, I think it was 03 Supercross season, Tim Ferry started off with the four-stroke 450, and he ended up switching to the two-stroke. What kind of pay, cut, or contract room negotiations of a hit would he take for that? Oh, he didn't take any hit at all, no. His uh, carburetor came off on the bike, not my fault, again. And he basically, that had been the third, fourth, fifth time it had happened to him. So put him in the hospital in 02, 01, in Phoenix? Uh, mm-hmm. I want to say 01. 01? Yeah. Um, I knew we were in trouble when I was the next day after the the, the, the carb came off. Uh, uh, his agent came walking through the shop, and I'm like, that's not good. Yep. Fred, Fred came yeah. in. Uh, and then a uh, big meeting, and then uh, Mathis, come here. All right, build that two-stroke. Uh, this was like on a Wednesday. Uh, I stayed up all night, built a two-stroke uh, race bike, and then he got on the two-stroke, and then he flew off the berm, uh, that Anaheim. Uh, so it was a disaster um, every which way, uh, him switching bikes like that. So, But no, no pay difference or anything like that. No, Yamaha, you know, kind of – let them do it. So, okay, I got one other question. If you got time, sure. Uh, I know FMF and Pro Circuit shell out a lot of cash for their factory teams. Uh, do you have just a rough guess of what revenues they'd have to raise for the year to support all these teams? Because obviously, they're no, no, I don't know. I, I don't think the manuf- the pipe manufacturers pay too many people. I'd be surprised to see if they pay exhaust. Yeah. Oh yeah. Not only do they pay too many people. Oh yeah. Three fourteen. Well, obviously. You know? They get all the money. They're dumping the factory teams, and uh, it's more you know it's gonna take a lot of money to recoup that cost. Yeah, but w- so no, like, what about this? Ne- never mind that, because um, uh, Kyle, a, a complete system costs you know thousand bucks. What about the right. gear companies? You look at the gear salaries for for riders, uh, approaching one million, two million dollars for the elite guys, and, and then everybody else trickles down from there. Uh, pants are eighty nine dollars in some cases, one hundred fifty bucks in other cases, and you know whatever the margin is. These gear companies, I mean, it's a marketing thing. Is what you're writing it off to marketing, but they are they cannot sell the amount of gear that they lay out, including Fly Racing, Fox, any of these guys. Um, that's insane to me. Like the guys that the marketing dollars. JT, do you want to mm-hmm. comment on that? Let's. Uh, I mean, I the revenue's there. You know, I, I think if you remove one rider from the picture, that's not going to change a whole lot. But the revenue's certainly there. I mean, it's a there's a lot of people out there ride motorcycles. So right. 
I think the revenue is not the issue. It's just how do you justify the rising costs, you know, versus are you going to sell more? Are you going to sell more? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you're brand building and it's a lot of pie in the sky type stuff, you know? Yeah. Where you're like hoping like, Hey, our numbers went up, but they went up last year. We didn't have that guy. So, you know, you're just trying to put the best representation of your brand out there and BMX stuff's going to fly off. And it's competitive too. I see what you did there. It's going to fly off the shelf. (laughs) Yeah. 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 What's competitive too. I, everybody that's involved in these things, usually race motocross so we all want to win like we want to have the best guys and we want to have you know we want to be yeah. on the podium too so it's crazy i i think it's crazy the salaries for gear like it's nuts what but it is what it is it's just raised over time yeah that's what it is it's so. honestly it's lower now than it was 10 years ago okay but absolutely still really? crazy yeah, yeah. that's yeah. crazy it, well it went so. way down and it's coming back but it's it went yeah. down a lot when um, all the economy crashed thanks kyle thanks for the call man Hey, since JT's in the studio, does he have any more ride days coming up for, like, Lincoln Trail, Central Illinois? Yeah, we had, you know, obviously the one this past weekend. Um, We're scheduling some. We have a couple in California in October, I think. But um, where are you based at? You'll be uh, Lincoln Trail Motorsports, Central Southern Illinois. I think, you know, the biggest one was obviously this past weekend. I don't know of another one coming up, but I can, uh, if you want to email me, I can check for you. Who can forget Kelly Smith of the Lincoln uh, Four Stroke National? Absolutely. I was there. Oh, it was, was a there. great day. It was a fantastic yes, day. It was. Beating Nick Way, he was so mad. Nick Nick got second. He was so mad. So yeah. I would say that's uh, the number one you. person. If they beat him, he was the most mad. Yeah, probably. Yeah. All right, thanks, Kyle. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Darkside, what's up? You want to talk about Je- uh, Jake Weimer? Hey, now. Yeah. Do we know anything about him for 17? I know he's one of those guys that's kind of... I don't think we know anything yet. Yeah, he's one of those guys that's going to fill in after the Bogles, after uh, Pike, after um, Dino. This is Fly Racing's dark side. Yeah. By the way. Fly Racing's dark side. (laughs) Right on. There you go. JT remembers. Good job. That's that's my my sponsor right there. I don't Um, know what Weimer's going to do. Tedder again? I see Weimer... Well, there's lots of talk about RCH losing Jimmy John's sponsorship, so maybe they don't have the cash. But I could really see Weimer being test guy slash injury fill-in at RCH, just like what he could did be. this year. Yeah. Like, I heard Jimmy John's might go with Kenny to Honda. Yeah, I heard that too. Yeah. So I don't know if the money's there, but I could really see Weimer doing a filthy fill ride for RCH. Yeah, why not? Yeah. I mean, so they, he to jump on the, the Pulp MX sticker deal again. Well, yeah, I would assume real most of that Jimmy John's money anyway was going to Kenny. So it's, I think on some level it's a big Dude, wash. I'd be so bitter if I was RCH. But I think it was going to be a wash because I think Kenny goes, Kenny's that salary, salary's gone, salary, Jimmy yeah. John's money goes right. with it. It's yeah. Maybe. net yeah. zero, yeah, yeah. close to it. Right. Anything hey, else? Dark I side? Have, yeah, I got one more question if you got time. Sure. Your music, Coltez, I know you're a big Van Halen fan, more Sammy side, correct? Yes, correct, yep. But it doesn't seem like any of your other musical interests when you play stuff is like, hard rock do you like newer stuff like tool pantera corrosion conformity any of that kind of stuff or are you more into them it seems like you play a lot of mellower music no i don't like any of that stuff i'm uh, yeah you know what you might have a point um, you don't like anything past 1989 that's not true it is true no the hip, the hip have been making this they were they were making music in 1980s though yeah 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 they How old just, are you, you just followed them uh, along if I van like, halen was making okay, the music you'd like um, van halen arcade fire not bad Okay. Newer band. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. Okay. Fire. Yeah, not I, bad. Just, I mean, I, you're uh, asking me, right? Like, uh, yeah. If you like them, right. you should know that they're um, a band. You know. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't. I was know. just curious. I'm a big music fan, and it seems like 
it doesn't seem like you guys play a lot of heavy stuff. Like Bowers played some Pantera one time, but I don't like that. You know, kind of, I don't. That's a little, I have Pantera on my iPod. I have yeah. um um Vol, Volga Display of Power, uh, but uh, not in too much into it. Uh, so what about okay. you, Connor? What do you like? Um, it depends if I'm just chilling or if I'm about to race. If I'm about to race, I like a bit heavier stuff. Like what? Uh, Rage Against the Machine. Oh, okay. I like yeah. Rage. Yeah. Um, you know, I listen to the uh, Lincoln Park, like the old school Lincoln Park, yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I used to listen to that. But if I'm just driving to the, you know, Pulpamex Worldwide headquarters or something like that, I'm not gonna, <laughs> not gonna rock right, out. I'm right. just chill. Yeah. Maybe some Jack Johnson or something like oh, that. Oh, that that chill. Yeah, just relax. Jack Johnson. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Right. You gotta keep it chill right. so you can go right. up when it counts. All right. Thanks, Darkside. Okay, man. See you. Uh, Josh, what's up, man? Welcome to the show. What's happening? Hey, what's up, buddy? Nothing. Um, just a random question. Yep. Like everybody else on Vital, um, building an old steel frame YV two-stroke. Oh yeah, that um, is that is very popular, along with the '96 CR250. Correct. <laughs> um, so I got into a little argument with my buddies the other night. I know you guys, when Japanese bikes were still steel frame, y'all swapped frames like every other four, supercross, four or every races, cross or something. Four races. Alpha. Twelve races. Four. Four races. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, how is that working nowadays with the KTM frames? Are they swapping them out just same. as often? Yeah, or? same thing. Yep. No kidding. And, and aluminum, aluminum? aluminum's about once a year. Uh, eight races in Supercross and six races in outdoors. Okay, so KTMs are still having the same issues. Yeah, it's just, it's just steel versus aluminum. aluminum. That's all. It's like we used to. Uh, they don't fail. They just stretch, and then the, yeah. the chassis dynamic yeah. changes. Yeah, they don't fail exactly. Yeah, don't 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 uh, get mistaken. We used to take brand new frames, go riding, and then measure them, and there would be a four millimeter stretch right away. Boom. Yeah. Within the first day of Supercross. You can feel it. Yeah. Yeah. So. No kidding. Yep. That's awesome. Cool. Well, right. thanks, man. I appreciate no it. No problem, Josh. Thank you. Appreciate it. And from Josh right. to John. John, yeah, no, not that's not John. Hold on. Put that guy on hold. Get one if you can. Uh, John, what's up, man? You want to ask JT a riding question? Yeah, for sure. Sure? Okay. sure about that? You sure you want to ask me a riding yeah, question? Yeah, we had Chad on earlier, and that yeah. might be something. You and Zach. <laughs> Zach Osborne. Yeah. Bud's Creek winner. Right. I think this is definitely a Chad Chad uh, Chad question, but you guys bag on JT, but we know that anybody that raced at his level is extremely yes. fast and extremely talented. So absolutely. Uh, none, nonetheless, um, you know uh, some folks. I'm I'm 50, and uh, let's see, I've been riding for about nine years, and believe it or not, I try to race at REM, um, and and I work on my skills, and it's this is something it's 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 you know it's it's just in my blood. So, um, some people who are ex pros have told me to let to 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 let the bike to 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 ride the bike and and, and let it do what it's supposed to do, and um, it's an, it's sort of a nebulous concept. To me, sometimes because it seems like I'm fighting the damn bike, and I have a really good bike. I have 08 Honda CR450s, and uh, but I don't know it, um, if it's if it's a weird question. Hang up, and <laughs> but, but it seems like a reasonable one to me, perhaps. No, I I, I think they're onto something. You know, um, there's different times when you want to try to force the bike to do things. Uh, I think what they're trying to tell you is. You know, in the rough stuff, let the bike kind of work beneath you. Um, you're not strong enough to stop the bike completely from doing what it's going to do anyway. You're just going to wear yourself out. Okay. Um, so if you just kind of guide the bike and let it just small, you just want small little um, motions that are going to kind of guide it. You don't want to try to force it everywhere. Uh, okay. Small input on the bike is going to, 
you know, help you the most. Um, and in the turns, the biggest thing you hear that a lot from guys is no gas, no brakes, just let the bike coast in the turns. And that's, it's going to unweight the suspension. It's going to float the best and you're going to carry more momentum. If you give a lot of gas or a lot of brakes or a lot of input at all, uh, things are going to kind of come unraveled for you. So, uh, you see uh, the perfect example of that is a guy really Dungey's really good at it too, but Roxon is one of the best ever. Stefan Everts was really good too. They're not hard on it. They're not hard either way, hard accelerating or hard braking. Uh, they're just using the bike's natural motion. And honestly, probably Connor could, could relate to it too, because you don't want, you want the bike's natural momentum to continue. You don't want to do anything to disrupt that. You don't want to slow down. You don't want to speed up. And certainly there are times for both of those inputs, but the bike's natural momentum is going to be the easiest and the easiest effort you have to give. And some of those guys, I was really bad at it, but you watch these guys now. Um, and I think uh, somebody in your interviews this weekend, Steve, was talking about how good Kenny is. Dino? I think Dino was, was saying yeah, how was good Dino. Kenny is at just letting the bike just go. Just free-flowing and, and, and hauling ass. Yeah. And lugging it. Yep. Yep, and you just low RPM, doesn't bind the suspension up, and he's not doing he's not really doing anything. Like it's like that, you know, do less kind of motto is just let the bike do what it's gonna do, and it's really, really difficult to do because it's atypical to what you want. You kinda wanna slow down and then gas really hard, but if you just let the the bike kind of flow and you can find that uh that balance to do it, man, it's it's poetry in motion once you get it dialed. Yeah, I was so I was watching Red Bud this weekend. And uh, there are a couple downhill positions that were really the, the downhill spots going into 180 degree back up the hills. Um, and there were some really rough places. And it looked like a, the faster riders were doing exactly what you said, like especially Marvin was just sort of, you know, light, light on the bars, light his hands. You could see his hand. He wasn't holding on very hard and, and just sort of let the bike da- dance, right? Yeah. Because Otherwise, you're just going to wear yourself out and get arm pump and get crazy, right? Yeah, Supercross is is tougher. You're absolutely right when you're talking about like an outdoor race with Marvin. Um, finding that comfort level is tough. Where it's funny, like the difference between outdoors and Supercross. Supercross, you're holding on super tight. You have to force the bike to like with your knees and the whoops. You have to force the bike to stay straight. Uh, but outdoors, man, it's really about you know, just staying as loose and holding on as loosely and trusting that your bike's going to handle in those sections. It, I think people would be shocked if they saw how lightly a guy like Roxon is holding on to the handlebars. He's I not, agree, yeah. he's not holding yeah. on tightly yeah. at all, you know, but he, yeah, I, he's, he has so much experience and so much, uh, foresight into what the bike's going to do before it even happens that he's able to do that. Yeah, I do. I do a lot of things wrong, but certainly holding on too tight, arm pump, never. Yeah. But that's the one other question. I'm sorry, I'm monopolizing. But I hope. I think these are probably like there's a lot of guys who are thinking the same thing. So, okay, all right. It, it, when you're 50 and you're trying to race, I mean, even for younger people, just having the strength to to sit and stand and sit and stand, or you know, it, it starts to get to you after you know 10, 10, 15 minutes in. And um, I've been noticing, like, it, it seems like over the years, there's different styles, you know, that, 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 that work. And then someone tries something new, and it seems like one of the newer styles, and maybe I'm wrong, guys, is taking turn is 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 doing turns without putting your foot out and and not sitting and, and having both feet on the pegs, like, like Roxon does it. And uh, I think... Oh, 
in Tomac, right? Yep. So, so literally for a guy like me, sitting down, putting your inside foot out, you know, waiting the outside peg, all that stuff, and then and then trying to to stand up again once you once you once you come out of the turn on hard acceleration. I mean, I don't know. It's just it, it's very physically taxing. Is 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 that is that the one of the reasons why folks like it's better to to keep both feet on the pegs and carry your momentum. And it, it almost seems like there's some sort of like delay when you want to sit down and then stand back up. I th- I th- you- yeah. I think there's a right. few things there. Um, one, it takes incredible balance to be able to do the things that Kenny and Eli are doing. Stefan Everts was another guy that was incredibly good at it. As I said, uh, that takes crazy good balance because you're basically, you're not relying on your seat at all. Um, also it takes incredibly strong legs to be able to hold yourself in the right balance spot to do that. For me, I wasn't able to do it. I had to sit down. My balance wasn't good enough. I would basically make big mistakes. I was depend <laughs> I was dependent on the seat. I, right. I knew that. So the only way to go fast, Kevin Windham, who you would think would be one of those balance guys, he was on the seat all the time. And it's just you find your own special way to go fast. Um I've tried to change my own way. I the fastest I could be was how I was good at, you know, and I'm sure Windham tried other things too. Uh, I'm sure people told him along the way, you need to stand up or you need to stand up more, but he did pretty went pretty damn pretty, well for himself good. the way he did it. So um, uh, it's just, you got to find your own perfect way. Uh, but obviously when you've got it dialed, like Kenny and Eli do, it's, it's hard to beat. Thanks. Uh, thanks, John. Appreciate the call, man. Thanks guys. All right. Thank you. Good luck with everything. Um, since their inception in uh, 1973, FMF has evolved into the one world, one of the world's premier off-road exhaust system. 43 years of championship experience over that. Uh, everything's done right there under one roof in SoCal. You know FMF. I don't got to tell you about it. Everybody knows FMF. FMFRacing.com. Uh, we have uh, the marketing guru over there, Donnie Emler Jr. What's up, Donnie? How are you? Hey, you guys are just making America great again, one radio show at a time. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Do you know we have a, a real gold medalist in studio, Connor Fields? He's in studio here hanging out. He lives in Vegas. Um, he fly racing zone and uh, just took the gold in BMX men's right here in the studio. I'm super stoked to be able to you know talk to him because I watched him on TV, obviously, at the uh, during the NBC4 coverage. But uh, I can't believe, I thought for sure, I'm like, there's no way mathis got him to drive all the way to vegas so to hear that he actually lives <laughs> yeah. there yeah now I, I can believe it a little bit more that he's actually in studio i thought he back from rio totally just for this he got back yeah. in rio. he got back in rio today i mean it was this is jimmy fallon so i came straight here <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly um well he, congratulations connor by the way man that, thank that you so cool just being able to cheer for you guys and you know all the american gold medal winners that was epic you thanks know, yeah we killed it we had 121 gold or 121 medals, medals 41 gold um unreal FMF does make BMX bikes. They, they did, yeah. So yeah. let's get you on one. And uh, <laughs> tell them to call my agent. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we can mock that, up. That could be expensive at this point. I know, right? Yeah, we just said we were making the same before you got on. Uh, Connor Field's price is just shot through the roof with this gold medal right here. So You know who didn't, though, is Ryan Lochte's. <laughs> no. <laughs> Dirt no. cheap right now. Yeah. We, we were trying to get – maybe uh, Connor can get a Speedo sponsorship oh. from, from Lochte. So. Um, Epic. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, hey, congrats on the uh, the latest title for FMF, uh, Cooper Webb, taking home the outdoor title in 250 class. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I feel like this is kind of like deja vu. Every time I, I talk to you, I feel like, you know, we're winning a, a championship, which is nice because, yeah. you know, for so long, you know, we didn't win championships. And, you know, it was, uh, 
it was all about the pro circuit team. So, you know, it's, it's really nice that, uh, you know, we've got uh, a winning team, you know, the, the star Yamaha program is so solid and obviously mm-hmm. their riders are unbelievable. And, you know, you got, you know, Cooper winning the supercross and motocross title this year, which is just amazing. And then he's going on to his 450 career. And yep. so, yeah, you know, it's really exciting. I'm going to, uh, heading over to Indiana this weekend. You know, oh, I sweet. was, uh, hoping he'd postpone it so I could be there for his championship, but you know what, whatever, <laughs> I guess, if, you know, if you have, if you have to wrap it up early, I'll, yeah. I'll just come in for the, you know, for the extras. Um, and then again, second year in a row, the motocross and nations team, all FMF. That's probably the coolest thing. I mean, not only, you know, getting to go over there and, and cheer for the U S team, regardless of, of what brand they're on is, you know, having mm-hmm. them all on FMF products. So, I mean, that, uh, it's phenomenal and it's uh, it's really exciting. I'm I'm actually really looking forward to seeing Jason Anderson. You know, I think it's really cool that people want to go over there yeah. and, and actually race. You know, for for our country. So, um, you know, it is. You know, everyone's talked about it. You know, the schedule's so gnarly and yeah. everything. But I think it's I think it's really cool when people actually want to go over there. You know, like Cooper wants to go and and race in Charlotte. He wants to you know mm-hmm. go race against Hurlings. He you know he wants to go be the team captain for for America. Right. So. You know, it's it's a gnarly sport. Uh, you know, unfortunately, we have a lot of injuries in our sport. But you know, to see these guys that just they want to go and they want to go for your country, it's a whole. For anyone that hasn't been at a motocross of nations, when you when you're there and you see your country, and you know, it's just next level. Just like you know, it's a mini Olympics for for us motocross kids, especially in Europe. The motocross of nations in Europe is something special. Oh, what ten? It's insane. Yeah. Way better. Uh seven oh two five eight six Paul, we got a question for FMF's Donnie Emler Jr. Uh give us a call and uh and uh, see if he can answer some of your uh, some of your questions. Um yeah, it's been it's been a, a terrific year for you guys. Uh um like I said, on the bike, off the bike. Um you guys seem like your ads always kill it. You guys seem to be really good at promoting your riders and teams like through social media efforts, through uh, magazine ads, everything else, which is kind of your end of the deal. But I imagine like these teams are probably stoked with the commercials, the efforts that, that you put into these guys. Like you don't just give pipes and say hey we'll see at the end of the year like it's, it's a it's a kind of a multi-pronged attack i like it it's good yeah you know it's uh you know for our company we're, we have to be much more involved mainly on the back end you know with uh not so much with the riders uh we're, we're more with the motor guys and you know working with them on the back end so for me you know it's important you know i've known a lot of these kids most of them now um since they've been coming up to the ranks. So, mm-hmm. you know, to keep that relationship built is, you know, really a personal thing for, for me to, we're not just a sponsor of the team. You know, we want to get behind the riders. We want to get behind, you know, we want them to get behind our brand. We want them to appreciate everything, you know, the hard work that, you know, FMF puts in on the back end, you know, because mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, the unsung heroes of the teams that you don't really ever hear about. Right. So right. it's kind of like, we're kind of one of those sponsors, you know, we're not, a, we're not, you know, a gear sponsor. We're not a goggle sponsor, you know, so, how do you how do you how make do you your do that? Yeah, expose yeah. expose as much as possible. Yeah, you know you can see the the pipe on the side of the bike, but you know it's just it's just one of those things. So you gotta you gotta kind of be crafty and and you know that's the fun part about you know all all the marketing that we do is you know we do a lot of it and from you know off road to amateur racing you know to obviously winning championships and mm-hmm. you know you just gotta figure out how to uh, get your biggest bang for your for your buck because you know it's. Uh, 
it's tough out you know, it's so much social media. There's so much stuff you got to keep up with and it's just, uh, but it's a lot of fun too at the same time. Yeah, I know you guys do a great job of it. How much of it? Okay. So we're coming into silly season a little bit. Uh, obviously we got some races to go yet, but, um, now teams are calling you and, and, and looking to switch or looking to try a different exhaust company or, or whatever it is. And how much do you think of some of that is fishing where they want to get your pipe on the bike, dyno it and see what you got? But they have really no intention uh, of leaving. Yeah, I don't think that's ever really, really happened. Because okay. I feel like people, I, I honestly, I think the, one of the only time it actually has probably happened is when we got the Troy Lee team when they were Hondas. And, uh, you know, they were coming from a long relationship with, uh, with Co Circuit. So I think they wanted to see, you know, what we were working with prior. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it was one of those things where we actually brought the pipe down, let them dyno it while we were there, you know, take it home. Yep. Um, but I think for the most part, I think, you know, nowadays, I mean, they see how much the, the hard work that FMF puts in, you know, we're at the races, you know, we're constantly trying to change stuff, make it better. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the, neat, the neat thing for us is that, you know, if we find something that works really well on all of our different race teams, you know, we are able to put that right back into production, which is important for us because we want our customers to be able to get the latest and greatest. Yeah. You guys make running changes a lot, a lot. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think you kind of. I mean, I think that's the the, the idea the good thing yeah. about being able to manufacture everything right in your garage, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's what we do, so right. we can change things on a on a dime like that. Um, you know, sometimes maybe it's not good because the guy you know might have bought something, and then we come out with something maybe a little bit better, but. You know, you can always assure that, you know, you're going to get a good quality product from us. Well, so. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the first one will be good, and then down the road, maybe Star or someone shows you something. You're like, hey, wait a minute. We'll do that. You know what I mean? I'm Definitely uh, something that happens a lot. How much is the sound uh, an issue for you, meeting the sound requirements? How, how tough is that? How easy is that? Uh, how much uh, does it keep you guys up at night? Um, we actually really enjoy the sound issue. I mean, we're obviously racing over in Europe in the MXGP series, so... Mm-hmm. You know, over there, it's kind of the forefront of where we need to go because it's uh, land issues. So, yep. you know, for us, I think it just makes it more competitive on our level because, you know, to make great power but still have, you know, still meet the sound requirements makes it tougher on a lot of our competitors. So, you know, for us, we actually thrive on that. We, yeah. we want we want them to do sound tests, and then we want them to do it the right way and, and be strict about it, just like they are in Europe. So. Mm-hmm. Um. I think you're going to have Geyser next year, right? He's going to move on to that team. Do we know anything? Can we talk about that? Well, I mean, it's uh, or is he going to run his... in the air right now? Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's my hope, right? I mean, right? We're <laughs> currently we're working with the HRC program, which is obviously the factory program, and he is on the Garibaldi program, but obviously receives major support from Japan and HRC. Mm-hmm. So the the hopes is that. You know, obviously, he definitely moves up to the HRC program and uh, is using FMF. Do you have any idea when you're going to get your hands on the 17 CRF 450? Any word? Well, I mean, that's kind of one of the cool things. So, um, you know, they might be debuting that thing at Charlotte uh, MXGP. Oh, oh okay. So, um, you may ha- you may or may not have one soon, or <laughs> might maybe have one right now. <laughs> <laughs> Or may or may not have or have one that might be racing there. Yes, right. We shall see. Ah, okay. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah, exciting Uh, times for sure. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Um, the the uh, the two stroke stuff. We always talk about it when you come on, but I, I I think. It's for a reason. I think that stuff's kind of coming back a little bit. More and more people are discovering that. You have the PowerCore 2.1 silencer, which is fairly new still. And uh, um, 
um, I guess the two-stroke stuff, you're probably seeing an increase from the last time you were on air, right? I mean, you gotta you got to look at, uh, you know, all the extreme enduro stuff is getting so popular now, mm-hmm. as, it, as it should. I, I feel like it. those guys are so gnarly, and they deserve, you know, off-road guys just deserve so much, you know, they have so much talent, and they don't get enough recognition a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, with crazy events like Erzberg and Romaniacs and, you know, all the stuff that Red Bull puts on, you know, so, you know, for us, you, you don't even see a four-stroke in any of those events. You know, it's, you have to ride a two-stroke. So, I mean, you don't have to, but you would be doing yourself a disservice by riding a four-stroke. So, it's just neat to see that, like, you know, there's still a place for two-strokes. You know, yeah. they're so good in the off-road, you know, in the off-road world. Any, you know, tight, nimble stuff where mm-hmm. you got to have, you know, uh, go over rocks. And so, yeah. you know, I just watched, like, the Tennessee knockout with Cody Webb. I mean, every guy there is on a two-stroke. So Right. Yeah, and uh, and I think that, yeah, people are discovering these things a little bit more, you know, buying older ones or whatever it is. So well, you got you got a lot of companies, you know, Gas Gas, Beta, you know, obviously KCM, Yamaha here, Husky. You know, so there's a lot more companies that are kind of gaining some traction and momentum here in in the space, which is mm-hmm. great. Yep. Um. So yeah, and you know, we love two strokes. I mean, that's where we started. That's where the company where my dad, you know, started, you know, building two stroke pipes. So right. it's always fun to to continue to work on stuff. You know, KTM just came out with a new seventeen two fifty three hundred, which is you know, those guys just keep cranking out new bikes. It's crazy. Uh, you want to take some phone calls? Got some calls for you, sure, man. All right, let's go. Skippy, what's up? What's going on? What's your question for uh, a little D? Hey, what's going on, gentlemen? How are y'all? Good. What's going on? Not too much. Hey, uh, Lil D, I just, uh, you know, in sales as a uh, working at a moto dealer, uh, the biggest thing I can do for myself is uh, acknowledge myself with what uh, our competition has to offer. How much do you all spend in learning what y'all's competition does and how much time do you all spend in seeing what they build and develop and so on and so forth and essentially, uh, you know, just make it better? So it seems like what y'all do, y'all just grab everything all in one and uh, make it better all the way around. Fitment, performance, sound. Um, you seem to do a very good job in just uh, beating your competition in every way. So I was wondering how much time uh, goes into that. Well, first of all, you know, definitely appreciate that you acknowledge that. I mean, I think I think first and foremost, you know, if someone is buying something and it, and it doesn't fit the right way, you're already going to have a bad taste in your mouth. So we spend obviously a lot of time in R&D, and I think – Basically, it all just comes down to that we, we produce everything in our huge warehouse and our manufacturing facility. So we're just able to make those quick changes and, and do things a lot quicker than, than our competition, which is, you know, amazing that my dad built something and wanted to keep it, you know, here, not only in America, but in Southern California, which is a very tough place to do business. Um, so I think it's just, you know, we, we actually care, you know, a lot to make sure that when the customer gets something from your dealership that, you know, he can put it on and he can appreciate like what we've built. So we take a lot of pride in that. Sure. Cool. Uh, how, how often do you guys uh, actually directly grab the competition though, as far as performance is concerned now, fitment is no competition with you guys. Uh, performance. A lot of people think, you know, this certain bike, we need to run this exhaust mm-hmm. because maybe, you know, first circuit Kawasaki runs that or so on and so forth. Y'all, uh, literally do dynos and so on and so forth for each vehicle and make sure that y'all are top performing on each one? Yeah, no, I, it definitely, you know, in the past there's been, you know, here and there we'll, honestly, we'll grab someone's stuff that we hear is, is pretty good and we'll, we'll test it out. 
that doesn't happen very often. We'd be spending a ton of money on yeah, all, really, all the, right? You know, all the, all the different <laughs> pipes. Um, but you know, we really utilize our race team. So you got to think from from off road to you know motocross. We have someone on every different brand motorcycle. So that's really where we're getting our baseline from. Is we're using our athletes to really just kind of come up with what we feel the general public's going to like. And uh, so really, that's kind of the, the main concern is just really focusing on our, our race teams and, and kind of how we can work with them and, and come up with an end product that the average guy is going to like, right? Because most people aren't pros. You know, you just want to go trail riding or like myself, I like to trail ride and I like to, you know, hit the moto track. And so you got to have a little bit of everything for everyone. Sure. Cool. I appreciate it, Donnie. I'll take care. Thanks, Gibby. Appreciate yeah, nice it. Uh, Dave, what's going oh, Not Dave. That's not Dave. Dave, what's happening? Uh, what's your question for uh, Donnie Elmer Jr.? Oh, hey, yeah. I'm, a, I'm an older fellow, probably about your dad's age. And I have a question. Uh, Mathis and Ping were, Ping was talking about it, about the core of dirt bikes and motocross racing. You know, I grew up in this uh, race bikes in the 70s, like when your dad started the business and stuff. Do you sell pipes more in the 70s or you sell more now? Oh, I mean, yeah, we definitely sell much more now. I mean, you know, in the in the 70s, it was great because, you know, you got to think like the Honda Elsinore, you know, I forget the, the number. It was just crazy. And yeah. you could, everyone had one of those things, you know. So, you know, we were we were selling a lot of product, but the problem is back then it was a lot harder to, to produce it. You know, everything was really, really built by hand. You know, where now we have, you know, really nice equipment that can help us stamp this stuff. You know, we can weld it quicker. So, you know even though the seventies were great for, for our brand, it's where we, where we built it from. But, you know, now it takes a lot more heavy duty equipment to create four stroke stuff. And, and we're able to produce, you know, much more now. Okay, man. Cool. Yeah, thanks, Dave. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, it, it is interesting because there was so many more motorcycles sold in the seventies yep. than there are now, but yeah, you're making more, you people have more money. I think people are replacing it more often, you know? as opposed to just riding in a field back in the day. So, um, well, hey, Donnie, thanks uh, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. Well, hey, I got a question for, for Connor. Does, so does Connor ride moto or what? So I was actually just talking to Chris about this a minute ago. I have only ever ridden a motorcycle one time. I was maybe eight or nine years old. It had to have been a 50. Um, but Chris and I have been planning on going out whenever I got back from the Olympics. So he's going to take me out, and uh, I'm going to have, have a go at it and see see how I do. Epic, man. Well, yeah, because I know a lot of you guys, like Aaron Gwynn and all those guys, just rip on dirt bikes. So I wasn't sure if you get a lot of skill from, you know, from that for yeah. BMX or transfer transfers over because I'm sure it helps, you know, Gwynn out because he just flies on a dirt bike and then obviously crushes it going downhill. So for sure, the um, hard thing I think the hard thing I think for me is just going to be suspension. I'm not used to having any suspension on my BMX bike, <laughs> yeah. so it's going to be nice to be able to case a jump and be all right. Hey, and and just so you know, don't don't try manualing these doubles on the cross track. Okay? <laughs> That's a bad idea. Yes. Yeah, and if you are, if you are manualing, it means you're probably twisting the throttle a little too hard. Yeah, and I should probably brace for impact. Connor yeah. would be great on the wheels on the ground flag. Very good. Oh, yeah. I'd kill it. Would be. Yeah. Detroit, so, well, Detroit, this past year, here to one. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Well, well Connor, it's definitely nice to be able to talk to you a little bit, and you know, a little starstruck here. So. You know, thanks for coming on the Pulp Show. Yeah, thank you, man. Yeah, he was saying he was listening to Pulp right before the gold medal run. 
right before the gold Perfect. medal run, you yeah. put it on. I actually have a sticker on my helmet, so my check's in the mail. Yeah, yeah exactly. Perfect. <laughs> uh, well, hey, and Donnie, thanks for supporting the show for so long. Uh, you were one of our longest guys. Uh, you, Works Connection, BTO, um, been on board with us for, for, for a long time on the show, and we really appreciate it, man. It's awesome. So thank you. Well, I mean, we, we love what you guys do, and it's uh, great for the sport to get a little bit more publicity anywhere we can. So let's yeah. keep going. FMFRacing.com. Thanks, man, and we'll see you at Indiana. Thanks, bud. All right, see you. Donnie Emmer Jr. from FMF, uh, a great guy. Uh, good marketing. I've really been impressed with FMF's marketing. Uh, JT, WPS, uh, um, you guys distribute Pro Circuit. You distribute... Uh, and FMF. Yeah. And FMF. And Yosh, too? Uh, no, just FMF and uh, oh, okay. Pro Circuit. Yeah. Um, FMF, hey, we sell a lot of FMF, though. That's a great company. They, I think that the FMF, uh, through, through Donnie mostly growing up you know, in the last few years, their marketing stuff, they've been killing it. Their yeah. ads, the T-shirts, uh, yeah. whatever you look at, like... Well, we kind of touched on that a little bit. They do a really good job of that. And I think now Pro Circuit is trying to catch up in the last little while. Yeah, they work with a an advertising agency that I've actually visited and yeah. met with that are brilliant. Yeah. And you can see that. It's reflected in their advertising. They're, they're coming on. They're brilliant. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. They do a really good job. So, uh, all right, we're going to take our second commercial break uh, of, the, of the show here. Uh, we'll come back. we got much more to do. Gear Ally Cold Call. We're going to call the bear. See how the bear's up. And uh, JT's song, when we come back, everybody's for his bitching about, uh, about my song. Who are we so, cold calling? Uh, the Bear. The Bear? Yeah, Who's Tyler it? Bowers. Oh, okay. Yeah, Tyler Bowers. I think it'll be good. Uh, Connor Fields in the uh, in studio here, gold medal winner as well. Uh, and uh, Cooksey from uh, WPS also in studio. Uh, we'll be right back after this. We've got a lot more segments to do, a lot more things going on. Uh, thanks for listening. See you in a bit. Hey, this is the voice of Supercross Guy, and you're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now, we see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Pulp MX Show. That's right. Hey, listen, I know a bunch of you people probably need suspension work. 
I would bet that a lot of you people need suspension work. Pookie, how's your suspension? Ah, definitely need some work. And from who? Racetech, Obvi. Obvi. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying the racers, riders, and tuners with factory-level suspension for the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. 10% off Racetech parts and labor. Use pulp code PULPMX2015 when you order. And uh, I guarantee you guys need some springs. You need some suspension work, your bushings, your seals. Vince Freeze uses Racetech. Pookie, who else? Who's your favorite rider that uses Racetech? Omaha's own Cody Gilmore uses Racetech. That's right, everybody. Cody Gilmore uses Racetech. They offer a full line of high-performance springs, suspension parts, suspension revalves, of course, the world-famous gold valves as well. Racetech suspension. Check it out, bro. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica J.P. Money Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to The Pulp Show. Listen, Chris Kiefer here in studio, and if there's anybody to talk to him about these new Michelin Starcross 5 tires that come in hard, medium, soft, and a sand version, it's him because he did the testing on them. Kiefer, uh, which, uh, talk about the testing. Which ones did you like? Well, when I tested them, I tested, uh, tested mostly with the mediums and the soft, and we went to all different types of tracks in Southern California. And the good part about it is that the medium um, terrain tire was good at every track we went to, even with some sand, hard pack. So 
there's a wide variety I could use with that medium tire. Yeah, let's face it, most guys have the money only for one set of tires, one set of pattern tread. Right. Mediums are where they're going to go. Yeah, medium's a good choice, and especially if you got uh, anywhere from soft all the way, even to really hard pack, it's pretty good. Michelin's been around a long time. They've done a lot of things for tires, uh, Kiefer, and uh, they managed to improve just about every part of the Starcross 5. One thing they're super proud of, though, when talking to the guys at Michelin, is that they shaved weight. It's uh, 10% compared to their to previous tires, which uh, 10% when they're rolling mass tires is quite a bit. Yeah, too. you got to think about it's unsprung weight. So uh, when you're dealing with a lighter tire, which, you know, the new Starcross is, and I tested with previously with their previous version with the MH3, um, I got a little bit better acceleration and braking. And uh, that's not to mention their, their casing technology, but just the, the lightweight itself is a huge advantage on the track. So there you have Michelin Starcross 5, hard, medium, soft, and sand. New off-road and motocross tires now available wherever Michelin tires are sold. Check them out at michelinmotorcycle.com. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno proven and made in the USA. Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lee, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's Unleash the power within. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition, all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest-growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brace. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. X-Brand is continuing to focus on low cost and high quality in the new year. RCH Racing's Brock Tickle and Freddie Noren are on board with Matt Bichalia, Daniel Baker, and a host of others to make up a motivated group. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct to the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW16 to save 30% now. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. 
For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Do you own a KTM like Anderson? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty and go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of JS7 and Chad Reed in the 2016 Supercross Series and rock a Vortex Pro. 
Rocket. Available in red, blue, black, silver, and now green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PulpMX16 and get 40% off your next order. 800-440-3559. VortexRacing.com or email Jake at VortexRacing.com and mention the PulpMX show. Presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Connor Fields, gold medal winner from Rio in studio. And uh, Jason Thomas from Fly Racing JT. The chat room has spoken. They are not happy with your uh, music choice. I'm good with that. <laughs> You've never been one to really worry about what the crowd says. <laughs> so it's the fray. I didn't know they were still around. Yeah. Yeah. They are. Yeah. Is this new? Uh, I mean, not old? brand new. Yeah. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Uh, Zach Osborne, Chad Reed. Donnie Elmer Jr., all on the show tonight. We're giving away a Fly F2 carbon red, white, and blue helmet, uh, the same one that Connor Fields wears, and uh, he's going to sign it uh, as well. So if you want to sign a helmet from folks at Fly, uh, email contest at pulpamexshow.com. We'll pick a random emailer uh, for the um, for the helmet, and uh, Connor's been nice enough to uh, to uh, sign it for us. So uh, thanks, everybody. Appreciate it. Uh, Chris Cooksey, also from WPS in studio. He's the... Uh, He's a Vegas, Nevada rep, been doing uh, deals with JT the last few days. So uh, let's do. Um, well, we were talking about the bear earlier. We think we JT and I think the motorcycle superstore Suzuki team should sign the bear. Sure. ASAP. I think Mitch should keep the bear uh, for a two fifty West ride. He's I don't. Full right. Well, 
he has four guys, but he could use a fifth. Yeah, why not? You know, right? So there's serious shit going on with those guys. And I think they should get the bear. So, uh, Gear Alloy, since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated light truck and SUV market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes for the enthusiast uh, marketplace featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles along with fashion forward SUV styling. GearAlloy.com, uh, they support the sport. The, the NFAB uh, Ampro Yamaha GNCC team, they are run the gear on the Gear Alloy helmets. And, of course, Gear Alloy supported JP Money, Jessica Patterson, for a long time. Get your truck in gear. GearAlloy.com. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, Gear Alloy's got it. So, uh, looking for some wheels for your truck? Get them. Uh, this is the Gear Alloy cold call. And we thought we'd call the bear, Tyler Bowers, see what he, he's up to. Uh, we're doing pretty good, uh, Trav, with the amount of answers on the Gear Alloy cold call. Yeah, we're at like 99.6%. Or Does something anyone like call that? him the bear but you? Anyone else? That's a made-up number. Uh, what, what's that, JT? Does anyone else call him the bear besides you? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. All right. I did uh, get filthy going, though. Yeah. Filthy. Good. Yeah. Great job on the intro music. Cold call. <laughs> people. It's kind of the a joke. Gear Ally cold call. I feel like there's 50-50 that he picks up. Hi, yes, it's Jagger Home, please. Gear Ally cold call. Tyler Bowers. Let's see if he answers the Gear Ally cold call. It is 9 o'clock. Your call has been forwarded oh, to an Bowers. Uh, Tyler Bauer is not picking up. Um, Hibernating. Yes. Well, oh, he's married <laughs> to a monster girl. Perhaps he's in the bed already. I mean, let's face it, it's 9 o'clock. Fornicating. Yeah. The bear is <laughs> busy making little Doing cubs. some kind of cating. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so we tried to call, and it didn't work. Um, Puto. We had him on last week. Last week. I missed him. I missed him by one week. Well, you're too busy in Rio. He's a barista <laughs> now. Whatever you're Coffee barista. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know he's a construction worker now. Whatever has, you, he's a man of many talents. Yeah, you know, he's just, uh, you know, got to, uh, I mean, he doesn't have quite enough money in his bank, you know, so why not open a barista? Simulating but seriously, it's, it's pretty cool, though, what, he, what he's doing, like, you know, helping yeah. his friends out and everything with like that. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, Connor, we got some calls for you. Uh, let's go to Skippy. Skippy, what's up? You want to talk to Connor Fields? Yeah, no, I uh, got so. Oh, Skippy. Good talk, Skippy. <laughs> Skippy it on out of here. I just had to say uh, congrats and. Uh... Oh, Skippy. <laughs> Skippy. Sorry, Skippy. We can't hear you. Gringo, what's up? Gringo. How you doing, bro? Can you hear me all right? Yeah, we can hear you now, bro. All right, man. I'm in the truck. I don't want to waste my number one. Oh, Gringo. Gringo, we can't hear you. You're like Skippy. <laughs> Oh uh, shoot! Hey, I just wanted to oh, congratulate. Yeah. I just wanted to congratulate Connor for bringing home the gold, bro. Proud of you, man. Beautiful Thank you. Job. Appreciate it, man. I Team to, USA. I used, to, I used to watch all them dudes out there at the Seven Eleven trails on Long Island, busting out Robbie Morales on a twenty inch and all of that stuff. Did a little shoreham racing myself, so I appreciate it, man. Good job. Appreciate it, man. Thank you very much. Yeah, hey Steve, I wanted to uh, ask you a question there. I was thinking about throwing some new plastic on my uh, on my CRF two fifty, coached out O five, but it runs like a gem. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know one hand washes the other there. I know I was looking. Uh, I like that Pulp MX graphic that you had uh-huh. on that dude's bike up in Canada. What, what would I got to do to get one of those on my bike? I don't know what you're talking about, Gringo. I had a Pulp, pulp, pulp. pulp MX graphics. Oh, uh, Roost MX can help you. Um, 
send me an email. Use a contact form on Pulp. Get email me, and uh, I'll put you in touch with Roost, and we'll we'll hook it up. All right, I got another question for you. Beautiful. Okay, I'll send you an email. Beautiful. You talking about Austin uh, Kuba's question? Something maybe. I don't know. Okay, JT. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, I got a question for you because you, I know you've been around a long time. You got a lot of experience. I know this sounds silly, but you rolled down here in the heat and humidity a lot. Yep. What did you do? I know it sounds stupid, but the guys, you know how you, your nipples, they get irritated. Oh, yeah. With the heat and humidity, right? Yeah, tape them. I em. tried the duct tape thing. Yeah, but, dude, I'm ripping hairs out of my nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Use uh, Get Athletic Tape. It's It'll come off a lot easier. What is it called? Like just white athletic tape. You can get it in any Walgreens, CVS, yep. whatever. Yep. Uh, but it it'll it won't rip your hair out, and it works pretty well. Oh, okay. I got you. I got yep. you. Hey, and another thing, uh, Steve. Do they still? I I know this is old school, but in the nineties, remember the, the the helmet stabilizers for the helmet? Yeah. They still got those, or no? I can't find them. No, Gringo, you gotta let that go. They don't have them anymore. Dude, it looks God, cool. Troy Lee like probably... the wing on there. Yeah, everybody, you know why everybody got rid of those? They D- digging they in the catch point. Yeah. yeah, catch point for helmets. Uh, Troy Lee probably built a swimming pool on the sales probably. of that one. Yeah, yeah. I-, I was looking to put one on a helmet there for. I'm going uh, doing uh, Bostwick this weekend at oh, Bostwick yeah. track. Do the vet race there. I wanted to, you know, style a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's about yes. thirty minutes from where I grew up. Sorry, Gringo. Yeah. All right, all right gentlemen, buddy. man. Have a beautiful evening. Travis, keep up the good work, huh? Yeah, he's all right. Thanks, Gringo. All right. See you, Gringo. All right. Thank Later, you. buddy. Uh, Skippy, you're back. You're sounding better. You want to talk to Connor? Yeah, man. I just wanted to uh, uh, say thanks to Connor for, uh, first off, representing our country and then going out there and kicking ass. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, I mean, man. Canadian, Appreciate Canadian it. Canadian guy. probably should have got <laughs> Hey, uh, so looking at that track, I mean, that thing looks beautiful. I mean, what, on a scale from 1 to 10, how gorgeous was that track for what y'all generally race oh it was it was a full 10 man uh it's the olympics so every detail gets taken care of and you know they want it to to be a spectacle they want it to look good you know to everybody around the world so they they really did a good job on the track uh and green was kind of the color of the games it was kind of the theme of of the whole thing yeah 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 that one wasn't quite on purpose though (laughs) um but yeah, the, the Oakleys all had green, right? The yeah, Oakleys yeah, yeah. had the green yeah, fade yeah, yeah. and all yeah. that, and that was just the color. So, but it looked really good. It was just weird that very first day riding a green track. You know, imagine, you know, if you go to Bud's Creek and it's green. You know, yeah. it's just it it it's it's okay. It doesn't it, once you're used to it, it's fine. But it throws you off at first sure. a little bit. Mm. Um, what but, uh, what kind of training do you guys? Uh, I mean, what are y'all's training tracks like? I mean, y'all just don't go out to you know the hills and start shredding stuff. But I mean, what are y'all? What's y'all's training like compared to, like, the motocrosser? So we, uh, the U.S. Olympic BMX team, we train in uh, San Diego, California, and uh, we have two full-size Olympic-style tracks down there. And uh, I spend about half my time there and half my time in Vegas. And uh, just riding those tracks down there, like you said, we don't go to the hills. We have to find specific BMX tracks. And there's over 300 uh, kids-sized BMX tracks in the country, and there's six or seven pro tracks in the country so that's it huh uh for pro size yeah Yeah. um but there's you know hundreds and hundreds of of small tracks but you can train on the small tracks for the big tracks uh you just got to get some time on the big tracks before right before the race but yeah so i I trained in san diego uh before before the olympics now is it very similar to motocross style training like as far as you do do road cycling i mean what's your cross training it's like actually in to be in the shape that you're in. It's actually about as opposite as uh, of training it as you can get from moto. Our race is only 30, 34 seconds, thirty five seconds. I'm in. 
Um, so all of our training is sprint based. You know, we don't go on the long rides. We don't do 30 minute motos. We don't do those circuits in the gym. Everything for us is about being as strong and as fast as you can for a short period of time. So we lift heavy, uh, as heavy as we can in the gym to get stronger. You know, we can be a bit bigger. You know, we don't have to worry as much about being lean and, uh, not eating pizza. And, um, I'm in. And then, <laughs> and then, yeah, we do a lot of sprint training instead of, you know, you guys would do 30 minute motos or road bikes. You know, we'll do a five second sprint or a 10 second sprint. And we'll say, we'll say 10 minute motos. We'll, we'll do 10 minute motos. This is what we do around here. Yeah, yeah, there you <laughs> so go. It's still nine minutes and 30 seconds too long for me. Um, thanks, hey, thanks again. Thanks, for Skippy. Our, uh, country, well, man. Yeah, it. no worries. Thank you, Skippy. Thanks, Skippy. All right. Uh, Gear Alley cold call. Uh, Tyler Bowers, call back. What's up? How are you, Tyler? What's Good. How you guys doing tonight? You're watching The Bachelor in Paradise? <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, I got roped into it, but this was actually pretty good. Like, uh, the wife, of course, watches, you know, The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Right. I can't stand it. I mean, I don't know. I kind of like The the Bachelor sometimes is all right. Um, I don't know. It's it, it, I, Those usually just, I hate it, and I just get on Instagram the whole time my, my wife's watching it. But So what do you think, Tyler? Do you think uh, JoJo and Jordan are going to stay together? No, I don't know. I no mean, chance. I, I watched that. I watched. I mean, I watched that whole season, but I don't really remember that. So that's I don't know. Most recent one, right? Yeah, yeah, that was the most yeah, recent one. Yeah. That was Aaron Rodgers' yeah. brother. Brother, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's so that that tells you how much I actually watched it. Like my wife watched every episode, and I was sitting here in bed with her the whole time, and I was just on Instagram the whole time. You know, so I just that's my an hour of hour two hours of Instagram each night. Um, <laughs> um, but The Bachelor in Paradise, on the other hand, this one's awesome. Like they're like. They're all on like the resort or whatever. Like it's all the failed, um, you know, contestants. So like the girls and the guys, and then like, yeah, it's pretty good because so, there's there's like more dating going on instead of just like twenty guys or twenty girls after one guy or girl. You know, it's yeah, like everything's yeah. kind of. I hate yeah, to admit it, but I, I watch those shows too. Sounds like it, uh, uh, <laughs> Tyler. That's uh, that's Connor Fields. He just won a gold medal in BMX at Rio. He brought the medal in studio and everything. It's like. Same yeah, right I was just—I heard you guys talking about the uh, the thirty-second races. Where do I sign up? <laughs> <laughs> the bear, wow, bear! You got those seven lappers down. There's six lapper heat races yeah. down. You got those. Yeah, I can crush the six lappers. Um, so the reason we called you because we were discussing you and 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 what's going on with you and what are you doing and you know you you've told us that, that that pro circuit has kind of told you like hey we don't have any room for you. I'm surprised at that. I I thought they'd for sure keep you for a two fifty west uh, uh, a series. But um, so what are you gonna do? Are you Go back to Arena Cross. We talked about that. We think that that might be an option for you, and it could be a place where you could make some cash. Because I mean, you dominated that series for, for three years. So, what are you doing? Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's an option. I, I I just don't think I'm going to go there. I think um, you know, I'll probably um, I'm just talking with a few teams right now. Still, um, everybody's kind of working to see if they can get a fifth guy. Uh-huh. And um, you know, everybody's got their four guys lined up, and then um, you know, I'm kind of in an awkward position of being the the fifth guy where. You know, like everybody thinks I'm too big for 250 outdoors, and um, you are. You know, yeah, and it's definitely going to be difficult. Um, so everybody thinks you know maybe supercross only. Mm-hmm. Um, and then then you come into the pay, you know, the pay amount where I'm also a lot of people think I'm worth more than what they've got, you know, and yeah. I, I honestly think so too. So it's like it's kind of hard right now. Everybody's trying to squeeze a little bit out. So I'm still, um, you know, kind of sitting around waiting to hear from that. I mean, I'm, mm-hmm. unfortunately, it didn't help me at all either. I got injured three weeks ago now end up uh, yeah. hurting my collarbone and doing uh breaking my femur too, a couple of ribs too out at Glen Helen practicing during the week. So that really, uh, kind of didn't help the cause. And, uh, so yeah, I'm just kind of hanging out now trying to do, um, as much as I can to, you know, talk to some teams and ensure everybody I'm going to be fine. So did you and, uh, uh if, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. 
I said, if not, I might just be a, you know, plumber or roofer next year. <laughs> Cause I don't, I'm kind of over, I mean, now with me getting hurt as bad as I am. And then, you know, the people that called to check on me while I was, you know, uh-huh. the next couple of days in the hospital or whatever, nobody really did. Hey, I, um, no, you I texted know. you I mean, bullshit. I texted yeah. you. No, no, you did. But like, no, I, the people the head who matter that you think would, yeah, the guys that matter. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, every, my friends matter, you know, there's people that, you know, got right. hold of me and, you know, and they know who they are, but there's, you know, the guys, the guys at the track that were at the track with me that day, have, you know, are still checking on me, making yeah. sure I'm okay. But you know, there's, you know, the guy, the higher up guys that unfortunately you would think they would at least give a courtesy call. Nobody really. Gets uh, sure. So you definitely um, learned. I'm, I'm kind of, friends yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of over like risking, you know, my life for that. And then, you know, I love racing dirt bikes, but it's just, that's a slap in the face. And then, you know, things with, you know, Jesse Nelson now going through what he's going through, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, yeah. it's not worth it for, you know, to be in debt for the year. Yeah. Know, race, no, it, race and risk, you know, being in a wheelchair or something. You're in a tough spot, no doubt about it. Um, um, so. We think we think the Motorcycle Superstore team could be a good fit. They're looking to, to, to be the official Suzuki team um, for 250s, and um, they're probably going to look for some guys. You should call them, or they should call you. Yep. I think that's yep. a good I've thing for you. Cut one to that a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've heard a little bit about that. What um, else do we like, JT, for Bowers? Any Anybody with a factory bike that can get him off the starting line into the first turn in a hurry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, seriously, because he can win races. That's, I mean, anybody, anybody wants a guy that can win races. There's not many of them. So no, yeah. I mean, and that's and that's my move with a lot of the guys now. Everybody, you know, like I said, the, they don't have a, the budget quite to afford me. But they're like, you know, we we want a guy that can win races. I'm like, all right, so you can either get me or you can get the guy that you had on your bike on Monday. <laughs> yeah. but the guy that you had on your bike will never win a race. He'll, you know, he'll, a good race for him's a third, and you know, a good race for me, I'm capable of winning races. So. Um, um, you know, I think I got all the the issues I had this past year. I got them all ironed out now, and I'm feeling. I mean, even even being hurt right now, like I'm feeling better. Uh, than yeah, you ever, got time. So. Yeah, you got. I don't know if yeah. that injuries at Glen Helen right now, you know, should affect anybody. What yeah. they think of you, it's all healable stuff. Um, you know, it's yeah. the same kind of deal. Like JT Geico put Mookie on at the last minute. Didn't have anything. Yep. Remember, he went to the Red Bull Straight Rhythm with his own bike, and and Geico got him cheap, quote unquote. Yep. Put him on a bike. The guy wins a title for him two yeah. years later. Wins a race, I think, yeah. that first year for him. Won a race. Yeah, Oakland. Yeah. yeah. Oakland. And, and, you know, yeah, like that's a perfect thing, like right there. Like, oh, let's do that again, you know? Well, I, I yeah. like I said, uh, the fact that he can win races is not the problem. I think getting the right deal where he feels like, you know, he, he obviously has bills to pay. And then getting equipment, man. Equipment is so important in that class, especially for Tyler being bigger. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, hey, how would you like the 450 Outdoors? I mean, you didn't get a ton of time on it. You, your best race was the one right before you got hurt. Uh, yeah. Did you like it? Did you did you start digging yeah. it? Uh, yeah, I loved it. You know, I just uh, I haven't raced outdoors since, you know, freaking 09. Dude, I know. And, I, can't uh, for, I forgot how long it was. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's like get, getting there, like, the first weekend, I was just trying to brush the cobwebs off. Clearly, there was a crap ton of nerves. And, you know, it, it was a dream come true to get, you know, to ride for the factory Kawasaki team, you know, and uh, – and the guys, Theo and, and, and Dana, my mechanic, were, you know, just great. The whole team was just super positive, and they, they knew, you know, they just they needed to kind of dust the cobwebs off, get used to it, and kind of keep the ball rolling, and they were just, you know, supportive the whole time. So each weekend I learned and, you know, got a little bit better. Um, it's amazing how much – I mean, I've been around for a long time, but, like, I had no freaking clue. Like, I went into it thinking, oh, yeah, let's, you know, I know this, and mm-hmm. I got there the first weekend, and – I was like, holy crap, the schedule's like, I don't know, I just got to, it's just different. You <laughs> yeah. Know, you got to know when to eat, you got to know when to like shower and cool your body down and like yeah. get the sand out of your crack. And it's just like, it's, everything's <laughs> just, you know, it's quite a bit different. You know what I mean? So, yeah. 
Um, and uh, but yeah, I got I got the hang of it. And while Shugo went twelve twelve for eleventh overall, so it was the the best I did. And then, dude, I was feeling freaking awesome. You know, the couple weeks off, I was feeling starting to feel really, really, really good. Mm-hmm. Finally, getting some confidence back. And and then, uh, yeah, that's about the best time to you know yeah. eat shit. So uh, Kiefer Kiefer <laughs> said it was nasty. It was nasty. Yeah, like dude, I think I don't know if he was the one. I, I'm pretty sure I was going around him, like off the top of Mount St. Helens, like mm-hmm. the, you know the highest peak of Mount Helens. <laughs> yes. And there was a, there's a little kicker up this little like tabletop that gets there every week. There's a little kicker in the thing, and you know normally I hit it no problem. And that time I went like a little wider to go around. I think it was Kiefer on the inside, and and I went around somebody, and and dude, I was just feeling the flow, just super confident, and I hit the kicker and like. It kicked me, and I didn't even think anything of it, right. you know. And uh, I just, I think, because I had carried more speed and I was feeling better, I jumped further down the hill. Yeah. And so that gave me time to rotate, and I just started indoing. And then oh. like, finally, I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh shit! And then the front end, like you know, where I landed, because I was out of the main line, because I went around somebody, I landed like in the soft stuff, and it just freaking stuck, and I just went flying down the hill. JT. But even then, like down, I, down I hit the ground, and I was, yeah, I just not like, good. I got up like halfway down the hill, and That's I was not just, good. Like, I, well. Like I knew it, it hurt like hell, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, I didn't think I hurt anything. I was just like, yeah, I'm gonna take you know the rest of this weekend off. I might not ride Monday, but like, I got a stinger on my shoulder. My leg kind of hurts. I got a Charlie horse, but whatever. Like I got, I got up. My bike was at the bottom of the hill, destroyed. I got on the back of Keeper's bike. He rode me, you know, back to the pits. And then when I got back there, I took my jersey off and I felt a lump on my collarbone. I was like, yeah, well, yeah, that ain't gonna work. And I was like, hey, I think I broke some ribs, but. Hell, I raced most of the year this year with broken ribs. You know, I break yeah. ribs all the freaking time. And then, uh, then my leg, I was like, man, this thing feels broken, but it's, it. I mean, I got a broken. If it's a broken femur, I've done it before. Yeah. I should be screaming. You know? Right? You think? And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, like, I, w- I went to the hospital to just get checked out, and I was like, you know, I didn't think I really broke it, but got some X-rays on it, and they, yeah, they said it was broke. But I had a rod. I have a rod in it, so it was like it didn't like displace any, and that's probably what made it not hurt as bad. Oh yeah, yeah. Because it just it just broke, and the rod was still straight, and there was nowhere for it to go. So jeez, um, yeah, I don't get it, man. Like, like, okay, even if you're quote unquote as bad as you were this year, if and you said you got this figured out, and you know what kind of deal is. But even if you're as bad as you are this year, you won what three heat races? I think. Well, yeah, that's, um, that's the crazy. That's why I don't get like so. Like you said. Yeah, I think three here. So I'm gonna win four. Hey, what I win three? I don't know. This year. Well, you yeah, asked Brady. Brady yeah, doesn't. Brady doesn't know. Yeah, it should. And then I, I got fifth in points. Like right. You know, like it's, and you were quote unquote. Horrible. You were quote unquote really bad. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing I don't get. It's like I'm like, all right, you guys, like, yeah, it wasn't good for me. Like everybody, I think that's the thing is everybody expects me to be on the podium every weekend. So if I'm getting fifth place, that sucks. But if you get a guy that's usually a tenth place guy that gets fifth in points, yeah, everyone's stuck. Well, hell, he had an excellent year. You yeah. know what I mean, we should hire him. But I mean, I think even know. just heat race wins count. You're on TV. You're winning the yeah. race. You're getting interviewed. Like they get okay. bonuses for him sometimes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. get bonuses. Count it. Um, like bonuses, you know, yeah. guys like me and JT that we that were a little more looking at the sport. We're like, wow, you can win heat races, but he can't get the main event done. And we discuss that. But on a, on a that's on a macro level. On a big level. That's great. Winning heat yeah. races and, and, and you the know. The only yeah. thing that I was like, man, what is going on is he was going backwards, which yeah. he doesn't normally right. do. Right. You know, that's that's yeah. where I think the perception that it was a bad year because yeah. we're not used to seeing that. No, and th- yeah. what I'm saying is, like, if you get him, if you get Tyler Bowers right now, you're still going to win heat races as bad as he was or whatever, yeah. you know, quote, yeah. unquote. Yeah. So I don't know what these assholes are doing because it doesn't cost yeah. – to ride West Coast, uh, you barely got to get on an airplane. You barely got to go anywhere. It's yeah. cheap, as, cheap as balls. So. Yep. 
I don't know about. I think it's, it's yeah. well, like you said, like the heat races too. It's I, that's one of my big things. Is I tell people, I'm like, you know, I won heat races, and I was clearly faster many times. Like I was qualified up top most of the time, yeah. and you know, top three, top five, all but like every race. And then you know, the, the heat race, I won heat races, so I can I can be the fastest guy on the freaking track for six laps. Let's just work on the 15 lap part. I told you guys the problem. I rode for a month before the season started. Yeah. After taking you know six to nine months off, it was like a. I mean, I was pretty damn out of shape. I'm not going to lie. You know, so like it, it took me a while to get going. You know, I got, I improved every race all the way to the end. So I, yeah. I mean, I don't know, but ah, you know, well. people got their favorites. There's, there's politics involved, you know, and all that good stuff. Too. There is, so there is. Yeah. I need a, I need a brother that works in the industry or a dad that does something or, <laughs> I mean, yeah, know, my I wife's mean, a model, but that doesn't help that much anymore. Get her to use her money to buy you a ride. Get her money, yeah. her monster money. I'm telling her she's, she's working really hard now. I'm, I might actually end up winning on this whole deal because she might be doing all the money making and then I might be staying at home doing something. Ah, perfect. Yeah, I like that. That's good. That's every guy's goal. Yeah, right? <laughs> Keep yeah. it up. Yeah, put her to work. Send some yeah. pointers this way. <laughs> right, right. Well, hey, uh, Tyler, yeah, thanks for uh, uh, hitting me back up and coming back on. Uh, appreciate it. We just wanted, like I said, we were discussing you earlier, like what you're doing, where you're going, why you don't ever ride yet, and we thought we'd call you. So, yeah, thanks, man. Yep. Well, if you guys figured it out, don't don't hesitate to call me next week. Or the week <laughs> oh, we got all the answers here. <laughs> We're super <laughs> smart here. I'm, I'm trying to figure it out, too, man. JT, are you prepared right now to give Bowers 50% off retail for a fly deal? <laughs> right now? I'm not even going to dignify you, that with a response. I'll tell you one thing. I know, I know there's one thing. There's one rider that really pissed me off. I couldn't touch him last year for certain reasons. And then this year, I'm going to kill the guy because I'm going to be somewhere else so oh, i knew um, getting yeah. the and next next year is going to be really exciting oh uh, his he better watch it joey better watch out he's, yeah. he's, yeah. Um, i don't know who <laughs> uh, see i knew the bear he would say way, something he yeah. way too much shit to me and i'm gonna kill him i knew the bear would be a good cold call all right hey thanks buddy appreciate it good luck uh with the injuries and healing up and, and i'm sure you'll get something i have no doubt somebody will pick Best you up luck, so. man thanks man thank you all right see yep. uh i forgot to ask him about this is the very end uh someone told me star racing maybe West Coast star yeah. bike. Why not? Yeah. Fifth guy. Well, that's they, perfect. They need a fifth guy. He'll be right up against uh, Mr. Versace himself. Yeah. And bikes are fast. JT was stating that you need a yeah. factory bike. I mean, and the bike is everything for him. Yeah. Just because size. You know, Do just, they have yeah. a spot on that yeah. team? Uh, they, they got, got Fernandez coming over. Yeah, right? they got, but they have a fifth guy spot if they want. Like, you know, uh, that's a, a, the beauty of having coast. If you go from two to three on a certain coast, it's not a big deal. Outdoors, he don't want to race outdoors anyway. Then I don't really think he says he does. I know, I'm just but like, you it, shouldn't. He knows his talent is in Supercross, yes, and that's yes. where he's going to make his money. Yeah, absolutely. Gear Alley, cold call. Uh, does that count, Travis? When when guys text me and say, "Was that you?" Yeah, that counts. And then they, then we call them. Nobody would know if you wouldn't have said that. Well, no, it, just be it, like he called back. Yeah, but it's whatever. Calling yeah, back. Whatever. No, it, yeah, it counts it, it for counts sure. For yeah. our percentage? Okay. GearAlloy.com. Please check them out. Uh, we, we'd, uh, we'd appreciate it if you need some wheels for uh, for your rig. Um, Connor, how much longer you got? How much longer you want to stay? What's your deal? What's going on? You just got in from Rio. Well, we got an X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment. We... I'll, I'll stick around. I'm having fun. All right. Let's do it. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. X-Brand Gog is a choice of champions everywhere. EKSBrand.com, Matt Pichelia, Kyle Chisholm, Brock Tickle, uh, just some of the guys. Fast Freddie Norn, they were X-Brand Goggers. If you don't wear X-Brand, you're not going to win. Not going to win X-Brand. Was there any X-Brand in the final? Uh, do we, do uh, I have anybody? I think 
there was only two other brands represented, and they weren't X brand. Oh, that's ridiculous. But more than half the final didn't even wear goggles. Yeah, I know. I noticed that. Uh, yeah, what's the deal with that? What's the... Our tracks are so hard packed. There's no roost or anything like that. But isn't there like a danger of a handlebar on the eye, like something? Like, <clears> I'm you know? sure that danger is always there. But right, JT, when do you think they wear goggles? Yeah, Sweat. I mean, Sweat even? Well, for me, I, I, know I just grew seconds. up without riding them because yep. you don't need them. And when you're a kid and you first start out, you don't have them. So for me, riding in the goggles, it's weird because I like the feeling of the wind in my face. Yeah. And I like seeing everything to the sides and stuff. And it's just I'd, be weird running, for me not I'd be running clear Oakley glasses for the handlebar stuff or who knows, a bug, anybody. You're going to run sunglasses in your helmet. No, no, clear. Yeah, yeah. clear. If I'd, I'd wear goggles, number one. Number two, I'd wear the clear Oakley stuff in my helmet, like clear lens. Interesting. All I'm right. just saying. All right. They have the eyes open. Yeah, clear vision. That's the clearest vision you're going to get. <laughs> it is. It is very much so. Uh, EKSbrand.com. Use code PulpMX16 uh, to save money when you're checking out. These are rapid your questions. Uh, who submits these? Uh, letter Moser. Moser. That's right. the one. You familiar? Uh, the name. I've heard the name. Can't play it. Can't, you know, place yeah. the face. And he's around. Um, hey, we didn't get any for Connor because I didn't. I think he'd be in for this late segment. So let's just ask him, JTs. Okay. <laughs> or do you have three you can ask him right now that you come up with? Nah, not off the top of my head. Oh, some guy you are. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, I got it. I got it. What we, I will show my talent. I will show my talent. You show your talent. That's why you're. I have the three host. questions for Connor Fields. Okay. Uh, um, but we'll start with JT first. <laughs> <laughs> All right, JT, go ahead. Uh, JT, what was, uh, what was the biggest start money you've heard of a rider getting for an off-season race? Uh, would have been Stu for Bercy, and I heard somewhere in the two over two hundred range. Eight point five seconds. Uh, RV apparently is in two range yeah. for this Aussie race. Yeah. But then I was thinking, why wouldn't Chad and Cooper be in the two range, and they can't? That's happy. RV, I know, like in RV's prime, he had a deal for Australia for two rounds. It was a three-week trip, and Alden kiboshed it, and it was 185, two weekends. And but Alden said, no, no, we're not going. Webb and Reed would not go for less money than RV to Australia. Chad won't leave the country for less than 100. Right. He's been, that's yeah. been his policy. Right. So, since day one. how can RV be getting two and Chad not two? I bet Chad's 150. How is Australia Race affording Coupe at two? Corporate sponsorship. That much, though? That much? That's how anybody does it. Like, Dude, Bercy. I'm like aware. I'm aware Shaw. how it works. Yeah, but I mean, that's how it works. That is, those three guys, that might be the biggest start money for a race in history. Yeah, but that's going to be the biggest motorcycling well, event McGrath, other than MotoGP all year. I'll watch it. I wouldn't normally yeah. watch that. that McGrath, I'll Mc, check in. McGrath and Villy got 100 each, so that's two. And everybody else. Back in the day. Bercy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah Chad was one... Something for Bercy, but they're like Stu's deal. He had to, he brought like ten people with him. Yeah, they all flew business, so yeah. he probably had fifty grand in expenses. Yeah. you know, so but then didn't race the second night. Yeah, that was that didn't go for well. <laughs> uh, all right, next question. Uh, Steve, is this overall win for Zacco going to propel him to better and more consistent finishes, or do you foresee more of the same for him next year? Nope, better and more consistent. Nothing like winning the first time and realizing you can do it. What it took. Make it happen. Well, he won his first moto this year and his first overall, so he's already still progressing. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Connor, X-Men Goggle Terrace. Let's do it. Uh, Your favorite all-time motocrosser? Uh, Ryan Villapoto. 2.7. Why? I loved his aggressive style. I just, I I like the way he rides a motorcycle. And 
I love how uh, he's just aggressive. He just wanted to win every time he was in the game. It was, it was cool to watch. We had Austin Forkner in a few weeks ago. Uh-huh. He was here? No. Oh. On the phone, sorry. Oh. I said, uh, who's your favorite motocrosser growing up? He said uh, he was a little young for the uh, Carmichael Reed era. Probably true. Yeah. I'm going to kill <laughs> I myself. Mean, Reed, well, the Reed era is can. Yeah, I know, but you going. know what I mean? Like, he was... So then he was like, well, Villapoto. Just like, oh, my God. <laughs> I brought a Tim Ferriss. There's really nothing really going on. No. <laughs> Trainer guy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, all right, next question. Uh, JT, why do you think Savachi is running out of steam under the watchful eye of the Carmichaels? He's sick. 1.4? Is, like, yeah, is that for sure, or are you just I, speculating? I think... I don't think it's an injury like a wrist or bone. No, it's, it's he's, he's got something going on. I, I I don't know that. No one's told me that, but I've seen it enough in this sport to know something's wrong with him. Why is the bear man at him? Uh, he said he was talking shit to him. Like in the truck? Probably. Why would you talk shit to the bear? Yeah, I mean, he's probably just like needling him. You know, like, hey, guy, you're supposed to be winning. Hey, guy, where's your deal? God. Yeah, whatever. Okay. It's not smart. <laughs> you don't pick on someone bigger than you. Um. All right, next question. Uh, Steve, who will do better in Supercross next year, AC or Forkner? Forkner. You did not want to answer that. You did not I, want to answer that. I knew I the have, answer that was going to come out of your mouth, and I knew you didn't want to answer that. I have to be honest. Yeah, Forkner's good. Yeah, you think? Forkner's he's way really better good. at Supercross than he is outdoors, yes. and he's winning motos. Yes, he, as good as he is outdoors, everybody, he's better in Supercross. Pookie's yelling at you. Is she really? Yeah. Oh, God. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> Don't tell you. I'm, if you knew sign language, you would have signed Forkner over to Travis. So you didn't have to say it. It would have been like a hostage situation. <laughs> Surprised you didn't like stab the table with a fork. <laughs> it would have been like a hostage situation. I like Adam. I like Adam. Unlike you, I like him. Unlike me. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm joking. Do you think they'll be on the same coast or separate coasts? Uh, no well, one will know until like Christmas. Yeah. That's a cooksy question. No, Good let, question. Let, me, let me ask you. What would you do? What would you? Okay, so Hill, AC, Forkner, Svachi. What would Ryan Lochte do? That was the name of a TV show. Yeah. You ever he watch would, that? He would dye his hair that color. Platinum. I just got a text. Silver, just like his metal. I just got a text from Pookie. F you, dude. Yeah, fair enough. Um, what, which coast? Would, F you, uh, dude. Who would you put? Which, which, never mind which coast, but who would you match together? I put Forkner on, on West Coast, mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, and I put Adam on East. Adam won East Coast races already. Yeah. Comfortable there. Uh, and Forkner, I think he will be ready. But so, that's your two number ones, quote, quote unquote. I was going to say, where do you put Savachi? Then? Right, that's what I'm saying. Because don't you want a stack of coast winner? I put Savachi out west with Forkner. I keep Adam and Savachi away from each other. I, I think Forkner, you come in, he's rookie. He may not win his title his first year. And Joey's going to be the favorite for the title, I think. So, West Coast is just more important. Yeah. I don't know how, you know what I mean? Yeah. The Anaheim Chris, rounds, Christian those Craig? rounds are... Christian Craig, famed for the title? No? Over Savachi? Yeah. No. Okay. All right, Mike, my, my turn for Connor. He'll win races, though. Uh, uh, all right, Connor. Um... Favorite set of fly gear, color, set line? Um, I actually thought that the 2016 stuff, the hydrogen, the, the blue, the white, and the red, that was my favorite favorite overall like mm-hmm. yeah. gear line. It was, just, it was clean. It was simple. It was really comfortable to wear. Uh, we wear the blue stuff. Yeah, because America. A, yeah, well, not even that. I mean, if right. they had it in, in green or whatever, that would be – I just – I really like the, the clean kind of look of it and the, the, the comfort. It was, it was great. Kiefer is so excited right now. God, that light hydrogen stuff. That's Kiefer, like, you yeah. can't get enough. I've been a fly guy since 04, man. I've been riding in fly stuff since, like, they first started out back in the day. 03 for me. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right, next question. That's right. 
Uh, JT, how many race teams do you think are actually turning a profit? Which team is the most profitable? Um, discredit the factory teams that are using a race team as marketing, etc. <laughs> Moser, <laughs> you want this in essay form? For example, how'd you meet your girlfriend? For example, how'd you, how'd you meet your girlfriend? The BTO team is taking is turning a profit at the end of the year. Most most profitable is RCH. Uh, you think? No way. Yeah. No way. Who? Mitch. No. Yeah. RCH. Mitch. No. I will bet you. I go ahead. Do you know the deals that RCH has? Like, the do you numbers? know Mitch Payton? How yeah, long he's been doing I, it? I know, what he gets paid? I know like what his gear deal used to be, and I know what it is now. And yeah, it's a lot less. Well, okay, but it, back in the day, it was more. I'm talking a couple about, years ago. I, I'm not talking about ten years ago. I'm talking Dude, about today. RCH got a lot of men, a lot of salaries, a lot, a lot, of, millions, lot of guys, a lot of millions. Right. We're gonna have to call Mitch. Uh, Steve, who's going to win the chess match of Supercross, Motocross, GP promotion dominance? In 10 years, do you think we'll still have three separate series? I don't have 30 seconds. Yeah, like, I can't do it in 30 seconds. That was 15. Whatever it is. No, I don't know. I don't know. The rules are 15 seconds. <laughs> Hard to dispute with my own voice telling me that. No, honestly, I don't know, man. Something's going on in American motocross, supercross. Like, Monster are being a bunch of dicks, and they want. Oh, boy. <laughs> Here we go. They want more races, more supercrosses. They're pushing this GP agenda in, they're pushing supercross in. The nationals have been around longer than anything, and it's a good series, and I think. The people that go to motocross nationals are the ones that buy product. They buy the fly. They buy the Dunlop tires. They buy the Michelin tires. They buy the X-Brand goggles. Um, so those are your, your your guys that you want at the races. Supercross is more of a show. So, you, But the energy drink people aren't assigned with the nationals. They're, they're aligned with the Supercross. They're aligned with the GPs. Red Bull sponsors. Outdoors. I was going to say Red Bull's on the outdoor. Yeah, but not as a, like, you know, they're big. Title. Yeah, they're big thing. They're big thing, yeah. but Not like fly with a 30-second board. Yeah. Um. I don't know, man. Great point. I don't know. Um, I got to hear a lot of complaints about the Nationals from teams. Uh, remote locations, weather. Uh, I don't know. If anything, I think might change is Nationals. I could see Nationals going to a one-moto format. You know what I think, though? Mm. I think if the series started with outdoors, you would hear less complaints. I think everyone's so could fried. Be, yeah, could be so a good point, right? All those things weigh heavier. Yep. You know, like the inconveniences are like, oh, right. God, I don't want to be here anyway. Plus, you're making me drive. If it started, <laughs> yeah. no big deal. You're not burnt yet. And then by Vegas Supercross, you're burnt out. Yeah. But I think <laughs> right. I think there there would be some valid complaints still, but I think oh, it would be way, yeah. way better. Yeah. You know, one thing I don't understand about the, the Nationals is the scheduling of it all. Like, they're going back and forth, East Coast to West Coast to East Coast to West Coast. You would think that they would plan it so that, as a, at yeah. least for the truck drivers, you they, know, make, make it easier on the try to they try to but certain races want certain weekends because they've always mm. been there you know so the f- people know hey this weekend yeah. i can go July to this 4th track is, yeah red bud and everything bun. they try they work their hardest you know to do it supercross um, is bad too though yeah but it's stadium availability yeah supercross goes new york no uh west santa clara new york santa clara new, new york, york then back, vegas. vegas yeah there. like you know um i could see nationals undergoing a a, a development of like one moto you know, just make it a little easier on everybody. Chat room's going to explode with you talking like I'm that. just saying. I just, I, I just, I don't know. I No USGPs. Like, get out of here. Beat it. We don't need them. Go, we'll, we'll all meet at Motocross the Nations. That's when we'll meet. I think it's fine. Have your USGPs. Just don't force your guys to go if they don't want to go. It's yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. 
If you want to have your guys come I over, think like, it, just like Mexico. Yeah. They have Mexico. They have Argentina. Do whatever you want. That's great. Like, I think it's awesome right. that they want to expand their series. But forcing the U.S. guys that it's not even a series they're in to go to, uh, man, I don't know. Like, well, I think a guy like Wacko, he's all in. He, yeah, no, he would go, you know. But when it – we we beat this, you know, subject up. But when it forces them to cut out races that are truly awesome, that's when it sucks. But don't you feel Nationals, 12 rounds – they that's the people who buy product do you feel oh, yeah. like i'm right no, that's like, a core motocross th- enthusiast they go yeah, to yeah. the tracks and, and they buy your product we gotta go to nationals yeah no yeah. there's no doubt about right. that's why that's why right. it was a home run for us right. to sponsor that series and, and i know it's like super hard work for mechan- i was a mechanic for 11 years i know it's super hard work on truck drivers and mechanics it's super hard work on riders but too bad those are those are the fans that buy shit that's the way i look at it those people so. i would say 90 plus percent of people at a motocross outdoor national race actually ride or race Right. Supercross, I bet, is fifty percent or less. Right. As a I, I fan, I'm just guessing, but I like both. Like, I I like watching Supercross, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I like watching the outdoor stuff and how different they are. Yeah. And I think it's good for the sport because maybe some somebody might not like Supercross, but they might be a fan yeah. of the outdoors and yeah. vice versa. Um, and I think the outdoors do a good part, do a good job of like, look, there's no Supercross in Colorado. That chick that called earlier for Chad, there's no Supercross for her by Pennsylvania. There's no Supercross. Um, Matt life's pretty close, depending on where you're at. Yeah, I but. guess depending on where you're at. Um, they go to some markets. Well, Seattle's back, but Washougal, you know, um, they go to they go to some places where people can't go to Supercross. They can go to Nationals, and like you can ride your dirt bike at Washougal and at Redbud and at Lakewood, and then you can be like the next weekend. Yeah, you can't go play pickup football game at Lambeau. No, but you can go race at Washougal. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's a pretty cool. Aspect. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, uh, final question for me. Uh, expert on goggle terrace for Connor Fields, uh, Rio gold medalist. Um, Connor. Will you trade me anything in here for the gold medal? <laughs> um, no. Damn it. 6.9 seconds. <laughs> I had to think about you it. You did for think about it. Seconds. You did think about it. Well, I just took a quick look around. I see a Timmy Ferry jersey <laughs> from 1990-something probably. Five. Yeah. yeah Five? It looks like, it, like all the neon. It looks 90s. Uh, that's, that's 94. Yeah. 94? What? Cooksey? I thought it was 93. Oh. Um, 93 was on uh, RRP still. Okay, hold on. This guy actually ninety four. This too. guy That's here. 95. This guy here, Mark. You've been on hold for a long time. Well, welcome to the show. What's your question, man? Mark probably fell asleep. Mark. <laughs> Mark. Mark. I think he's eating that was him something. slurping up the drool. <laughs> Is it? eating something? Let's listen to Mark. Hold on, Mark. Any question about brake pressure? Great radio. Had a question about brake pressure. Yeah, why were you taking the call anyway? He's been on hold for an <laughs> hour and a half. I'm just kidding. I'm like, I'm just kidding. I mean, I did have Villaman's brake caliper did fall off with me, so maybe I'm not the guy to <laughs> not the guy to answer. Uh, Pulp and Mech Show presented by BTJSports.com, Fly Racing, WUSA, the great guys at WUSA, supplying wheels for the JGR team, the Red Bull KTM team, and many other people. Uh, whether it's Talon, whether it's Kite, whether you want to rebuild a set, whether you want to get a spare set, WUSA.com, Atlas Brace. Guys wear a neck brace in a BMX? A uh, handful of guys do, some yeah. Guys do, yeah. Some guys wear some of the Liat stuff. Um, I should wear Atlas. You know, I agree. I agree. Lightweight. Uh, you don't even notice it is on. The brand new styles out for 2017. New colors as well. They've changed a little bit of the hinge system on the back to uh, make it a little better. Uh, AtlasBrace.com. Please check them out. Official brace of uh, MXDN member Jason Anderson. So does uh, RV still have anything to do with that? Yeah. Yeah. Weimer, Weimer too. Yeah. No. No. Weimer does not wear them. Oh, okay. Uh, Anderson Wilson, Mar- Marty. 
Um, and a bunch of Canadian guys. You and Marty co-op some. Yeah, we're going to go into advertising. Yeah. Speaking of Marty, let's. Uh, it's time for the future headlines. Let's do it. And... My, my bad. Take me to your future headlines. Future headlines, everybody. So these are uh, these are headlines. Future headlines that we're going to see in Cycle News. You have to pick one or the other. JT, you love this seg- you love this segment. Uh, uh, I turn on Cooksey. It's a strong assessment. I turn on Cooksey. You there? Yeah, okay. Oh wait, wrong mic. All right, Cooksey, you there? Can you hear me? Yeah. There we go. All right, I turned your mic on because you love this segment. This is my favorite by far. We're oh, getting boy. some buzz on you, but uh, fine, I'll be fine. See that? You hear that buzz? Feedback. Okay. All right. Never mind. It's 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 on my head. Um, okay. So future headlines, uh, Cooksey, if, if you can give us yours um, after JT does. Um, all right, JT, are you ready? No. You have to pick one or the other. Sure. All right. Future second lose headline. Right. Rocks and rocks out as a red rider. Oh, this is for Anaheim one. Okay. This is Anaheim one. Okay. Sorry, sorry, I said that. Anaheim one second lose. Rocks and rocks out on a as a red rider. Or Kenny complains about needing more time. Uh, I would say option numero uno. Because I don't know why he would need more time. To test. I'm not happy with the bike. It's the whole offseason. Hey, you know how these guys are. Terrible when is he allowed you know to get on the bike? Are, uh, October 1. October 1. Okay. Probably before that, though, I would imagine. Yeah. But um, So rocks and rocks out at A1. Sure. Okay. Cooksey? It can't be B. I what? need more time. You bad the whole time. He's going to say, my bike setup, we're still testing. Oh, he's well, totally going to complain. There's no way. In, okay, if he everyone dominates. Everyone complains. If he doesn't Barsha, win by 10 seconds. Barsha hates his bike right now. He hates his YZ450. Maybe he needs more time. <laughs> so, the last two years <laughs> and those wins last summer? Yeah. Okay. Even if he wins, he's going to say that he needs more time to win by further. Future headlines, all right. Uh, all right, this is for, this is Charlotte USGP edition. Oh, boy. This would be good. <laughs> Webb whips up on Hurlings, or Hurlings heaps pain on Webb. No, option A, because these cars don't run. No, no, we, we will win. <laughs> I mean, are you just saying that, or do you think Webb beats Hurlings? No, I think Webb will beat him. Yeah, yeah I think it's in North Carolina. Webb's going to be super familiar with the dirt, and Webb wants to beat Hurlings really badly. So, I th- yeah. Webb whips up on Hurlings. Yes. All right. Yeah. Okay. What do you think, Cooksey? Webb whips. He takes out Hurlings. There's no way. He he definitely will. I, I would imagine he's probably, if he's not faster, he will take him out. It's in North. Where it's see, at. See, like, These colors don't run, like hey, you said. If Webb takes Hurlings out and he loses this title, I am going to be like, good job, motherfuckers. <laughs> you, you brought a GP <laughs> to America, and our guy just took Hurlings out, and hey, KTM, suck it, bro. And that's exactly that's what. That's a good headline. Hey, what? Good job, mother effers. <laughs> Suck it, bro. Right. Well, what I'm All saying. Right on cycle. He news, hooked right Connor up with top. a brace. These He's going to fucking win. These races are ridiculous. They're in the middle of a points chase. Hurling's got what, 43? I don't know. Okay. 43, I think. On on somebody. <laughs> and, uh, somebody over there. Ferrandis. And back off. No, Ferrandis is hurt. Yeah, he you better stay hurt. away from Webb then. Well, what I'm saying is is we're throwing these GP no, I guys. Agree with you. Guys just got it. So whatever. That's, that's gone. But Hurling's needs... But yeah. I, I think it's re- it really helps Cooper going straight from like this you know last weekend to Indiana to Charlotte like, yeah, yeah momentum yeah. he's gonna be ready to roll right. okay on his home okay. you better have respect for him last one future headlines uh, Olive Garden edition <laughs> ready yeah do it 
Team USA tours Italy. You know the tour of Italy yeah. at Olive Garden? Yeah. Yeah. Strong. Team <laughs> USA tours Italy as champs. Okay. Or Team USA lays giant matzo ball in Italy. <laughs> Is a matzo ball Italian? Yeah. Oh. Isn't it? It's a mozzarella ball? I don't, I don't know. Okay. Uh, I'll take your word for it. I don't know. Okay. So, uh, uh, Sounds like Jewish. Uh, You're I, out of your mind, dude. I don't. Oh, God. He's, I'm going to go with option A just because I hope so badly. They tour Italy as yeah. champs? Yeah. Tour, tour of Italy is a good option at Olive Garden. <laughs> and their breadsticks are fantastic. All right, buddy. <clears> They're <throat> definitely going to tour Italy. What do you think? They're going to tour Italy, and I'll tell you Anderson, why. No, Anderson, I'll, Martin, and, uh, and Webb. Okay, because they're hungry. I'm so tired of Dungy. No, the last the last couple of years when you see Dungy ride, Dungy's riding like it's Monster Cup and he was forced to be there. He hasn't really laid what, it on the line. Anderson, what happened last year? He's going to win this year. These colors don't run. Connor won. We're on a roll. It's team America. Come on, Connor. They don't have Marvin. Here's, here's why they don't have Marvin. That's what's going to hurt him. Here's why they're going to win. Because all three of those guys have something to prove. Yes. Anderson's been hurt. He's going to be just excited to get out there and race. Alex Martin. What are you, Flavor Flav? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the hype man. I'm the hype man. For, for Connor? Alex, yeah. Alex Martin's still pissed about yeah. that bike problem he had in that moto, and he didn't get a, a real shot at that title. Uh-huh. And Cooper Webb, he lives with a permanent huge chip on his shoulder. You know, the, they're, they're not going there to lose. None of those guys want to lose. You know, they're, they're going there with something to prove. No one goes there to lose. Well, okay, we are lucky on. that Marvin's not going. Because I, I didn't uh, even know who Benoit Patrick was <laughs> two weeks ago. He's been pretty good. I um, know, but I'm just but saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. you put Marvin on that team, right. we lose. Yeah. I'm telling you. Um, we got three guys that want to win. Belgium's, Our guys rode Belgium's great. Be good. Our Belgium. guys rode great last year, and we had nothing. Belgium's going to be good. I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. But I'm, Strybos and Ben Horbeek on a 250 and DeSalle don't scare me like Febra, Paulin, and Marvin would. Right. That team was amazing last year. Uh, Medallia. Moffenbeier. Will be great Sunday morning. <laughs> You're such a dick. What? You're such a dick. <laughs> they have hey, a really good chance. Because I've seen the B final. And it's, they have a pretty consistent team. Like, I'm, sh- I'm shutting your mic off. That, that, Steve, done. do you You're remember done. Billy Lyles? Lyles? You're done. Oh, what? what? Billy Lyles? Oh, Michael, what? Billy Lyles, Michael Rocco. Okay, you're back on. Tyler Jeff Emmett. B team. Thailand will be good. <laughs> this is our B team. B team one. Thailand will Stop be good. Stop interrupting. Uh, some of the you know Latin American countries. Uh, I'm shutting your mic off again. Costa Rica. Do you, you, do you don't think Panama, Canada makes the A main? Panama will be strong. You don't think Canada makes the A main? Uh, For reals. No. Can they I use think if they, brought, if they brought their best team, absolutely. Yes. Thompson, Fasciati, Benoit. Or, yeah, Benoit. Benoit. Yeah, sure. Yeah. All day. Not even close. Like, stamp it. But they are not taking their best team. Okay. All right, uh, all right, baby. That's been future headlines. Uh, Jason Thomas's favorite game on the Pulp Mix Show, presented by BeatsJustSports.com. I'm all right with it, just not every week. <laughs> you still, you, the the headlines just get so stupid. What do you mean? I, like, I, could, I honestly made an effort to not make them as stupid. No, and that's but right. when you do them every once in a while, yeah. you have topical things to go off. Of. Right. When you right. do them every week, it turns into right. 2018 Supercross will go to Hawaii or <laughs> right. Antarctica. Right. It's like, okay. come on, bro. Uh, thanks I don't him. care, Steve. Was that JT? I'm just here for the motocross stuff. Yeah, that was JT. That was JT? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I keep that one in the locker. Hey, uh, 
we didn't have a guest for Vortex Racing. Uh, so Connor Fields brought to you by Vortex Racing. Uh, please check him out. The official sprocket at Chad Reed. Uh, Yosh Suzuki runs the, the bars and the, uh, the sprockets as well. Babbitt's Kawasaki bars and uh, sprockets, a V3 bar, uh, top of the line chains. Sprockets in all sorts of uh, different colors and sizes. And uh, email Jake at vortexracing.com and tell him you're with Pulp and he'll give you a killer discount. Uh, check a look at their whole line of the products they have, chains, sprockets, bars, uh, oil filters, tie-downs, brake pads, brake lines, that kind of stuff, vortexracing.com. Please check them out. And, uh, again, go, all of our guys, uh, most of our guys, offer a really good discount for listening to the show. If you go to sponsor deals on pulpamexshow.com, go with various codes, various things you got to do to, uh, to save yourself money on your motorcycle. And uh, they've got it, and, uh, and we really thank you bros for listening. Don't bro me. Uh, all right, everybody. Um, oh, D- JT, you got something coming up. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, the, Davey, who yeah. we had on, Davey Vanderhoof. Uh, Dirt Dreams. Yep. Yeah. Remember, we talked about this thing. It's a, it's an open sort of uh, trip that you can kind of tailor for yourself, whether, whatever race you want, A1, Vegas, World Vets, uh, Monster Cup, whatever. Davey will go ahead and, uh, and make your dream come true. Yep. So we're the first one that I'm going to is around the Glen Helen USGP, which you're a huge fan of. Um, so he's, he's been working on that. I'm actually attending that one. He's lined up some pretty cool stuff. We're actually going to go to, have you ever seen that track in Utah where, uh, they've been yeah. talking about putting a national. Yeah. So we're going to go I there. I saw the helmet cam yeah, from he's, that. Yeah. He's got that lined up. So we'll be riding there one day. Is it open for, or is it no, private? Oh. No, no, it's private. So that's, uh, something he's been working on. Um, so that just kind of came to light. So that's pretty cool. Uh, and also he's tight with Everts. So he lined up like a Suzuki, VIP type deal for the USGP. They'll get to meet Everts. They'll get to be in their pit area, do all that kind of stuff. Um, so that's, he's been working all the, all these things. So the mm-hmm. last time none of this stuff was finalized. Uh, and then just, just bike wise, he added a, a Suzuki RMZ basically with that deal too. So just wanted to bring that up there. If anybody else is still interested in it, uh, it's basically the week after Glen Helen USGP starting at the G- USGP mm-hmm. and then going that next week. So um, can email me. It's dirtdreams.net is the site to check it out. So pretty cool deal. I'm excited for it. Um, I just get to ride for a few days. That's a good part for me. So. They're going to be back riding. Yeah, off-road, mountain biking, all kinds of cool stuff. So gets me out of the office. Dirtdreams.net, please check it out. It's a package built uh, around uh, really whatever you want to do from people from all over the world. So it's not a problem. Hey, as you know, Jesse Nelson um, uh, was uh, injured in a crash at Unadilla. And uh, the, so far, I mean, it's... it's it's a couple weeks. It's over a weekend, and, and I don't think he has any feeling yet, which is not a good sign. Usually he comes back pretty quickly. Did he, he have a surgery? Yeah, he did. He did. Okay. Had a surgery. I guess he's in a lot of pain right now, they yeah. said. And as soon as that calms down, they're going to try to get him to SoCal. Uh, nobody, not even Travis over there, can say a bad word about Jesse Nelson over the years. He's uh, He's been great, and uh, we really want to help him out. The Road to Recovery sent me a little a deal to help out. Uh, thanks to the support from guys like TLD and Red Bull. Uh, they've got a really super uh, auction coming up. Auction date is September 12th, and uh, they'll, they'll announce the confirmed date on end on, on uh, Instagram and Twitter soon, and they'll give you a link and everything else on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, R2R. Uh, but uh, if you go to roadtorecovery.com uh, slash cause dash view slash jesse dash nelson to donate now, you can go on there. And uh, they've got a lot of fun, uh, a lot of fun causes that they're funding, like uh, Cody Schlock, Travis Sewell, Irv Braun. Uh, any anything will help. But you know, JT, what they're doing for uh, Nelson is uh, helmets, Red Bull helmets, which you can't get. 
Yeah, oh, wow. putting those up. Yeah. yeah, Red Bull is putting those helmets up. Uh, guys from uh, Rocks and Dungey, Webb, Mookie, uh, Motorcycle Superstore guys. Uh, they wore jerseys this weekend uh, with Nelson on the back. They're available to bid as well. So this thing is really cool. Uh, you can help Jesse out with these uh, costs that uh, get pretty crazy. Even if you have insurance, it gets pretty nuts. And uh, and at the same time, you get a once in a lifetime opportunity on this eBay auction from our uh, Road to Recovery on some Red Bull stuff. So. Uh, yeah, uh, thinking about Jesse and uh, and his recovery and everything else uh, that happened at Unadilla. And uh, there's other causes like the road to recovery guys are a big part of. So um, thank everybody for that, supporting that. And, uh, and again, go to R2R. Uh, they'll announce everything up coming up soon. So uh, Chad Reed, Zach Osborne, Donnie Emler Jr., Connor Fields, gold medal winner in studio. Gold medal sitting right there. It's just been chilling. Yeah. Like that was in Rio. Pretty sweet. Right? I can't believe how heavy it is. Gold metal. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. It, it, we had those. Um, it's almost the same size and thickness, though, as these chocolates we used to sell in Canada. <laughs> you ever seen those? Do you no. have them down here? No. We, we, have, have, we have chocolates, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have, like, uh, gold metal, like, uh, chocolates in Canada that are, like, wrapped up like that. Closest thing you guys got. <laughs> oh, you're such a dick. Ouch. Really? <laughs> because, <laughs> guess, <laughs> because, guess, oh, I'm sorry. You guys must have missed the trampoline. Hey, you Olympic, guys must have missed the Winter Olympics are coming. You'll be fine. Winner, you must have missed the trampoline or Canada catch your gold. <laughs> I didn't know. It, you got a trampoline. swimming one too, I think. Swimmer, the swimmer chick, like 16, 16, 16 yeah. she won uh, one gold, two bronze, a yeah, silver. She killed, she killed it. killed it. Four medals, yeah. bro. Strong. And that sprinter? Oh, DeGrasse. He will be the guy. No, he's next. Ben, ben, he's next. Ben Johnson? He will be the guy. You will all be saying, oh my God, that, that uh, uh, DeGrasse guy is, Andre DeGrasse is so fast because he's going to win gold in Tokyo. Tokyo? Yeah, Tokyo 2020. Right. Are you in for Tokyo? Dude, let me enjoy tonight before I can get going on Tokyo. No, we got to get another one. If you get another one, can I have that? Uh, I'll think about it. I only want if it's gold, though. If it's not a $4 bronze, I'm out. <laughs> he should race race uh, Tokyo with the gold medal on. <laughs> that would be awesome. Don't worry. Hey, guys, just so you know, I, even no matter how I do today, I'm still the gold medal. Why don't we do this? Right now, Travis can take the show live. JT and I will go race 100 meter for that gold medal. On foot? Yep. Just give it to me now. Why? Bro, I... You don't I, think I'd be explosive out of the blocks? I train a lot. I just did a freaking triathlon. What do you want from okay. me? Oh, is that 100 meter? Yeah. I'm sorry. Where's, I must, this is sprinting, man. I must, yeah, this is sprinting. This is not a triathlon. I, I, we can run as far as you want. Do you run. not feel I have short twitch muscles? I would rather see you guys <laughs> both on a bike and do a 100 meter sprint on a bike. Would you give the winner <laughs> that gold medal if we did a 100 meter sprint in front of my house? There is absolutely nothing <laughs> that I would trade that gold medal for. Well said. That's bullshit. Maybe for like three of them or something <laughs> like that. <but laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, so we'll never know who's faster, me or JT. I'll do anything you want if you're willing to race a 100-meter sprint outside right now. I'll do, just <laughs> name it. I'll do it. I <laughs> what just do want mean? to see you do I'll it. I'll put 100 bucks up straight up right now, 100 bucks. Um, what do you mean you want to, you'll do anything? You'll give me anything if I beat you? I will pretty much agree to anything Travis, if you're you willing to run 100 out? meters I'll throw 100 bucks in. What are you going to throw in? <laughs> yeah, I'll do 100. All right, Cooksy, <laughs> 300 bucks on the table, 100 meters. There's uh, got to be a high school guy. I don't, want you, guys, I don't want you guys money because I'm going to win. I just want You don't him. know you're going to win. <laughs> yeah, I do. You no, do. Okay, here's the condition. Though. Yeah. you got to race in the flip-flops you're wearing, That's JT. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> JT's just like, whatever. <laughs> Bare feet, <laughs> flip-flops, uh, put shards of glass down. It doesn't I'll really matter. Holes. Yeah. I'll run on hot coals. Right. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> oh, man. Shit don't matter to me. If you don't pay my bills, fuck you. Hey, are you going to stick around or you got to go? you just coming from Rio. If you, you want to leave. Next? What's the next segment? Well, we we got stuff to talk. We got things to talk about with the race. Can we talk was. about Roxanne and Honda? Yeah. Yeah. So, but whatever. I don't want. He got in from Rio. So, whatever your deal is, bro. Can we talk about how mad he is at me? 
I'll stay for a few a few minutes more, and then I'm gonna go meet some friend, my buddies for some beers. Yeah. Will you leave the gold medal here? Nice. No, only okay. if you go raise a hundred meters. <laughs> it's, I, I, you're, it's fake confidence, bro. It's false confidence you I, have. Do I look fucking okay, false on. confidence? We're gonna do a quick yeah. segment. Yeah. I look pretty calm. <laughs> We're gonna give you an over under right here for for Mathis hundred meter time. Twenty seconds over or under. hundred meters. Uh, Bolt was nine fifty nine in London. <sighs> I feel like 20 is a, Travis, 20's a good number. For 20 him. seconds. Don't you feel like, like, okay, like we're, if we're doing a triathlon, he's got me. No doubt. I'm not saying that. Yeah, I'm not saying that. I would agree. Shorter, shorter race, more powerful, stronger man may win. You're, he's All you're going off of is that he t- gave you false hope with the 34 seconds. all about power. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't go off of him. He's a gold medalist. Don't, apl- don't project onto yourself. That you've got this. Everyone's just going to be sad that this is being so hyped up and it's not going to come to fruition. We need well, to go outside I, and do it. Yeah, well, let's blame Connor because he's not ready to give, it, give up. Ready, what, I got an idea. He's not ready to give idea. up his gold medal. What if we? What if we use it as a fundraiser for Jesse Nelson? Get Mathis and JT to race 100 meters as a fundraiser for Jesse. Look, he's stretching uh, right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm getting ready. <laughs> He's stretching in his flip flops. Been sitting down for a few Blame. hours. Okay, all right. Let, let's 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 talk a little bit about Kenny Rocks in here. So. Um, First of all, JT, a couple things about Roxon I think are interesting. Um, third OEM in six years. Yep. Generally speaking, uh, a guy like Ken, and trust me, KTM, RCH, they didn't, they weren't sick of him. No, no. Uh, guys like that, elite talent, Supercross yeah. winners, national, they don't leave. He's the most coveted guy in the sport. Probably. Period. Yeah. Period. Um, age, uh, European, age, worldwide, marketability, worldwide appeal. Talent. Yeah. Global. He, He's going to his third OEM in six years. Yeah. He ditched Alden Baker uh, uh, beginning of last year. Mm-hmm. Just uh, won his last title. We talked a little bit about it earlier, but um, he—you've been a vocal guy. Like, hey, you know, leaving Alden was a was a mistake, and he hit you up on Twitter. Yeah, I mean, he yeah. obviously he made the decision that he wanted to make. If I'm critical of that decision, of course he's going to say I know better than you do. And what, he does. Was the, the Conor sure McGregor stuff off air or on air? What do you mean? No, that was on. I think that was on air. Was it on air? Yeah. Or we were, the tweet? Yeah, the tweet. Oh, yeah. He tweeted. He wasn't happy. Yeah, but was, were we talking about that on air or I don't off know. Air? We can make it on air right now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, I, but I want to cover it again if we already covered yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, he basically, like, I tweeted about, yeah, it was on air. I tweeted about Conor McGregor saying, Someone, because, hey, tits, Titsburg feelers said he put money on me. That's, in the skip, that's Skippy. He can get into. He can get into. Okay. <laughs> it's another hundred. Thank you, Skippy. Uh, you know, I tweeted, basically, I was watching the fight, and yeah. Conor McGregor blew himself up, he t- super tired, worn out. I mean, he, you could just see it. He, he wanted nothing to do with Nate in the later part of the rounds. He was tired. Yeah. So I was tweeting, you know, just kind of joking, like, Conor needs to tr- like, be in better shape. And I said something like, Conor McGregor needs some Alden Baker in his life. Basically, just because Alden's been you the just, most successful uh, uh, trainer. He, in he, he was sport. a figurehead of the most successful trainer. He's right. Allah, me taking Chris Blos as a guy can't win. I happen to pick a privateer that a longtime privateer. Right. Well, Alden is the most successful trainer in the sports history. Yes. Bar none. So I chose him to say that Conor McGregor could use his services. Obviously, you know, it was the night Kenny won his title. I'm sure he had been having some beverages, which he obviously deserves. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's taken a lot of heat over his decision. He probably wasn't thrilled. So he – and he really didn't come back at me that hard. He was kind of saying that they're fighting at 170, and he kind of threw in a jab like they don't need to be anorexic. Should, which... I, re- should I read it? I've got it right here. <laughs> there you go. Go for it. All right. Uh, are you 
F-U-C-K-ing serious. There you go. See, yeah. he's thinking about Wheaties right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they are, and he, keep in mind, he used the letter R and yeah, the letter yeah, U's. Yeah. They are fighting welterweight, not anorexic weight. Silly. Silly. <laughs> yeah, which I think he was being like, I don't, I don't want to fight you or hate you or anything. I think, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Which I get his point. Um, and I really didn't think about the fact that they were fighting 170. And I didn't really mean it like that. You didn't I just mean, meant he was yeah, tired. Yeah, you just meant he was tired. Yeah. yeah. Um, and well, there's been, I mean, all the message boards are talking about it, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, isn't one of the things that people always say about Alden is that you don't eat much food. You don't. And you're lean, 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 that kind of stuff. Yeah, Maybe, which he's power to weight, you know, which is yeah, yeah. super cycling, long distance cycling, you know, training. Any endurance. Method, any but, endurance. Right, right. Yeah. Um, but Kenny feels like he doesn't have to limit himself, which whatever. Hey, make your own decisions. I'm good with it. All I'm saying is Conor McGregor looked tired. Alden Baker probably could get him to not be as tired. That's all I was saying. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind Fair of exploded well, from there. But. He's heard our podcast. He's heard our shows. He's sure. heard what you had to th- yeah, he's I've, been also, cr- I've been critical of he's it, actually, for sure. He probably hasn't heard. He's had people tell him, which always right. gets twisted, yeah, by the way. For sure. It never actually happens. And, and right. honestly, Kenny, I've talked to Kenny. He's never... He's yeah. never like said anything to me about yeah, yeah. it, you know. Like, yeah. and I, I think Kenny, I think the world of Kenny. I remember when I was in my prime in Germany. Kenny was a little kid, and I knew Kenny was awesome. Like, he was Suzuki Europe's like yeah. he's coming kid, and he would be running around on his little razor scooter, bugging us and pestering us, and like just you know being a little brat in the pit area when I was doing my thing. Right. So I think the world of Kenny. He's one of the most talented riders ever. When you watch him ride, you're just like, yeah. he makes it look so easy. Tim Ferry level. Yeah, so it's not like it's a personal thing. I just think, I think riders have been better on that program than off it. Yeah. That's all. All right, well, that's that leads us right into the NFAB question of the day. N-Fab.com, proudly built in Houston, Texas, USA. Uh, everything's built in uh, Houston, Texas, USA, whether it's uh, steps, light mounting solutions, bumpers, N-Fab.com. Proud sponsor of the JGR team, big part of the JGR team, of course, and uh, the NFAB and Pro Yamaha off team, off-road team that Randy Hawkins runs, N-Fab.com. Uh, follow them on social media at NFAB Inc., Instagram and Twitter, and uh, they're a big part of everything that we do on a pulp show, whether it's the NFAB Fantasy Moto Podcast or the Fly Racing Moto 60 show on Thursdays presented by NFAB. Uh, they've been great partners with us, and uh, so please support them. Uh, this is the NFAB question of the day. The NFAB question of the day. Is that a nuclear bomb? What was that? That's bacon. That was bacon? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Similar sounds. Yeah. So the question is, did Kenny make a mistake leaving Alden? In your opinion. I think it's yet to be fully decided. Would he have more wins, titles, wins, if he'd stayed with Alden Baker? Uh, one out of four, I think he could have at least gotten one out of four. He got one, one out of four. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If he stayed, I think he gets at least one out oh, of four. At least. Okay. Yep. And dashfab.com. Probably built in Houston, Texas, you say. JT uh, just gave us the uh, the NFAB question of the day. So, okay. Um, still sticking with the topic of Roxon. So, I spoke about, um, we got sidetracked with the trainer thing. He's leaving RCA. He's going to Honda. Um, you and I got into our usual argument. It happens probably uh, every day yep. on group text. Uh, we got an argument at uh, Villapoto's place in 14 Yeah, when the news was out that he was leaving. Yep. And I said, terrible move. Not a good idea. Yep. 
and you were like, nah, it's fine, whatever. It's yeah. good. He knows Suzuki's, everything else. Now he's leaving two years later with one championship out of four. And good job by the RCH guys, by the way. That's their first title. So awesome job by those guys, uh, Oscar, uh, Kyle, uh, um, uh, Kaipo, all those dudes. Um, they killed it. Um, Kenny. Watson. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, what? I, I think I'm right. I think I'm right. I think he would stay, be still be staying there. I think the interesting thing is, do you think, uh, and, and it's twofold, do you think in, in 2014 when he did this deal, which I around February I was hearing like this is pretty much a done deal. Yeah. I remember being driving to San Francisco airport with Chad after Oakland Supercross and us talking about it. He's like, yeah, yeah, he's going there. It's a done deal, done deal. And I was like, ah, okay. He's like, no, it's, it, I don't even know if the ink's dry, but it's done. He's uh, going. By the way, sidebar, sorry to interrupt you. Uh, the guy asked earlier how these deals get known so much. Chad's pretty good too. <laughs> pretty good source. Yeah, but I never told anyone. <laughs> no, but, but I'm saying, tell, yeah, yeah. I mean, I tell me stuff. He'll, he'll tell you stuff. Like, yeah. He knows what's going on a lot of times. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not um, even like different bikes, different everything. He yeah. Still knows. I mean, everybody talks like, yeah. you know, no one wants to go on record, but right. you know, whatever. Okay. Anyways, back to. Yeah. So, um, at that time, no one had ridden the new KTM yet. The current edition KTM, which is much improved. I've ha- I've had both bikes. It's a lot mm-hmm. better of a motorcycle. Uh, do you think that it would have influenced him in any way? If you rode the new bike, cause the old bike wasn't anywhere near well, as good as this bike. He was telling me that he didn't like the bike, and this was after he was whooping up on everybody. Right. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Well, you're, you're beating everybody. Do, do you think that he wanted to be the number one guy on the team? Do you think that had anything to do with it? I asked him that. He said no. Of course he's going to say no. Right. I do think that has he's an athlete. With it. Yes, they're all that We're way. all the same. They're all the same. Um, JT, back to your question about the bike. Because you know KTM, Red Bull, Austria – throws whatever money at the German rider that they need Especially to. Red Bull. Yes. Yeah. What, here's a check, Kenny. Yeah. Yeah. We they know, want to keep them on that program. We know you're the future. When the dunge goes, we know you're the future. So the money is not, it's not why Kenny left. Yeah. So now you go back to either I want to be number one or the motorcycle. You told me the motorcycle was garbage. You just went 1-1 at Red Bud. Well, and there's the, there's also the garbage is a strong word. There's also the 2013 issues, which he basically said, "I'm out of here when my contract's up." When he was on the 250, still with he the dad, all, he had the fork problems. Yeah, he had team issues, and from what I was told, he made his decision in 2013 to that I'm going somewhere. I'm not staying here. I mean, he was a longtime Suzuki rider forever. Yeah. So you know, that's one of the things he said. I'm familiar with the spike. Yeah. Where I was going with that is. So that all happens. He doesn't get to ride the new bike. The new bike's way better. Yep. He struggles last year, on and on and on. Now, this year... Father drops a bomb on everybody. Right, yeah. yeah, bad deal. Uh, this year, he's not doing all that great in Supercross. Like, the first few rounds were pretty rough. Mm-hmm. Like, he was getting smoked, really. You know, it wasn't really that close. He gets better. He signs his Honda deal pretty early or works that out. And we've been hearing about it. Right down by halfway through Supergrass? Yeah. It's, we've been hearing about it for months. Yeah. You know, so imagine how long it was going on before we ever heard about yeah. it. It was quite a while, probably. So he decides that things aren't going well. Same thing as 2014. He goes on a hot streak, wins everything in sight. Now mm-hmm. he's going into the same thing again. Yeah. He is by far the best rider on the planet right now, in my opinion. I think he beats Geisher no problem. And it, he's not even getting pushed right now. He's not yeah. even trying in the motos. He's winning. Uh, and he's kind of got the world by the balls right now, and he's going to switch everything up again. Does he make the same decision? 
that he made if he knows how the summer goes? Yeah, I think he does. think so. I think he does. I really do. I know the RCH guys are good. They just won a title. I just – you can't beat the factories. And I think he re- – I think he got I mean, to if you understand kill that. everyone all summer in your yeah, current situation. Yeah, but yeah, I think yeah, he's, but if he, if he's killing everyone all summer, there's no way in his mind he doesn't think it's the bike. It's he matter. thinks it's him. Yeah. He thinks, I don't care what color the bike is, but, I'm getting on a bike and But the it. flip side is when they struggle, it's the bike. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Remember Redbud? Yeah. Redbud last year when – he was or 14 when he was winning everything on KTM. Remember him telling you, yeah, I don't yeah, care. Yeah. It doesn't matter yeah. what kind of bike no, I'm I'll kill yeah. everyone. Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah, probably Connor's probably right. You know, so, you know, they're like, yeah, I can win on everything. I'm the man. I can win on anything. Can, that's, but then, that's how you have to be. Right. right. But then yeah. when you struggle, you're like, it's, it's the bike. bike. It's, it's the, the mechanic. Bike. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and then yeah. guys like me, it's just, my trainer, guys like me want to jump off the, off the cliff. Cause you're just like, I can't, you know, just listen to the phrase song. Yeah. It's so weird though, because it's so eerily similar that yes, he makes his yes, decision yes. when things are bad. Then he goes on this streak and wins everything, and he's already committed. I'm telling you, the, my, my friends at RCH who listen to this show, I know Kyle Bentley listens to this show. Watson probably listens to this show. Uh, other people do. And I'm sorry, you cannot beat Factory Honda at the game. Well, I mean, Honda will throw more resources than anyone. Anybody will. Anybody will. Yeah. Well, Honda will throw yeah. more than anyone. Well, period. KTM. Yeah, I, mean, I, think, I think Honda is more committed and will spend more money than anybody in right. the sport. I do. I so, fully believe that. When you're having an issue with the motorcycle, uh, they will call the guy in Japan who designed the frame and, t- and say, uh, hey, the thickness of the, uh, the pivot area needs to be increased by three millimeters uh, or decreased or whatever, and, and this will help the characteristics of this. I mean, Honda is more committed to winning than they have probably been in 10 years. That's why they cleaned yeah. house you yeah. know, last year. Yeah, no, absolutely. Ago. No, for sure. The HRC brand is back. Yeah. Um, but I'm just, I just think, you know, and JGR, what have they won? Nothing. They won some outdoors last year. Yes, title-wise, though. Um, they watched the Supercross with Josh, won a Supercross with Josh Grant, too. Um, they fought with Yamaha. Fought with Yamaha. Mm-hmm. Things were probably better now, but they, they fought with Yamaha. Yep. RCH fought with Yosh. Uh, yep. Geico Honda. Geico Honda has fought with Honda over the years with Wyndham's bike. Now they brought – you don't think when, the, when, when Tomac came in-house to the factory Honda tent and started liking the bike better? Remember Tomac hated mm-hmm. that bike? You don't think the Honda guys are like, see? Yeah. See? We're better. We're better. Yeah. You know? But, <laughs> dude, so correct me if I'm wrong. With the story I was told whenever uh, Tomac tested the Yamaha – is it wasn't it Tomac? They took a factory bike and not a JGR bike. No, I didn't hear that. No, I didn't even hear that. Maybe it wasn't somebody. Know. Somebody they tested with. Well, Tra- yeah, you're talking about Webb. Because uh, they were telling Yamaha was telling everybody about how much. Uh, oh, Barsha, Barsha tested. Barsha was left alone in California. Was the story, and Yamaha helped him with the bike, and then. He Justin came back and said, "We need to do this, this, and this." Yeah, no, this was uh, oh. this was like the, a rider coming up for contract. It may not have been Tomac, but it was somebody at that level. Okay. Was a prospective guy yeah. that they wanted to get, but Yamaha didn't have a team yeah. yet. But they went testing <laughs> they, and gave they him. built them a bike. And uh, yeah, I don't know all the hmm. details, so I'm kind of speculating. Right. But the story went something like JJR was like, "Well, we have the bike that's developed and ready. Why would we not have this bike?" Offered, you know what I mean? No, it's really just the disconnection between factory and satellite. Yes, and it's and I'm whether it's Geico 
and I'm talking the 450 level, not 250 level, because mm-hmm. 250s are their own deal. Whether it's Geico and Honda, whether it's Yosh and RCH, whether it's Yamaha and JGR, whether it's uh, Jeff Ward and Cowie, you can't beat these dudes at their game. And if you do, they're golf claps, but they're not right. well. The guys, full in claps. J- the guys in Japan are probably like, what, yes. are you, what are you a bunch of monkeys doing? Yes, you know what I mean? Yes. Um, and I think Kenny, and look, the dad thing, Hiko, Heiko, Pops, Papa. Papa, um, Papa's uh, article, even if it's fifty percent false, yeah, there's still fifty percent of like, you know, the truth well, in there. Something angered him. <laughs> yes, you know what I mean? yes, very much. <laughs> Papa was not happy. No, Papa don't preach. No, <laughs> he's such an idiot. God. Um. <laughs> okay, so Papa was not happy preaching. And, uh, and so like, that's a, that's an example. Like Kenny saw that Kenny saw that stuff and was like factories, factories. It's where it is. It's where it's at. I'm sorry. You're going to just have to like force Butler. Like he knows his place. Yeah. We are a, I don't want to say B team, uh, a minus team. I don't know. Sure. We have guys that are top 10. Yeah. They have Dungey and Muskin. Yeah. And Canard. Well, and that's what Forrest is all the time. And I've, you know, Forrest, yeah. lifelong friend, friend for me. And we've had really long conversations. Like, I just want to win. I just want to win. I'm like, Forrest, no problem. You find a way to pay a guy three or four million dollars. KTM will give you the equipment. You can win. Yeah. But you can't do that. Yeah. You don't have the funding to yeah. do that. Yeah. So unless you have, a, unless you have Kerry Hart and you marry Pink and then you have Carmichael that can go get Jimmy Johns and Soaring Eagle and these huge companies that's going to give you millions of dollars. And and also too, you don't think Hart and RC. Want to take a little bit of money home at the end of the year if they can? Of course they do. Right. They're not in this for fun. Well, exactly. So DeCoster, Ian Harrison, they're not taking any money home. That whole KTM no. thing is just yeah. losing money. For sure. Just a I remember money at pay. the peak of it, at the peak, and I don't know what it is. Maybe it's back now because our HRC is so in. At the peak, Honda was spending $8 million a year to go racing. Yeah. I mean, no, no other team's close to that. Genova needs to step it up. I've heard, I heard you know that's what he makes, so I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think it's interesting, man. I think it, it goes to show you, like, you can you can be only so good, and the riders are going to be like, I want to go factory. Well, and for Roxon, RCH can't offer him five years. I don't think yeah. they can offer him that commitment. Yeah. They don't have sponsorship Do level. we know Roxon's deal is five years? Do we? I mean, that's it's a rumor. Years. Hey, that's what I was yeah. told. Steve okay. told me. Yeah. 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 Oh, there yeah, there you go. Five so, years. So um, that's the rumor. So five-year deal. Like, yeah, you're exactly right. RCH doesn't even know where they're going to be. I probably wasn't the... supposed to say that. No, no, you're probably right. not. That's pretty far. common knowledge. Sorry, Steve. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, things like that. You know, people are just, just not exactly sure where they're going to be. And Honda's just like, yeah, we're going racing. Yep. Got a brand new bike. Yep. Here, have 10 or 12 million. Yeah. Five years. You'll have... Every resource on yeah, this earth yeah. to make you go yeah, faster. Yeah, absolutely. So, I just think it's one of those things, man. I think, and I think I was proven right that Kenny's deal, while not a disaster, uh, I thought it was a bad move. And now I would have been interested to see how the new bike would have swayed him. The new Suzuki? No. The oh, KTM. KTM. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, didn't he make a comment about it or something? Or didn't he say like, "I wish I had that bike" at some point? Well, I know they didn't let him ride it. No, I know, but yeah. wasn't he? Didn't he say like, uh, "I wanted to ride it, or it looks good"? I don't. Maybe I think he not. asked to ride it. Maybe I during that up. year, uh, but I don't think they, they were. Connor's like, no, putting no. his gold medal away. Yeah. I think sweet. Not gonna leave it here. <laughs> you didn't. I didn't <laughs> see you running. It's a pretty cool. It's a pretty cool uh, case too. Yeah, yeah. It's really cool. It's. I mean, it's. It's a gold medal. 
I'll give you anything in here, Fields. <laughs> like, um, thanks for the jersey. Yeah, no worries, jersey, man. Signed jersey. We're going to hang it up. Probably take that <clears throat> Nicoletti one. If, if, Throw the Nicoletti one in the garbage. What if he wants Pookie? No, I can't do that. Oh, Come on. I did say anything in here. You want a Bassett? Uh, I'll take two of them. <laughs> Go ahead. Not Rocky. <laughs> Don't take Rocky. Uh, are you sure you're out of here? <clears throat> I'm going to take off. Okay. I appreciate you having me on. That was, yeah. lot, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, thanks, man. Congratulations again. Good. Thank you for coming in. Great job in Rio. Um, um, killed it, man. And it's, it's, it's cool that you're listening to the show and you're into it and you're into Moto and everything else. So that's awesome. Thanks for bringing it by. Thanks for yeah. coming in. No worries. Thank you, guys. Yeah, and um, awesome, yeah. I'll probably see you guys at Monster Cup here in yeah, about coming a month, up. month and a half yeah. or so. Yeah, yeah sounds yeah. good. Uh, I'm, I'm sure Monster will – I bet your Monster trots you out. Down on the floor. I would that'd be, so. that'd be right. pretty cool. In so. Vegas or something. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's that's cool. I, I yeah. would think they'd have to. Yeah. Maybe you can yell at Dirt Sharks down there. You can yell at Pulp MX uh, into the mic. <laughs> really loud. Am I going to lurk with, with Dirt the shark? amount of people that were out there last year? I mean, there were people that like happened to buy a monster that morning. <laughs> so pretty sure they're going to bring a gold medal. Hey, down. Look, you got a monster in your head. What's going on? What's your I, name? I'm just hoping I get the gold bracelet like you did. At the no, after party. I, I didn't get one. You didn't get the gold bracelet? Th- that hey, guy did. I'll get you a gold <laughs> Thank bracelet. You. I got it was, you. It, it was orange, <laughs> and he had it. And I was not allowed given one, and there was a secret room with, like, a chocolate fountain and yeah, everything. It was it's not Willy Wonka back there. It was a chocolate fountain, wasn't it? I don't know. Was uh, that in New Orleans? Yeah. No, I don't think. There were snacks. And, and Carmichael. <laughs> <laughs> Carmichael and snacks. Now, we'll get you one. You'll be good. Yeah, fantastic. Connor Fields, Fly Racing Zone. Uh, Connor Fields in studio. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate yeah, thank it. thank you, guys. Uh, gold medal winner in men's BMX in Rio. We had him in all studio, and it's awesome to uh, to have him here, and it's great. Thanks, buddy. Um, and uh, we all got photos of gold medals, and we all got – oh, you wanted to get a photo with him, Travis? I already did. Oh, you did? Okay. Uh, I don't know. I'm just checking. Bugging our star guest. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, let's move into um, Chad Reed. We had him, Zach Osborne, Danny Emler, uh, Connor Fields we had in. So let's move into the uh, NFAB JGR check-in. Can we do that? N-FAB.com. They're proud sponsors of the JGR. I hadn't got, J-Bone's one of the best interviews in the sport, of course. So uh, I went up to him after Bud's Creek and uh, talked to him a little bit about, um, well, I had, I had a clever idea in here. Um, you might want to listen to uh, something that near the end of the interview. I had a clever idea for J-Bone. I like when you asked him to sign Cooper Webb. You said you should have signed him. Oh, that was when I was interviewing Webb. Yeah. Yeah, because he was being an asshole. He's like, oh, uh, yeah, I tried. Yeah, I know. Because yeah, like... it's J-Bone, right? Yeah, yeah I no. kind of tried, Steve. Well, he was being a jerk-off to me, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to throw it in there. You should have signed <laughs> this kid. Uh, so here's the NFAB JGR check-in, n-fab.com. J-Bone, NFAB uh, JGR check-in. It's been a while since I've cornered you for this thing, but you are the best interview on your team, so you know that, right? I do not know that, but yeah. uh, maybe we'll all just start practicing in the shop. Right. <laughs> yeah, get coy on that. Hey, uh, uh, n-fab.com, uh, great sponsor of yours and a big part of our team, too, so we thank those guys. Uh, good day for you. Second overall for uh, Bam Bam and uh, fifth overall for Phil. Uh, and Weston had a good second moto, uh, first moto issues, but a good day for you overall. Yeah, it was. You know, definitely, you know, we made some improvements, I think. Um, yeah, it was a good day. I mean, we, did, we obviously would like to win, but second's really good. I, thought I don't know how you're going to beat that 94. Oh, no, yeah, he wrote great. He's been riding great all year. Um, yeah, he, he's on a whole different level at the moment. And, uh, yeah, we'll just keep fighting at it, and hopefully we do a little better next week and then come into next year even more prepared. So, I think good. for Barsha, uh, his second overall, to me, starts were it. Like, uh, he hasn't really – he started okay. It's not like he's terrible, but today he just got out front right away, and I think that was a real big key. Yeah, I think he rode uh, – you know, I think I think it's been it's been tough. You know, definitely finding something that makes him comfortable that he can push the whole time, and uh, you know, I think that was a little better today. 
he, I think he had more confidence today. Um, Did you do something bike-wise? Yeah, yeah, we keep changing the setup a little yeah, bit, yeah. you know, just working on things, trying to get him to, so that he feels comfortable. You know, we've gone back and forth with a bunch of stuff. And, um, you know, Roxon's super fast, so, you know, it's hard to compare oh, where we at compared to last year. But, you know, we felt like we were good last year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just that. And um, today was definitely an improvement, though. We're really happy with today. Uh, second moto, he's getting caught by Marvin, and I honestly thought Marvin was going to get him, and it looks like he saw that too and, and wicked it up and actually pulled back out on Marv, so that was good to see. Yeah, Marv actually passed him for a second. And oh, he Justin, did? Yeah, oh, okay, and yeah. Justin went back at it, and yeah, and he did pull away, and uh, yeah, it was a tough moto. He said it was gnarly, rough, hot. As, as we all know, we were all, we were all in the shade, so I, I felt bad for those guys. <laughs> yeah, I was in an air-conditioned booth all day. <laughs> yeah, I was up there actually the first one, and I, I went out on the track the second one, but I had to find shade a couple times. Uh, and Weston, was that, a, was that a mechanical or a crash? Yeah, something happened to his clutch. Uh, you know, he fell, and it jacked up his lever, and then, like, something backed out on his clutch, and okay. then it screwed him all up. Right. But that was his problem on that one. And then the second one, yeah, he had a bad start from being yeah. late you know way out there on the pick and he's on the outside but he rode hard yeah and he ended up uh ninth so yeah we had three in the top 10 again so that was good uh lots of people want that final spot you have on the team um weston we interviewed him on pulp show he said jay won't call me today so this was last monday he goes and i think we can work it out and it looks like i can stay there can, do you want to confirm anything or do you think that'll happen um that's what we're leaning towards yeah. we have not done anything you know we uh yeah he flew there last week we we sat around and talked and you know, his results have been been getting better, and you know we do like him. Yep. I like him a lot. I just needed results, and his results have improved. So, you know, really, it's just nailing down a couple sponsor things and, and making sure that they're okay with our decisions. And then I need a few contracts done before I can do his contract or whoever the person is, because yeah, yeah. what I don't want to do is do a contract and then something comes up and I, I don't have the control that I need. So we're, we just want to button up a few things before we finish everything up. A few weeks ago, I heard a rumor that you guys were, I don't know about close, but there was talk of a second JGR team. It's not happening, but is there something to that? Was it was it close? Um, there's still a possibility. Oh, okay. I would say it's not ruled out. I mean, I've been working on it for a year. And, uh, you need a mechanic? Why are you coming back? Maybe. Yeah, I'll let you know. Okay. But, yeah, so there's a chance. There's a chance, yeah, yeah. like always. Like you say there's a chance. (laughs) I would like to because there's a lot of guys that need some rides, so it would be really good to be able to uh, hire some guys. And, you know, maybe Phil Phil could finally get his full-time position there that I feel like he's (laughs) he's been earning here. And. But until that happens, no, you know, it'll be it'll be uh, just two and a half guys like we've been doing. And, uh, you know, Phil's doing a great job. I'm proud of him. I'm happy Justin rode better. And, you know, Weston's been fighting it out, too, so we're happy. Um, I was – you can't probably say too much, but I had a great idea earlier. Uh, I was talking to Mike Webb. He's very upset. He's depressed about the way the season's gone. And I suggested to Mike – Hey, like you and J-Bone and Johnny, maybe Todd Brown, uh, Mike Fisher can all sort of like maybe get a James Stewart um, group together, like an AA group where you all tell stories and hug each other and say it'll be okay because, you know, everybody kind of goes through some stresses. Yeah, you know, definitely like this this industry is stressful anyways. I wouldn't say, you know, it's easy all the time. It's definitely difficult. He uh, definitely makes it a little harder than, than most. And uh, I see where they're a little, little bummed. And definitely the last couple of years have been terrible for them. Um, I wouldn't have thought it was going to go like that for them. No, me neither. But I, I felt like, you know, that's what he thought he needed. And usually when a, when a rider, oh, we got an old two-stroke there. What year are we in? Is this 84? Uh, that's an 83, I believe. It's an 83. 
Why has he got 84 on it? He just put 83 on there. Maybe it is an 84. I could be off on my uh, designation, but there's two strokes for you. All right, well, hey, you don't want to say too much because, you know, yeah, publicly. Right, anything, but I think but it's really funny. I, that's a joke. We but all I all need a hug, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> all right, hey, nfashfab.com, uh, JGR check-in. Uh, is uh, nfab coming back next year? Gonna wrap that deal up? Uh, I don't see any reason not to. He he's uh, he likes it, you know. Some other people he has to uh, talk to to make it happen, yeah. but it looks it looks good. He's coming out for our uh, Charlotte GP we're doing, and uh, he's gonna ch- hang out, go to our NASCAR race with Coy, and well, we got yeah, hopefully we, we got to finish it up here. We got to wrap up the Pulp Show deal with Nfab and JGR deal. I think we're yeah. I feel like we're safe, but you never know until you get the the pen to the paper. So hopefully we can get it happening. Well, it's fantastic steps, bumpers, light mounting solutions. Yeah, and he's. Yeah, fan of the sport, definitely makes some cool stuff for trucks, and uh, yeah, definitely support him. He supports the sport, so we love him. All right, thanks, Shabon. You got it. N-Fab.com, that's Jeremy Albrecht uh, checking in, JT, so I just thought, like, picture like a, you know, like an an empty room with chairs in a circle. Mm -hmm. Dark. Brooks. Dark room. Brooks. Mike Webb. uh, J-Bone. Todd Brown. Suspension guy for Yosh, who just quit. He quit? Uh, Yeah, he quit. Okay. Um, um, Johnny Ulner. Ulner. Oler. Oler. I always screw it up. Johnny Oler. From JGR, um, Fisher hated you know they Mike him, Fisher, Mike Fisher, him and James okay. didn't like each other. Just be like, hi, my name's Mike Webb. Hi, Mike. I had James Stewart for three years. <laughs> it's okay, Mike. It's James, okay, James man. James never coming on the show again. Je- James never showed up at the races. And Mike Fisher would be like, he won every moto. He hated us. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Mike. You know you have these guys together. <laughs> And they can all be like, it's okay, and they can all cry. Yeah. Brooks would be like, he sent me on a family vacation in the middle of the season. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Like, these guys, like, I talked to Webb. I'm just like, dude, it's been rough. He's like. But Webb loves him. No, Webb does love him. And that's the thing with James. Like, I think these guys all like him, but it's been so tough. And I think with James, you just it, it's ups and downs. and And I just think these guys are just. Like, they get a call on Friday. Not coming. Yeah. It's not it's what? rough. You know, you're just like, oh, man. And Larry gets sent away on family vacation. He didn't like the Cowie guys. Um, he's an all-timer, probably the most talented rider to ever ride a motorcycle. And uh, I just and suspension, you know, issues. And, and I just think it'd be funny. I just think these guys should. We should do that. Have, like, a Saturday Night Live skit. You should try to do a, a anonymous like Q&A or story time or quote quotables or something about working with James Stewart. Go around and find all the people that work. An oral on. history. An oral Completely history. Completely anonymous and you like you can Oh, even, anonymous. Yes. Ooh. Like so you get the real info. And or, it doesn't have to always be bad. Yeah. It can just be interesting yeah. things that happen. Yeah. I feel like a lot of it's going to be people wanting to, you know, yeah. air their frustrations, I mean, but Sternstrom told me a story. I don't think it was on our podcast. James first got on, out right now. No, no. Okay. James first got on the team. This is a this is an amazing James Stewart story. Yeah. Stewart got on the team, set a supercross whoops, gnarly ass supercross whoops, mm-hmm. and they were doing speed runs and testing through testing suspension, and they he was going through them so fast, and he was telling the guys, "I want to go faster," and they're just like, "You'll start skipping them, like you can't." Right. And he's just like, "I, I got, I can go faster. I can go faster." They're like. Stop. Please don't. Yeah, please don't. Yeah. You're going through them faster than anybody in history has probably ever gone through those whoops. You're good. And James is like, I can go faster. And I'm just like, no. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, yeah. yeah. So. Definitely the most 
polarizing, uh, just eccentric. I don't even know the right word for James, but I think Chad's up there too. Chad's <laughs> had some interesting <laughs> things go on. I really believe this, and I was saying this about uh, – I shouldn't even say this on the show. I'm probably going to get in trouble, but uh, who was I saying this about? Um, James? No, no, no. Uh, uh, but James applies to this, and Chad applies to it a little bit. Forget who I was saying it about. I forget. I really do. The more money you get, the weirder you get. <laughs> That's my theory in life. That's yeah. I've met some pretty rich people. Yeah. Not even in moto. It allows you to be weird. I think it does. Money allows you to do whatever you want. And no one tells you no, and no one says anything. Right. And you're like, I think I want a a a a leopard with some diapers on. Right. And it shows up there. Because someone buys it for you or whatever. You basically become Tony Montana. You can do anything <laughs> right. you want. You can have a tiger right. tied up to your chain and in I your think backyard. whether it's Stu, whether it's Chad, whether it's these other business guys I've met, the more money you have, you get a little weird because you don't live a life like myself. And, well, and there's Co- no one to keep you in check. No, and Cooksey over there, normal people. You can, you can pay people to basically say yes. And I think that's been James's issue. I really do. Well, you know that, and I'm I'm – speculating, but I don't think guys like Rado and Roger and these guys are giving James hard nose. Like, no, you can't do that. No, we can't do that. No, that's a bad idea. Like, I, I no. don't think that's happening. If I could you, be wrong. They, maybe no, they do, I, but I don't I, think No, I, I agree. We, we both could be wrong, but I don't think so either. I think they're like, yeah, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, Rado is, you know, James, I'm sure, helps him, and, and they're great friends. But I'm sure that, you know, James has helped Rado many times in, in their friendship. And Roger has obviously been employed or a part of James's business, uh, you know, seven gear now for a long time. Yeah. So James kind of runs the show a little bit. Yeah, it'll be interesting, man. We get a lot of, we get a lot of questions. Um, we got a lot of people uh, asking about James Stewart. And truthfully, I don't know what's going to happen. I really don't know for next year. Lips, what's up, bro? G'day, guys. How are we? I didn't know you still listen to the show now that Watson's not on it anymore. I always listen to the show. It's just it's like 3 o'clock in the Arvo here, mate, and uh, sometimes we've got to work. Ah, oh, damn it. I hate that. What's up, buddy? I've got a couple of questions. Uh, I don't know if you've talked about it yet, but who's RCH's new sponsor? RCH's new sponsor? I don't think they have one. I don't know of any. Um, they still have Soaring Eagle, I believe, and we've heard Jimmy John's is out, but I don't know if that's for sure. Yeah. But... Uh, just doing a little bit of quick reading on the Bible here on Vital MX and seeing that they've got a new sponsor and they'll be around for two years. Is that true or not? Who's that? Somebody on Vital. Just, yeah. Uh, come on, Lips. Uh, you guys would know more than anyone. So it's Yeah, I honestly, I, I have not heard. I don't know. God, if, if they got this sponsor, they should get some riders signed ASAP. Well, my, yeah, but that's what I'm thinking. Like, yeah. Who are you going to get now, even if you got the money? Well, dude, d- don't you think, like... There are guys available. Bogle, Bogle, Tickle, Braden is a solid team. Pike's available, right? Pike's gonna, no, Pike's going back. Go back. Yeah, yeah, Pike's going to go back. Uh, you know, Bogle, Tickle, Braden, great team. Bogle, Tickle. Yeah, that's a bit of a last-minute effort, though. You've gone from having the number one rider, and then you've gone well, back dude, to that Yeah, one. but, no, dude, there's, there's, only three, there's only three guys that can w- really win right now. Yeah, Maybe Anderson, if you want to I mean, put if you, four. If you lose Roxon, there's okay. no one left that can yeah. really win. Tomac's locked in. Dungey's locked in. They can sign the bear. Yeah. Don't you think it's a bit funny that they fell on their own arrogance though by losing Ken Roxon? I don't think they fell on their own arrogance because, I mean, they tried to probably sign him back. We just talked about that a little bit before we got you on the phone. But well, I heard that. I did. But, like, you think about 
how upset must Ken Roxon have been and his dad and all that and gone to the steps, even if half of it was true, to get to that point? Like, that's insane. Because Same thing as leaving KTM, though. Yeah, that's that's a really good point too, yeah. but it makes you wonder what happened there too. But that bike, maybe like you said too before, the bike wasn't as good, but that's okay. I just thought I'd ask. Also, what I actually really care about is I want to know what's your next bike you're building because I saw a cool picture you put on Instagram and I'm wondering if it's a 92YZ. No, no, I do have that motor from Jeff Emig though. I have Jeff Emig's 1992 YZ125 rate factory motor. Uh, my next project bike is an 89 CR125. Did you see uh, the KX500 that Doc Wobbles built. Yeah, I saw that. Holy yeah. cow, that thing's yeah. badass. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, 89 CR125 lips. Okay, good work. I'll look forward to seeing it. Yeah. Um, I, you know what? Uh, my garage right now in August in Vegas is uh, the seventh circle of hell. So I have not gone in there to tore it, tear it down, but I need to get in there. I cleaned it all up, the garage, and got it all ready for a teardown, but i got to get, start, get started on that thing. So. Do you think maybe you might um, actually like get a bit of oil on your own hands this time and do your own rebuild? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I don't have a solvent tank lips. I don't have a vice. Come I, on, mate. I don't, Come on. Are you saying I are you saying I do and I'm lying or what are you <laughs> I'm just saying that maybe you've been, you know, typing a little bit too long and talking a bit much. It's time to get your hands back in there and you might hang on to a bike a bit longer if you actually do more work on it too. Lips, I don't have a solvent tank, I don't have a vice. Oh, come on, mate. I don't even have a hot plate to take the Dude, bearings you're out. You have a friggin' factory motor. If you can find that, you can go and find uh, what do you call We call it a parts washer, but you can get a solvent tanking. That's easy stuff. You found a factory motor. People would kill to find that. You just went, oh, yeah, here you go. Doesn't Berludi, doesn't Berludi have all that? I don't have a parts washer. Berludi, bro. I, got a, I need a vice. I mean, I, need, I don't even have a hot plate lips to take bearings out. Oh, stay the heat gun. You're good. Come on. Uh, Berludi's got the press for the, for, the, for the crank, for the rod. I don't have I that. If you do more of the work, you might be keen to keep one. That's all. all right, Lips. So whatever. Go beat it. Go, go. Oh, uh, come on, man. Yeah, I do like seeing your builds, though. Good for you. All right. Thanks, buddy. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. All right. See ya. Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, FlyRacing.com. Best gear out there, bro. We're going to give away an F2 carbon red, white, and blue helmet signed by Connor Fields, um, BMX gold winner from Rio. Contest at PulpMechShow.com. That's cool. That's all you got to do. Pick a random uh, number, and that number email will win the helmet. Courtesy of the folks at uh, FlyRacing.com, and, of course, uh, Jason Thomas from Fly Racing, uh, killing it all the time. So, all right, let's do the um, – voicemails right now 702-586-7857 you can call anytime leave a voicemail we'll take the best of the best and uh, and run it that this week and uh so all right here we go let's do it trav yo mathis this is hunter from arkansas the most shitty state for motocross in the country uh just listened to the show from last week and guy left the voicemail talking about barsha maybe or uh web turning into a barsha and maybe having a, a solid first year and then kind of dropping off. Um, how many 450 guys can ride like Barsha just fucking on the pipe? And, you know, you, you just can't ride a 450 like that. Webb is way more solid, way more in control. You know, if you watch his form, his form is awesome. And then y'all also talk about how, he, how Webb doesn't have anything that just really stands out. I can't even count the number of times when Villapoto has a fucking 10-second lead on everyone in Supercross, and Reed and Stewart, everyone's worried about jumping a quad, and Villapoto's just out there doing the basics great. I mean, just 
he's on it. And he's not worried about all that. He's just worried about charging from corner to corner, jump to jump. Um, just wonder if you guys could touch on that a little bit, see if uh, anyone agrees with me on that. Um, you know, it's not always about having one thing that you specialize in, but doing everything good. You know, I just can't. I've heard that several times from uh, Ralph and Jeff, you know, commentating during Supercross. Um Bill Poto just does the basics really well. So just shed some light on that. Thanks. Love the show. Bye. I mean, he's got a point, JT. You know, like uh, uh, we were kind of talking about different styles. Like RV was incredible in the turns. Maybe unorthodox. Yeah. Holy. Yeah. Could stay low. Crap. Could stay he, low. Was he fast in the turns? Yeah. But Webb doesn't have that skill that like, you go, oh, my God. No, I, that that was my yeah. point. Yeah, 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 that's what he's. Yeah. That's what his. Right. He's right. saying that the, the, the jerky caller has a good point. Mm, Webb I, doesn't have a standout skill. No, he was complaining that we said that. He was complaining that we were saying Webb doesn't have a standout skill, and he's saying that RV didn't either. I think we we didn't we did I say did. that. I said he doesn't have a standout skill. Uh, uh, I'm confused. He wasn't thrilled about that. Okay, because he's saying RV didn't have a standout skill either, and RV killed everyone. But I would say RV had some of the best aggressive corner speed I've yeah, ever seen. Yeah, that's you looking closely, though, at RV and knowing, and knowing, you know, average people looking at him. RV kind of, he has a point. RV never busted things out. You I never, about, you never I'm went all. about jumping. You, no, but I'm saying, like, those guys get the, the people looking at him and everything else, the scrubbers, the jumpers, and, yeah. but and I mean, the whoops or what whatever. What makes Dungy so good? Dungy is, doesn't slow down in the corners. Yeah. Full momentum, yeah. no brakes, no gas, in and out of the corners incredibly well, and obviously consistency, but his technique is flawless in the corners. Roxon similarly, and he is incredibly good at staying low and carrying momentum through jumps. He jumps through jumps. Yeah. He has a really, really good technique. Roxon might be one of the best scrubbers out there right now. Yeah. 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 That's what, and we've talked about this because obviously we talk about this really in depth with Burner, myself, and Chad a lot because we're always trying to figure out how to get Chad faster because he's gotten older and it's tougher to keep and reinventing yourself. He, I mean, he's not, you know, Madonna, like it, it's, Papa don't preach. it's, it's tough to keep, you know, people, the, the sport evolves and you've got to keep up. Like you've got to, yeah. you know, reinvent your skill set. You've got to improve and improve and improve as these kids take the, the sport to a higher level. So that's what we always look at. Where are these guys faster than you? Like you're great in the whoops, not such a big deal, but you don't scrub enough. These guys are better in the turns than you. They're more aggressive in the turns. Like So we work on this stuff a lot, and that's the thing we always come back to is no one can go faster through the jumps and rhythm sections than Kenny, and no one can go faster th- th- through the turns than Dungey. Poor Shorty this weekend on the finish line tabletop. Yeah, they just blow by him. He's straight up in the air. Yeah. Dudes are just doing like this, and they make up three seconds on him. Yep. Later, bro. Yeah. <laughs> there was a picture. I remember a picture of – Stu passing me in practice, and I was 15 feet higher than him <laughs> yeah, over a triple. Right, right. Like, I looked like Evil Knievel jumping the fountains at Caesars, and he was completely flat. Right. Yeah, yeah. You're just like, what are you gonna do, man? It's a different. You're you're, you're in a different sport right. than I am. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, Shorty, I felt bad. He was getting eaten alive and by multiple dudes, and yeah, I'm just it's like, tough. Eh, it's yeah. Tough. So, all right, let's do. It. Pulp and X show. KTM fire sale. I had a KTM sitting in the shop while I was working on, say, a Honda. And all of a sudden, I hear noise. I look over, 
the KTM injector is cycling, the fuel pump is running, the starter relay is clicking, and no one is near haunted. the bike. It's Christine. It just started trying to run all by itself. I disconnect the battery on it, and I won't leave one plugged in from now on. I'm scared of the damn thing burning my shop down. Hmm. What's going on, KTM? Besides that, you can't keep a tranny in one. Cranks are blown out. Crank bearing's got a bad batch. KTM quality's just taking a big shit this year. What's up? Easy, Dan Bentley. <laughs> <laughs> That's Bruce Sturzer, everybody, <laughs> from Cali. <laughs> um, but, JT, so uh, Villapoto and, and Way were just basically mocking me for not knowing that Shorty's fire, the BTO fire, was caused by the battery in Shorty's bike. And I'm like, I don't know. And both of them were RC car experts right. who had batteries that blew up, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I was telling you about that, I think, and you said the fire chief said it was an air conditioner. Yeah, the initial, what I heard initially, too, from the guys that got there first, like, had to be the batteries because of the Husky thing that had happened. Yeah. But I was told by two people that were standing there when the inspector came out that he said it came like the, there's a fire line and it where the smoke levels were and where it originated and all these scientific right. things that he said it was and it was the not the battery that's right what, yeah, yeah. That's what he said. so okay so i mean there we go uh, you know rv and nick were 100 100 convinced by the battery and if you look at shorty's bike you're like eh, all right but yeah and even the even the uh the mechanics initially thought it had to be that before they got inside they're yeah. like had to be that but yeah. then yeah i don't know i mean maybe it's a huge conspiracy maybe it's you know yeah. the batteries are the second gunman on the grassy knoll yeah. i don't know but that's what i was told by people what who, about that well the, the second Trannies person are blowing. <laughs> the second person that told me had no reason to be biased he was completely he could care less if it yeah. was a battery or a ktm or a husky or you know anybody it wouldn't matter yeah yeah they're like whatever they're, yeah he yeah. didn't care right so uh it's interesting the the, the bto guys um if it would have just been forest, I'd be like, eh, maybe you're trying to cover insurance reasons. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, second yeah. guy, he he doesn't matter to him. Right. EM injector is cycling. The fuel pump is running. The starter relay is clicking, <laughs> and no one is near the bike. He needs to call just Ghostbusters. Just trying to run all by itself. <laughs> all by itself. I disconnect the battery on it, and I won't leave one plugged in from now on. I'm scared of the damn thing burning my shop down. He owns one, though. Hmm. What's going on, KTM? <laughs> Besides that, you can't keep a tranny in one. Cranks are blown out. Crank bearing's got a bad batch. KTM quality is just taking a big shit this year. Mm. What's up? What's, What's up? up? <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just, uh, that's it. That's classic. That's good. good. There's a lot of sound drops we in that one to, voicemail. We need to clip the "What's up?" <laughs> What's up? What's up? Let's <laughs> get on that. All by itself. <laughs> Got a this bad batch of barons. Last week, and uh, I don't know if that dude who was trying to extort a shirt out of you for buying the app was uh, joking or not, but that dude's a plug. I bought the app on Android. I got rid of my Android. I bought the app on my iPhone. You know what? When the new app comes out, I'm going to buy that one, too. I'm a fan of the show. It's $2. That dude can just fuck right off trying to get a shirt out of you for that. Thank you. I don't get the nerve of some of these people. I enjoy the show, Steve. Keep it up. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know. That just pissed me off. So I, I don't know. I hope that guy was joking. He's not really that much of a plug. Later. Hey, Pulp. Uh, just calling 
I uh, just want to give my thoughts to the Kiefers. I uh, just seen on uh, the Snapchat story there that they're currently being evacuated from their home. Um, I'm one of the residents up in Fort McMurray that got evacuated back in May. I know how shitty of a time that is and how many uncertain questions there are when that happens. So hopefully everything's all good with their place. And, uh, yeah, just wanted to call in and say that. Love the show. Uh, keep it up, yeah. and uh, hope everything goes okay for them. Yeah, I think Kiefer's are fine. Fire's over, but they were kind of scary. There, were you seeing any photos of that? The fire up there? Me? Yeah. No. Great no. The other, the other co-host. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I have seen it. It's pretty brutal. Yeah. Ping is Ping was like for, on the ground floor of that. Yeah, like he's flexing the initial hosers. Yeah, he's showing his uh, is guns. He, is he called a hoser? I don't know. <laughs> he was uh, he was showing off his arms, and the fire was retreating. He was on like KTLA and yeah. I don't even know what Supercross oh, champ, Supercross USA winner, David Pingree. Killing it. Yeah. That's scary stuff though. There's yeah. fires in Idaho right now. Like when I go home tomorrow night, I mean there's literally smoke everywhere. Like it's Idaho's on fire. I deal with we deal with this every summer, so I know what it's like. You missed an opportunity there, Fred. Hi JT. Yeah. You should have. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> I haven't heard that one. What about that? Hmm. <laughs> What's up? Hey, Steve. Love the show. Just got through listening to the archive from last Monday uh, with Harvey on. And uh, I know how you guys mentioned about how him and both Ryan's actually ride pretty clean. Why doesn't anyone ever bring up the, the time? I think it was, I forgot what race it was, where Ryan Villapoto totally cleaned. Ryan Denji out. I think that's the same race that he actually broke his leg when he uh, endowed, had that gnarly crash. But Took him out? Why didn't anybody ever bring that up when uh, you're talking to RV? Um, Thanks. Yeah, I mean, let me ask RV about six years ago. Uh, he he didn't take him out though. No, he, I mean it was a they were battling they were banging bars yeah, pretty but good. He didn't but take him out. No, he. We were saying on the show to RV like you didn't really you never were a dirty guy you just. Oh, he did he did get aggressive with him though. Yeah, he hit him. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I apologize, caller, for not bringing up six years ago at St. Louis to uh, RV. Was was RV saying he wasn't dirty? I was saying that, oh. like you, you, you got away without making any enemies. You know, you just you, 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 you clean guys. He wasn't aggressive very often. No, you, you pass guys pretty clean. Yeah. Got around them. See you later. Not gonna, I'm not gonna play around with games. J Law. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, it's Jay from Michigan. Hi, Jay. Hey, so I, I heard Crazy Lady say something about Grashit. I know she's from Michigan. Grashit's like five, ten miles away from me. If uh, Berlute wants to know how hot she is, let me know. Maybe I can get a pick for it. Thank Later. you. Thanks. Steve, this is Matt from Southern California. Hey, Matt. Um, it's Wednesday. Currently listening to the Pulp Show from uh, Monday night when you have Berluti in studio. You totally just screwed me with the most awkward situation I have been in in recent history. Oh, boy. Uh, you're <laughs> probably going to get a kick out of this. Um, <clears throat> so I'm at work filling up my truck with gas. And you happen to be in the Tweet of Travis segment when Travis asks about Monster wanting a 22-round Supercross series. I open the door of my truck. Podcast is still playing. Open the door to start paying or to slide my card, bump my gas. And right as I open my door, my volume is loud. This gas station is packed. You then go, I sure, I'm sure they would like a 22-round series just as much as I would like a 12-inch rod. 
I go, oh, shit. I turn around, and there's a mom with her 10-year-old daughter staring at me with the most appalled look on her face I have seen in a long time. And he should have just looked at him like, right? I got back in my truck, I drove away, and I went to a different gas station. He said he pulled so, away. Thought you might think it was funny. Um, figured I could share because I just laughed my ass off as I'm driving away from the gas station. So, I mean, hopefully you play this on the air, get, to, get a good laugh out of it. And, um, yeah, we did. Yeah. We All did. right. Um, Thanks, yeah. I don't remember saying that. I'm not. I'm sure I did, but you definitely did. You did. You should give him some. Oh. Um. I mean, yeah, Monster would like. Yeah, they would like a 29 race Supercross series. Yeah. Whatever. You know. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know what the question was. I guess maybe it was, do you think they'd be happy, or do you think they want that? I don't know. I don't know what the question was, but I mean, rod doesn't mean what it means. It could mean connecting rod. But golden rod. Golden rod. Connecting rod. <laughs> Dungy. Whatever. Yeah. You know. So. That's yeah. that's his preferred nickname, right? Goldenrod. Goldenrod. Yeah, he yeah. likes it. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Hey, it's Corey from Colorado. Uh, had a good thought about uh, Keeper After Dark and uh, something that kind of goes along with his uh, test and development skills. Why not try developing with Fitbit? a Fitbit watch that will measure pumps per minute when you're with Heather. Oh, boy. That way you Not can a bad get idea. optimum pumps per minute, therefore allowing you to go as long as you would like, or you can see your peak or your lows. A mount count. Thought. Let me know mm-hmm. um, the show. <laughs> Kiefer's, Kiefer said his PPM was 70 max, right? I, uh, I think so. He said it was seventy. I think around. I think he said sixty or seventy. Yeah. Yeah, he counted. Yeah. He said it was seventy. It was wide open, and so if you had a Fitbit, you'd really be able to nail that that PPM down. Yeah, get all kinds of scientific with it. Yeah. Why absolutely. not? Kiefer should work on that. <laughs> Could be a side deal. Yeah, for you him. like that? Uh, so all right. Hello, Steve. My name is Jason. I tweeted mm-hmm. you last week. What's up? And you shot up, my KTM? Preface this by saying F you, dude. It was the one about Cooper Webb's career number. I think you should go 17. Won a title every year since 2011. But my main point, it hasn't been a successful year really for Eli Tomac. Not what he would expect. Not what the team would expect, I'm sure. But it seems like with Kawasaki in general, I know I'm a squid, but personally I've never felt comfortable on a Kawasaki. And we see these guys, I mean the homegrown guys, you have James Stewart, Ricky Carmichael, now a guy like Forkner who looks like he's going to have a great career, Brian Villapoto, they come through the ranks on these Cowies, and they're able to kill it. But it seems like these guys that switched teams in our last year, Millsap said, you know, you're struggling with the bike even before that whole debacle, which led to his termination. But it seems like Tomac might be struggling a little bit with the bike. I don't want to blame it all on that. Um, but what do you guys think? Do you think the bike has anything to do with it? Do you think Cowie's a tough brand to adapt to if you haven't been riding him your whole life? I'm a Suzuki guy. I've always found those pretty easy to just hop on and ride. So I'd like to get your take on that. I think it's JT and uh, Mark's dog obviously going to be there. So hopefully you guys don't play this. But if you do, I'd like to hear your answer. Keep it real. I, yeah, buds. Bye. I just think, JT, that you did a 40 shootout for, for Kiefer and Dirt Rider last yeah, year. I'm going to do it again this year. And you're going to do it again this year. And maybe – you're not included in this because you race at a high, high level and you understand the modifications done to these bikes at a high level. You may or may not have ridden a factory Suzuki, a factory Yamaha, a factory Honda. May or may not. May or may not have sure. ridden these bikes. Um, so maybe it doesn't apply to you. 
But when I hear this caller or guys on Vital or emails and tweets saying that they don't like their 17, their 16 Cowie mm-hmm. because it pushes and they can see Eli Tomac bike. I just like, no, stop, stop. Yeah. Uh, the bikes are so different. They can be made whatever you want to do. Yeah. At stock. I mean, they have characteristics, right? In all, yeah, they do. Yeah. They do. Yeah. But an off the showroom bike compared to like, you go down to your local dealer and buy a, a 2016 you know, KXF 450 versus Eli Tomax bike, very, very different. I mean, yeah. it could have a different swing arm. You could have a completely different front end, right. like triple clamps and races. Yeah. And it's going to feel like a completely different motorcycle. That's what I mean. So, like, I, I get, like, this guy said, Cowie doesn't feel right to him or whatever. He's just, I just. Yeah, you can't. No, but, you know, I'm almost saying this, like, like you know, because you know, JT. But if you, I think they can, some generalizations can be made. Like, if you're like, I got my Honda and it feels really small and a little twitchy. That's a pretty standard characteristic. Yeah. But if like, ah, I don't like it, you know, like, yeah. well, okay, well, you can change a lot of things, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's it is tough to take a motorcycle that's way way off in stock trim and make it really really good. Like the best thing that can happen for a rider is to get a great bike off the showroom floor because it's very easy to turn that into a better bike. Yeah. If you get a bike that's just the frames way too rigid or the the wheelbase is really really short the way they that you know it, it, some of that stuff gets really tough to overcome uh but it's man the, the race bikes are a lot different yeah hey steve L. it's uh probably your only uh hockey playing fan but uh little concerns for uh, our, our buddy eli um you know i've been doing some research and I seen it. He has a girlfriend about a few months ago. You know, um, might mean nothing, but didn't have the season I, I want him to have. You know, that's my guy. You know, could be the bike, could be whatever. But then, uh, then he backs out of uh, the nations. Well, there, there goes my hope. You know, I look forward to that race in fucking January, and that's my guy. So, upon a little research, found her page, and a she's got much. him in every right. single picture. Got to be a stage five. And now she's in his profile picture on Instagram. Like I said, probably doesn't mean anything, but little concerns for me because I've seen a lot of good hockey players' careers come to a crashing end by some crazy women. Not saying that his is, but... Would have thought Big John would uh would have kept him him in line. So what's he supposed to be a monk? Who knows? Uh, I think he's allowed to have I a girlfriend. Say. I don't I don't think his troubles have anything to do with the girlfriend. That that's me personally. All right, well, let's play this next one. Right. See one more thing that about that Eli's girlfriend thing. <laughs> you know, the kids never had a serious girlfriend. So as we all know, you'll probably end up doing things you never thought you'd done because I never thought he would do that. Just a shame, you know. They're probably sitting it's a shame. down. Shame. <laughs> they're asking you to do this nation's next in a few weeks here, thinking about doing it. And she goes, mm, "Do you have to?" Well, no, not really. Well, just skip it. Just skip it. Just do it. Do it next season. You got another race that next weekend anyway. We can go to Cabo that weekend. Just skip it. Cabo is good. Cabo is oh, good. Sure? JT would skip Cabo. Yeah, Cabo is good. Skip Before those nations for, for... He's got a flight booked to Cabo, and he's not going. So, um, 
I don't know, maybe next time Kiefer's in the pits, you know, give him a nice talking to or something. I don't know. Just a concerned fan over here. Eli should never talk to, to, to Kiefer. Uh, nothing else it could be, so <laughs> fuck it. Uh, this guy, I, first of all, I think this guy's wrong. I think it's dumb. But I do, like, admire the super fan where he's stalking his chick's uh, Instagram page, her Facebook page, there's photos. Like, he's all got this – like, he cares so much about Eli Tomac. Yeah. That he's like, what is wrong with my Eli? Right. I like that. I admire that in a way. Yeah. In hyper, a creepy hyper, sort of way. Hyperanalyzation. Yeah. The guy just wants to find out why his favorite guy hasn't won as much as he wants. Analyzation? I don't think that's the word. Analysis? Yeah, I don't know. And the guy – you know, wants to find that out, and he listens to our show, and what? So, but but having said that, like, the guy's allowed to have a girlfriend. I don't think that that's the reason why, or yeah, anything. I, I don't think that's I, the reason. I, why. Travis, why did you you insta you you instant message me? Hear any rumors of Tomac wanting out of Kawasaki? I read a, a thing on Vital. I know rule number one, but <sighs> okay. Uh, so is that where that's coming from? Because I'm serious. I got a few tweets. I got a couple emails about it. Tomac's getting out of his Cowie deal. It was supposedly a, a credible source, uh, a guy that they say is pretty spot on most of the time. Uh, I didn't read; it was a big, huge, long thing, but I didn't read the whole thing, so I, I read just, it. I just uh, thought I'd ask if you'd. I mean, he signed a multi-year deal for a lot of money. Yeah, who's going to take him if he wants out? If Cowie said sure, like no, no, it's all dumb. If if Eli Tomac's problem was his girlfriend, you would have heard about it by now because. Team people would be yeah. talking. There no, would be, you're right. You know I mean, you're like absolutely that's, right. That's not something right. that stays a secret. Which, you know, we just heard about a team member's father complaining to the team about not waving the sun on. Right. That's the kind of stuff that teams go. Yeah. Let me tell yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Let me tell For you, sure. everybody. Let no, me tell no, you. people yeah, would yeah. be complaining. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. And I and I haven't heard one peep right. yeah. out of the Cowie guys about about uh, Eli Thomas' girlfriend. So, um, it's fine. People, he's going to be fine. But nice work by that guy. Thinking about it, no, I I, I applaud the the effort. Like yeah. I, I I like your passion. Yeah, you're just yeah. wrong. Right. <laughs> maybe maybe he feels replaced. I love your passion, but you're an idiot. <laughs> all right, he just wasn't as good as Kenny. That's all. Yeah, yeah, still really good. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> yeah, won two races. Hey Steve, uh, I got a couple things. But first off, I want to say. I love everything that you do. I read all your posts. I listen to all your uploads. You're doing a great job, and uh, keep it up. But I'm sure that Travis works for the off chance that he may catch Pookie coming out of the shower or some kind of bullshit toonies or mm-hmm. something. But you have got to scream the caller. Okay? It should go something like, hope our next show is Travis. What's your question? Uh... I was wondering if this RV was so dominant, if he had fans that were dominant, and fans didn't know that he was dominant, so the dominance did not click. You hang up on the that guy was let him go. Out there. Second, I totally saw you go the large Papa John's pizza route at 2 o'clock in the morning at the hotel in Atlanta. I want you to be around for a long time. So <laughs> I want, that I want your phone I, to you be better. For a minute. You were doing great, but at 2 o'clock in the morning, large pop it down. It's not going to help your cause. Um, get, right, get a better please. phone. Okay, first of all, uh, some of the questions the some of the questions are dumb, but we have they don't necessarily tell Travis exactly what they're saying, and then they get on the air and they say something different. Two, no way was that me. 
A, I'm not up at 2 in the morning. I'm not. I'm asleep. Uh, I am not up at 2 in the morning in, uh, in any, after any race. B, I don't, eat, I don't order Papa John's. So maybe I don't know if Papa John's was like a euphemism for just another pizza company. I don't like Papa John's. Wasn't me. JT, you can attest, though, after Supercross. Pretty hungry. Uh, you are. You're not? No. You eat? Too late. Do you eat? No. Too late. So, but you're hungry. No, I'll eat during the night. I eat. I, eat. I said, do you eat? Oh, I thought you said after the race. Do you eat? Well, I thought you meant after the race. No, like I This meant... guy was accusing you of eating a large pizza. You eat during the night? Yes. Okay, I don't. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't. I eat during the race, so I don't eat after the race. I thought you meant, do you eat after the race? Where, when do you eat? Like, during the night show? In the press box. Yeah? Yeah. How? What do you, what do you get? I have a whole semi full of food. And you just bring it up? Sure. Oh, okay. Or if, if the newer stadiums have healthy options... I'll partake in that. But if you're like Oakland Stadium and they have like janky pizza <laughs> or pretzels or okay. some kind of stadium dog, I'm out. In Supercross, like you eat what, at noon, right? Or after practice? or uh, When do we eat? Morning and then, yeah, usually. Like 2 o'clock, right? Usually before first practice maybe. I don't know. It depends. Whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. What if the stadium has quesadillas? Uh, they don't. No. Lame. Yeah. When's the last time you had a quesadilla? Ooh, I almost ordered one today for lunch. Okay, when's the last time you had a kiss? Oh, I don't. I Today's Tuesday. It had, I mean, I don't know. Weeks. Weeks. Waffle, waffle, yeah. waffle, waffle. I don't eat them at home. Call bullshit. Um, bullshit. I have, we're so, going to a Mexican restaurant tomorrow for a fly presentation. Quesadilla. <laughs> please, please tweet it. Yeah. Please tweet it out. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, back to this guy. Yeah, I, it wasn't me at two in the morning. No way. Uh, could it have been me at? 12, right? Back at the hotel by 12. He said two, right? I know. I'm not up by two. I'm out. I'm sleeping. Maybe Toronto. No, Toronto street meat. Oh, yeah. We just favorite. We had street meat. We bought this year. Nice. Me, oh, wow. Me, Anton, and Weed. She put a racehorse card. There you go. Yeah. All right. I don't know. What does everybody hate on Tonus? He's been riding his first time ever on any of these tracks. Oh, boy. Except for what shoe rule. <laughs> And he's behind him and Oldenburg. So they're in Hampshire, Davalos, Mitchell Harrison, McElrath, Rensland, Cunningham, Smith, Nelson. I just, I love this guy because he's he's calling it about Tonus. Like, the, like he's, why is everyone bagging on Tonus? Like, that's more interest than Tonus has had from anybody. It's brutal. No one's, no one's saying he's slow. He's just not in shape. He gets hot real easy. It's been rough. Two years, right? He's here. For, he's been here two years. Hurt himself last soupy. Yeah. Dallas, remember Dallas practice? Blazing fast. Yeah, fastest time. For I don't know if it was fast. For a minute there. Yeah. Okay. And then he did some in the main, right? That was when he was number two hundred, though. Yeah. That was his first year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, then didn't come back to Washougal. Got a third in the mud. He's basically like a dog in a car in the summer. Like he's instantly blazing hot and needs emergency help. Pookie's all carries, summer. Pookie carries a hammer. I to bust those okay. dogs out. All right. Yeah. 12-inch rod. Nichols. He's still naming the guy. Everybody. <laughs> but they're not. Everybody's talking about they're not going to get rods or they don't know where they're going. But everybody's giving all these shitty dudes rods still. And they've been doing it over and That's over true. and over. And 
Oldenburg and from what I've seen of Thomas this outdoor season is they're pretty damn good. I thought they need another shot. Just wanted to hear what y'all had to say. Well, have a good day, JT. You you bring. Thank you for calling. By the way, you bring this up a lot, though, JT. It's not apples to apples, Oldenburg to Tone. It's Oldenburg's probably riding for free. Fill in, dude. Last second yeah, not guy. Not much anyway. He's not much. Something. Okay, yeah, but and Tonus, I would think, is on a big is on a big deal. Decent money. Gotta be. He doesn't come back from the GPs. He's a GP winner and everything else. He's not coming back for for low money. So, but if there's one thing that Mitch hates, it's fading, not being strong, not being fit, not you know. That's just Mitch in a nutshell. He wants, and that is not. Tonus for whatever reason. I know it's been health problems, and I know it's well, not his shoulder too. His shoulder. Yeah, I know yeah, it's not yeah. his fault, but that is Mitch. That's like his fiber. Like he's he's mellowed out yeah. over the years, but still in his core, being out of shape and getting tired and getting overheated is, is not acceptable. This is a man that once shipped overnight a pair of brand new running shoes to every member of his team. Right. That's said, not acceptable. And said use these. Right. Yep. And Nick Way took him to the back and lit him on fire. Right. And Ramsey sent him a, uh, a letter or an email and said, thank you. <laughs> right. But week after week, when you get too hot, you get too tired, you pull off, you can't finish, you lose 10 spots in the last two laps, that, that doesn't work for Mitch Payton. It doesn't work. Well, it doesn't work on a team like Right, forever. but Mitch yeah, is yeah, the, yeah. the yeah. worst possible place to be pulling yeah. that move. Yeah. Tonus will join the ranks of Matt Moss, Brian Gray, Matthew Lillos. Yeah, I mean, he'll probably go back to Europe and do fine. Yeah. It's 15 degrees cooler yeah. every single weekend. Yeah. You know, like, that's what he grew up racing. That's his environment. He'll he'll do fine. It's just, it hasn't worked here. For he's, whatever. And it's not an indictment. He's of like him. a it certain, just, like a desert tortoise that takes you take out of the environment. <laughs> it just hasn't worked. I mean, right. I think for him, even for his own best interest, he needs to find a scenario that works for him. Yeah. 90 deep. degrees at 80% humidity, obviously, isn't it? Deep thoughts. Exactly what he just said. Hey, I got to know what is up with these riders these days. You got the hottest girl ever for a Lucas Oil trophy girl that stands behind them guys every weekend. I mean, beautiful. And uh, they don't even acknowledge them. Back in the old days, they used to grab them, give them a smooch. That's actually illegal. I think we got a bunch of queers these days. <laughs> I just can't believe illegal. they don't even acknowledge them. It's called sexual harassment. She's so hot. She's the hottest one ever. That's liable. She's not the hottest one ever. There's been hotter trophy girls, without a doubt. But, yeah, back in the day, you can't do that now. Jeff Stanton used to just... There would be a world-class lawsuit. (laughs) There's photos of Stanton just going to town with a trophy girl. Yeah. Yeah. That's not legal. Right. It's not legal, bro. Doesn't make our guys queers. No. (laughs) It would be Carrie and Nicole's oil. Right, right. (laughs) Pro motocross championship. exactly right. So... All right, uh, that has been the voicemails for this week, 702-586-757. Call and leave a message anytime. Uh, TheBTOSports.com, tweet at Travis. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOSports.com. Here's the tweets of Travis. <laughs> you like that? He, lo- he loves it. Look at him. He laughs every week. That's, every good, week. that's good stuff. The chickens. He, that's he good hears stuff. it every week. The chickens. Swiss score, bro. Knocking out of the park with that one. Uh, not so much with the bacon. <laughs> it sounded like a nuclear bomb. Um, at Pulpa Mech Show on Twitter, uh, Travis, uh, you can ask questions all the time, all week. Send them in, and uh, Travis picks the best ones. BTO Sports KTM team of Andrew Short is going out this week. It's last two motos. Andrew Short. Let's have a moment for Andrew Short. We need to play that, like, Taps. Yeah. Taps song for him. Um, maybe we'll have him on next week. 
Probably uh, more. You should. Yeah. You should. Uh, and uh, and Millsaps and Benny Bloss and uh, BTOSports.com. If you call them, tell them you're with Pulp. They will give you a killer deal on anything they have. Uh, they've got a great uh, a great thing going on. What? Stormy. Oh, yeah, is it? Yeah. Something. Oh, okay. And uh, the guys at BTOSports.com. Uh, they've got it going on, and uh, and so please check them out. Biker Body, they've got it. Gear, all the latest fly gear, they've got it. BTO? Uh, yeah. Thunder. Yeah. Scary. Thunder in your heart, like the movie Rad. Thunder rolls. Garth Brooks. Yeah. Lightning strikes. All right. Good uh, one. Lightning crashes. That's live. Yeah, I know. That's what he meant to say. No. Dang it. I don't listen to country, so I don't know. That's live. Um... <laughs> U.S. Dual Sports wants to know, who do you think gets fifth in the series? Bloss or Nicoletti? Uh, Nick's Phil is two points? Two or three. Hold up. I said this earlier, didn't I say, JT? Yeah. Uh, three he's three. He's three points back. What do you think, JT? Indiana, fifth in the points. They're both going to pass Porcel. Uh, I'm going to give it to Benny. I don't know why. I'm just Because guys like Phil shouldn't be beating him? I don't know. It's a good track for Phil. Benny's raced there before, and he's from Missouri. It's not too far away. Okay. Good track, Indiana. Ah, man, it was, oh, it poor, was tough poor last year. Legends, no, no, Legends I, race. It was so freaking ruddy and rough last year. But it had rained like crazy yeah, amount right before yeah, it. it so did. I think it'll be better. All right, year. he goes Benny. I go Phil. Okay. Uh, Kyle wants to know, does main event moto get their sources from Pulp? I don't know. Hmm. I've never listened. I haven't Do either. you? Do they? I listened to one. And it was. I mean, it was pretty good. Do they get their sources from Pulp? Uh, I don't think so. I think. I think people do get their sources from 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 me, like other media guys. I think other media guys take tweets of mine and be like, "Yeah, that's fact," you know, because I'll I'll tweet something out like I know I'll have a scoop, like I know yeah. I have something that nobody else has for some inside for connection, sure. yeah. and I'll tweet it and then. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll see it the next day or two on another person's Twitter or rumors, and I'm just like, you got that from me, bro. Just yeah. just credit at right. credit at Paul Pumex. That's it. As as previously reported by yeah Steve Mathis. Yeah, just do that. We'll be fine. NFL guys do it. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. First reported by like even like NBC Sports gives it to ESPN. And... Yeah, well, ESPN gets in trouble for that. People are pissed at ESPN. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, it. because they do it sometimes, not always, mm-hmm. and they get it, they get called in called out about it. Because um, they'll say they'll say um, uh, multiple sources. Oh yeah, and, and Jay Glazer will be like, "Yeah, that was me, <laughs> just me," you know. So, um, but uh, yeah, just go ahead and credit me, everybody. Don't be don't be jerk offs. Because I do. I think I credit people. I don't. I don't. I say like, "Hey, I read that on Anton. I read that on uh, Transworld. I read it on." Yeah, I do that. I think so. I think I'm pretty good at that. Chase Dowell is good at it. He <laughs> does it a lot. Very well. <laughs> Chase Dowell very concerned with that. So, all right. Uh, Charlie wants to know, can you comment on the stress for a mechanic who could potentially be at fault for a rider's injury because of a breakdown? Oh, my God. Yeah, I've never happened to me, thank God. Uh, my carburetor came off once. Well, not my fault. Um, yeah, it sucks. That's a terrible feeling. It is a – I have been – I've been so worked up, paranoid inside that I left something loose that I, my stomach has just been in knots the whole race, and I've been sitting there, and then I get back to the truck, and whatever it was is fine. But somehow I'm just you like put your paranoia on top of one another. Soon you're in a full panic mode. Um, I've been that way too, or, or gas, like oh god, you know. And then nothing's ever happened. Knock on, knock on wood. But um, I'm no longer a mechanic. But it's terrible, man. 
it's gnarly to be a mechanic. Like Dave Feeney, with all those DNFs with Osborne, like he none of them were his fault, but it's terrible. You just feel like garbage. Not fun. No. Uh, Adam wants to know financially what would it take for a team like Cycle Trader, Rock River to pick up Weimer or Will Hahn? Salary excluded. They're going with Tommy Hahn. Mm. Anytime you can lock up Tommy Hahn, go with it. Do it. When there's Bogle and Tickle and Baggett and Wilson, when you can lock up Tommy Hahn, I mean, injuries, no, no performances to really speak of, you got to lock him down. You got to do it. What's the question? Uh, financially. Look, I like Christina. I like Chris at Cycle Trader Rock River. I don't know. I don't know. They, they just they they want Tommy on so good. That's their team. They can do it. To me, it's a good ride. It's a good team, and you can get those dudes pretty cheap. I would think those guys that we just talked did about. Salary excluded. Huh? It did say salary no sal- excluded. No salary. How much would it cost? Yeah, financially, what would it take? Ask JT. Uh, I'm gonna say. Genova used to say two hundred to two hundred fifty thousand. Uh, I don't know if he included salary in that. I would say somewhere in the one hundred to one hundred fifty thousand range when you account for mechanic, mechanic, uh, probably one hundred fifty mechanic, mechanic expenses, bikes, parts. Yeah, somewhere between one hundred two hundred, depending on how you want to do it. There you go. Final answer. <laughs> Stephen wants to know: Did Ken- <clears throat> excuse me? Did Kenny go to the press conference shirtless as an fu to RCH and sponsors? No. no, no. He went in drinking a beer, wearing his underwear. It was hot as balls. He didn't want to put a team shirt on or any shirt. And he's Kenny. He doesn't care. I think, yeah. <laughs> what we were talking about. Well, Chad mentioned that about Honda. Like, that's not happening at Honda. No. Right? No. Like, very well, Mandy, Mandy is going to be there. Like, hey, put your shirt on. Put your <laughs> Honda shirt on. Honda shirt on. Yeah. Put your Honda shirt on. <laughs> right, right. You can't go to the press conference with no shirt on and your under underwear on. No, because right. we're going to... We want to post things and use this, and you can't take a cord's light, yeah, and yeah. you can't, you know what I mean? Uh, like, yeah. it's not going to go well. Right. It's going to be interesting, which is like Chad said. I think there are going to be some interesting meetings that go on. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, Honda has some corporate, corporate, corporate dudes okay. there. Oh, absolutely. What about he wears, a, he wears a Red Bull hat, Kenny, and that's it. Does he ever wear an RCH hat? No, Red Bull. Right? Yeah. So no Honda hat. Will uh, there be a Honda Red Bull hat made? Probably. Okay. Would it be like a bidding war? No. No, no. It'd be all lined up in his contract like before. Like, this is what you're doing. Okay. Uh, Ryan wants to know, JT, uh, would Sweden be a good first trip out of the U.S. destination? Sure. Yeah, you don't, you don't want to go in the dead of winter. I've been there in uh, February, and it's really, really miserable. Uh, but uh, summer? Can't beat Sweden. I think, I think summer in Sweden is one of the greatest places on Earth. That was a good ABBA song, too. Summer in Sweden? Yep. It's pretty awesome. It's short, though. They have a really short summer, but man, is it nice. I recommend Canada. Mm, maybe not. Canada's sweet. Yeah, Canada's sweet. Manitoba. BC. Okay. Uh, Andy wants to know, with all the silly season changes, flat out, who do you think will be the best in 2017? Who wins both titles? Let's go with that. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't bet against Ryan Dungey right now. <sighs> Same answer. Yeah. Um, Kenny, new bike. Too many scares changes me. Again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think Dungey's done after next year? Do you think he's out? Yep. Yep. I think he packs it in. Yep. His contract's up, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, Kyle, I think this this neck sorry this neck good. injury sealed the deal for him. Right. You think he went home and looked at Lindsay and was like, "I, I think stay with that a lot." Yeah, I, th- I, really I, I heard there was some of that. Like, hey, this could have been bad. And there's also I heard that they may want to uh, look at having kids too. Right. I don't know. That's just what I heard. I All don't right. know. I mean, another guy coming and going. I remember his rookie year, and now he's retired, and I'm still covering the sport. <laughs> he's come, he's gone, and I'm still here. I saw him when he was 16, and then I saw him leave. And I was I was uh, on the same flight with him to Millville for his first race ever because we were both wearing answer. When I was on subway, we were answer. And, uh, yeah, I remember he was just like this punk kid, and I'm like, dude, you're going to get your ass kicked this weekend. That was what I was thinking, and he went like, did no, pretty well. Yeah. Like eighth in the second moto yeah. or something. Like, yeah, thirteen eight or eleven pretty, eight. Or, yeah, pretty yeah. good. Because right. he came out of the B class. Yeah, I'm like, dude, you're gonna get stomped. Like these dudes yeah. all mess around. But he was good. Yeah. Uh, Mitch wants to know with top five finishes, why is Filthy Phil not on a full time ride? His choice, or just can't get one? He can't get one. He does not his choice. <laughs> uh, sorry. Have you seen Supercross with Phil? Yeah, it's uh, sponsors value Supercross. They really do. It's poor flaggers. Yeah. Uh, Scott wants to know about how much do you think it costs BTO Sports per year to be the title sponsor for BTO KTM? I got to stay out of that one. Do you know? Yeah, I do. I can't. I I just need to stay. Out I of don't that. know. So let me go. Mm, five hundred. Okay. Five to seven. I don't think it's a million. I don't. Yeah, like I know. Yeah. Five to seven. I'll go with six. Okay. <laughs> but I think like. Uh, like monster deal with Cowie, that's way more. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, of course. That's not like a title for a team. That's a BTO team, and then you know what I mean. Like that's not a general. This is what it is. The title of team. I mean, that, yeah, that that deals in the millions. Yeah, a year. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then Austin wants to know: Is JT still having an ultimate experience for the BTO team next year, even though there's rumors of BTO leaving? Yes, my deal is not BTO dependent, and my deal is. Forrest Butler's team, which happens to be title sponsored by BTO. Sweet. People uh, are confused that they think BTO owns the team. Have you ever heard that? Yeah, I have. And it was really a brilliant move by Forrest as far as marketing the team because he realized that the team being called BBMX served no purpose. Mm -hmm. So he made a deal to whatever the title sponsor is, that's what the team would be called to give them max value. So yeah. every time the team is referenced, that sponsor's yeah. name is referenced. It was a brilliant move. Which, if you, like, sorry to interrupt you again, no, probably. You're good. It's RCA Suzuki. Yep. I don't type Soaring Eagle right. Jimmy Jones. Right. Which is what Forrest was trying to get away from. Yes. I type BTO, though. Right. When well, RCH t- doesn't sell anything. There is no value in marketing no. RCH. Yeah. So it should be Soaring Eagle Jimmy Johns. Well, that's their Period. title name. Right. But I don't call them that. Right. That's what, that's, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. No, like, and, that and, was the genius. And, that and it is. That it's, was Forrest's idea. It's brilliant. Uh, yep. Really smart. Um, and people get that confused all the time. BTO, what's going to happen to the team? I'm like, well, they're going to – if a change is made yeah. in next year, 10 years, whatever happens, then that would be the team's – if it was Coca-Cola next year, it would be the Coca-Cola yeah. racing team. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, so. Good, good move. Uh, and Kyle Greenwald wants to know, JT, in your opinion, who is Fly Racing's best amateur? Uh, oh, you're going to just get in trouble. No, I, you know, uh, I, I think... I thought that one was okay. Ryan Surratt. Was, because someone will get mad. 
Ah, he's all right. Well, it depends on what class. I mean, the, yeah. our fastest amateur right now is probably Ryan Surratt. Expert goggles, too. Willie Surratt's son. Yeah, expert goggles. Yeah. Uh, and then Chev wants to know, how soon after the last national will Roxon get his Honda and start testing? I've probably only got one bike. Honda has one bike. No one's been riding it. Um, pretty soon, though. Yeah. I would almost guarantee but dude, he only, he, he, that he's ridden it. But he rides uh, with a lot of people. No, I... Grandal, Daisy... I'm sure it wasn't in Florida. Okay. Yeah, you go yeah. somewhere and ride yeah. it. You know, yeah. rent a track for a day. Yeah, yeah, you go to Zaka. Right, right. Track's closed. Everyone drives out there in an unmarked box van. You right. ride the bike. Right. You know? Yeah. That's how these things go. Right. Are done. No, no, no numbers on the back. No, 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 no one letters. knows. No yeah. one's even yeah. allowed there. Right. They don't even know they're going. It's like a random Wednesday afternoon, you know, like... Because I, I can't see Kenny signing a five-year deal without having ridden the motorcycle. Oh, no. Wait. I, I thought you were talking about recently. No, he did not ride the new bike. You don't think so? No, he did not. I know he didn't. For sure? Yeah. I would, that it would was be not surprising. ready. It was not done. Wow. Yeah. All right. Might have ridden the old one. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I don't, didn't find yeah. that out. That's, that's a big gamble. Heard from very good I believe sources. You. I yeah. believe you. I just would have never thought that. Yes. Yeah. He could, they couldn't. They had none. Right. They didn't have it. But so. still, that's a man. To walk yourself into these things work on four-year cycles generally. He's on that, going to be on that new bike for four years. I thought you were talking like he rode it recently, like say a month ago or something. But well, yeah. I would have yeah, thought yeah. right before he signed his deal, he's like, no, "I got to ride this thing." Done in Supercross, so yeah, no, they didn't have it. Yeah, so okay. uh, that's that's. I believe you. It's just surprising. All right. Anything else? That's it. BTOSports.com. Please call down there. Uh, and I've heard actually, you can put. Pulp MX in the special instructions on checkout, and they will call you, and then uh, they can, you can figure out that way. I think Trey rode the new bike, though. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Uh, BTOsports.com. Great guys. Been part of our show for a long time. Really appreciate it. Great guys. Um, all right. Uh, Chad Reed, JT. Uh, Chad Reed, Zach Osborne, Donnie Emler, Connor Fields. Best guest tonight. Oh, Connor. For sure. Yeah. yeah. We love Chad, but. Yeah, yeah Chad's been on a lot. Fun gold medal. Yeah. It's awesome. Gold medal. I will never get to see a gold medal in person ever again. Gold medal. I wanted to play this while he was leaving. Well, that's... Make him tear up a little bit. That's my producer. <laughs> You're welcome. Playing it right at the end of the show when Connor's long gone. Right. That's all right. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. I'm going to leave... I'm going to give you our uh, partners' names, and I want you to tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. Like one word association? Yeah, or two words, whatever. Okay, sure. Doesn't need to be one word. Just first thing that comes to your mind. All right. BTOsports.com. Force Butler. Fly Racing. Jason Thomas. NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts. Thomas Victor. Race Tech Suspension. Ben LeMay. Vortex Racing. Dan Gabberth. Who? The guy that started it. <laughs> X brand, sold it. X brand goggles. Rich Taylor. You can't think of just people. <laughs> <laughs> You're not doing it right. All right, let's start over. BTOsports.com. Uh, defunct pulp code. <laughs> That's not, I've got to have you people, <laughs> people if you do that. Fly racing. Uh, bang for your buck. Uh, NFAB Jeep and truck parts. Nothing for ridgelines. I've got steps on right now. <laughs> Race tech suspension. Gold valves. Vortex racing. Fly racing sprockets. Make them? Yeah. X round goggles. Uh, Terminator lens. 
Yeah, it happens. Hot cams. Uh, I don't know. I don't know much about cams. Gear alloy. Uh, wheels. Works connection. Full shot devices. Michelin Star Cross 5. Comfort carcass something. <laughs> Comfort casing. Comfort carcass. casing carcass. Atlas neck brace. No, CCT. Atlas neck brace. Uh, Ryan Villapoto. Brady Sharon. Rick Sharon. FMF racing. Uh, FMF fatty. W wheels. <laughs> I used to love that pipe. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet you did. <laughs> I bet you did. Uh, w wheels, John Anderson. Guts racing. Weird name. KTMPartsExpress.com. Uh, I don't know. I, yeah. Roost Graphics. Christina Denny. Two Wonder. Underwear. NitroCircus.com. Travis Pastrana. Those are our partners, everybody. Uh, Jason, T- Jason Thomas in studio. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Always fun. Gut Tracy is a weird name. I just didn't know it. At seat covers. I don't know. I mean. Right, you can, we said the first thing that came to your mind. Uh, You're yeah. terrible tonight. <sighs> yeah, I get that. Away. I don't think Jared Tichetti was terrible, Travis. That's not very nasty. I don't think so either. I just like playing drops. Okay. It's kind of fun. Why don't you just work on that app a little more? What's up? Well, was, uh, <laughs> what's up, KTM? <laughs> Can we cut that guy? Let's cut that audio. Uh, let's get I'll, some, get, I'll get some drops, let's, from, let's that get some drops sure. from that guy. Uh, um, so thanks for coming. It's always better when you're in studio. No that doubt. That batch of berries. Yeah, I, I appreciate when you come in and take the time. I wish you could come down every Monday. Like, seriously, yeah, I, I don't know. know why you don't tell the guys that fly that you're needed here you every email, Monday night. Email, email Craig. I don't think Craig knows who I am. Oh, of course he does. You think? Yeah, he writes you checks. <laughs> okay. That's <laughs> uh, a good point. Uh, and uh, we are going to be uh, back next week with Jake Weimer. Jumping uh, Jake oh, yeah. Weimer in studio. In studio. Nice. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. New daddy. He, he called me today. He said, I want to pick your brain. And I'm like, okay. And he started picking my brain about all these old podcasts that he got into. He discovered the podcasting. Nice. And he said he started listening to Rob Deerdeck pod, and then he got into Moto Ones. He's asking me about Wyndham and Rob Deerdeck. Yeah, you did with one Rob. No, Deerdeck? no, no. He listened another oh, podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? But that's what got him into the world yeah, of podcasts. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. now he's into Moto Ones. And he's like, "How do I find McGrath? And how do I find M. Egg? And archives. Uh, yeah, I'm just like archives. So anyways, jumping Jake Weimer will be in studio next week. And uh, you never got that deal worked out, the helmet sticker deal. Um, well, I worked for eight races. Yeah, it went away though. That's a bummer. <laughs> I'm not going to meet his terms. I'm you sure know? they were. I'm sure they were steep. <laughs> I think he was happy it went away because he said it was bugging the shit out of him in the autograph lines. Really? Everyone's like, "How's the sticker? What's going on? Where's <laughs> the, the sticker?" Yeah, along? you know, he's just like, "Yeah, yeah, got it, got it." So, <laughs> thank you, thank you, pulp fans, for driving Jake Weimer crazy. Out of uh, Camberator. Uh, so yeah, thanks everybody for listening. Appreciate it. Please sponsor or please support our sponsors and everybody on the show. What's uh, Will Han gonna do? Uh, he's going to Australia. I know that. Yep. You gonna think he's gonna hang out with uh, Daniel Ricardo? <laughs> I don't know. For sure. Is he Australian? Yeah. Oh, he is. Oh yeah. Oh, I thought he was like Flemish. <laughs> Flemish. Yeah. Like the Flemish cap. Yeah. I didn't like know. I, I didn't know he's Australian at all. Yeah. You don't watch F one? Nope. Oh. Yeah, he's I, since Jacques, I've been out. After Jacques left, I left. Jacques Villeneuve? Yep. Jacques, um, Jacques Cousteau. <laughs> um, so, yeah, everybody, sponsor deals on pulpmexshow.com. Jacques Strap. And please help. Please sponsor that. Flyracing.com, the latest and greatest from folks at Fly Racing. Uh, we really appreciate you guys uh, listening every week, and this thing's been going great. 
been getting fantastic numbers, and uh, we're going to keep doing it as long as you guys keep listening. So for myself, for uh, Jason Thomas, for Travis Marks, T-Dog, Swisscore Moser, thanks for your hard work, Connor Fields, Chris Cooksey, and uh, Pookie, and, uh, and everybody, we thank you, and we will see you next week. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. I just wanted you to know that, if you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.